Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, The Pulp of Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We are live from the Lion's Den in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you listen closely, you can hear them eating the bones of young baby cows. Thank you, everybody. This is the Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. I'm Steve Mathis. Happy Memorial Day. Uh, thanks to everybody who served and who continues to serve to keep this country free. And even though I'm Canadian, these colors don't run. Thanks, everybody, for listening on this Monday night. We've got a great show. We have uh, Phil Nicoletti, Vince Freeze, Dave Osterman, my co-host this, uh, this Monday night, a guy who took time out of his holiday to come by and uh, fresh off the Lakewood Motocross National, none other than the Tony Berluti. Berluti, what's up? Hey, how are you, Steve? Great Thanks for coming on. by. How you doing, Tits? Oh, we... Oh. oh, hello. Tits, what's happening over there? Not much. Thanks for introducing me early. Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Move the, move the mic up again, Tony. There you go. Okay. Um, producing the show, taking your calls. That's the man you heard. Yeah. What's up, Tits? Hello. Um, I'm glad to be back, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yep. I had my week off. Show ran great last week without you. Actually, I, never been smoother. I've heard otherwise. Never been smoother. You, you did end on time, though, so at least that's good. Yeah, my wife, Pookie Mathis, running, running things. Um, did you know there's a new adult emporium in Las Vegas that's called the Lion's Den, Berlute? No, 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 yeah. no, I think about it. There is. I got a, a, a message about it. You hang out there? No, right. the show is not from the Lion's Den of the adult emporium. Oh. It is from the Lion's Den where the real lions are in MGM. So. Huh. Um, thanks for on your holiday, brother, coming in. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, a couple-week hiatus. You know how I like it. I'm glad to be back. Did you happen – you're not a man of Twitter. No. You're not a big internet man. Not really. Well, just to let you know, there is a poll on pulpamex.com, your favorite co-host for the show. Oh, okay. There's a poll. Oh, really? Uh, Did yourself? you start it? I, yeah, I created okay. it. Yeah. I, I, love, I love the controversy. Oh, yeah. Um, you, uh, David Pingree. David Villeman and Mike Mason, who was in last week. Oh, great. How'd he do? He was great. Yeah, he's he was great. good. Yeah, he's good. He's a good yeah. dude. Uh, you're second right now. Oh, Ping, yeah? Ping has a lead on you. So. I figured as much. Yeah, but just, I mean, you're not last. That's Mason. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we're going to keep that updated. Vote now, pulpamex.com. Also, uh, don't forget, you can get the show on Stitcher. You can get it on iTunes. You can get the Pulpamex app. Hey, if you like this show, if you like pulpamex.com, if you want more Berluti and more tits, who doesn't want more tits? Uh, go to pulpamex.com. If next time you're going to order from Amazon, click on the Amazon banner on pulpamex. It takes you to amazon.com. Place your order, whatever you want, your, your, your vibrators, your double-ended stuff, um, your TVs, your VCRs, VCRs. Yeah. Order those VCRs while you can do it. And, uh, what happens is, uh, the, the pulpamex show gets a little slice of that. And that way we can afford Tony Berluti and Tits Legendary. Uh, we can get them, um, on here. Uh, also, sitting in, on the, in, the sh- in the studio, all show, hanging out, and we're going to talk, talk about his hot lap uh, deal that's going on later. It's an exciting thing that we need your help for, everybody. Everybody who's listening, we need your help. Uh, hotlap.co.co. Jonathan Lee, what's up, man? How's it going? How are you? 
Doing well. Thanks Walk, for having me. Welcome to the Lions Den. Thanks a lot. I'm sorry it probably didn't, you know, crack up to what you thought it would be, but Oh no, I, it was scary walking in here. Yeah, yeah. Was, they're yeah. right out there. Right, right. Got to watch um, it. Uh, you've got a cool thing coming up that I want to talk about um, in a little bit here and I I think there's a real potential for what you what you guys are doing there and uh, we got you on to help out to try to get you to win this contest. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, fresh from New York City or live from New York City. Uh, it's not Saturday Night Live. It's uh, our own Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Uh, not too much. Too much. Hanging out. How's, N- how's NYC? <clears throat> it's good. It's good. Yeah? Let's see. All right. Um, yeah. Your appearance on the show, of course, is brought to you by Fly Racing USA. Uh, check them out on the web, uh, Fly Racing USA. The official gear, Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, and many, many others. Our own Jimmy Albertson wears it. Who doesn't wear Fly, JT? Just about everyone. Yeah, we got a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, some really cool stuff. When can I see that 14 stuff? I know it's out. I heard there's video of it. I heard there's photos. Uh, when? There's, when? I don't know. I mean, it's, we, don't, we don't release it until, right. man, yeah, July 1st, something like that. July? Okay. Well, I think, uh, I think that's maybe when people can see it, but it'll be, uh, I think we're shipping it like August 1st, something like that. Oh, yeah? Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. It, it, Berluti. Yeah, uh, the new gear comes out earlier and earlier these days. Seems like it, right? Yeah, used yep. to be like near the end of the nationals. Now it's like Bud's Creek. Yeah. Everyone's got new gear. Yeah, I, I like it. It's pretty cool when oh, you, you see everybody wearing the new trick stuff. You do like it? I think it's kind of cool. Okay, yeah. you don't like it? Um, I just want it to be regular. I want it to be at the regular time. Oh, that's sorry. all. Yeah. What is the regular time? Near the end of the year. Near the end. You know of that's the year. when the bikes come out then at the same time, correct? When? The same about the same time the new bikes come out. Yeah, it depends on what model it is. Um, yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, people are racing the new bikes in the middle of the nationals, so I know I don't like what that. is the I don't, normal time. I don't like that either. Okay, so I, that's all I'm asking you. Okay. What is the normal time then? I'll, I'll tell you when the normal time is. <laughs> okay, please do. I've asked you eight times. Yeah, October. What is? Why would that be the normal time? JT, stop it. If how's New York City? Uh, it's cool. Yeah. Cool, man. It's pretty crazy being Memorial Day weekend. Have you been there uh, before? Yes, I have. Okay, yeah. It's it's something else. I tell everybody. You've been to Berlut, New yeah, York City? Yeah, sure. you've got to go there. you got to stay down there. Uh, it's insane. It's just it's nonstop people and car horns. Yeah. Yeah, all day. <laughs> My driving experience was crazy. Was it? I don't think yeah, I ever... they were just taking me out, cutting me off, and I said, okay, I got this. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm just... <laughs> Cutting everybody off, chopping everybody. Right. I uh, <laughs> I went from uh, Jersey to Long Island when I was working for Parts Unlimited. So I had to go through Manhattan to get to Long Island. And I'm like, I'm never going to make it. Like, this is never going to happen. It just stuck in traffic. I, I couldn't believe it. That I think sucks. I was three hours late for what, what I thought was just going to be a 10-mile commute or whatever, you know? Um, hey, thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Moto. They're all on board with us. Um, also, too, we had a Race Tech contest last week. We needed you to tweet at Race Tech Suspend three racers who lined up at Hangtown that used Race Tech Suspension, which is the choice of privateers everywhere, and uh, the choice of Vince Freeze, by the way, who will be on later. Uh, the winner... Random draw out of all the correct answers. The winner was Garrett or Jarrett? G-E-R-R-I-T. Garrett? Garrett. Garrett? Yeah, I'd call it Garrett. Okay. Yep. 
Garrett Rockley won. So thank you, Garrett, for uh, winning. You win Race Tech Gold Valves. So uh, good job on the knowledge of that. Um, also, before we get too far into the show, I want to talk about what's going on Thursday. Thursday noon Pacific, the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Thanks to uh, JT and the folks at Fly for stepping up. Tits and I have our new show. It's noon. It's an hour long. It's in. It's out. It's greasy. It's slippery. And we talk about the races. So uh, thanks, everybody. Check it out. Fly Racing Moto 60 show on iTunes, on PulpMX.com. Listen and learn more of this kind of stuff. Maybe a little more serious, though, huh, JT? Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, it's more of an analysis show, correct? Yes, yes. I tried to start this. I never heard uh, about it. Two episodes now, just before Hangtown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a good show. What day is it on? Thursday. Oh, wow. Jonathan, you listen? Oh, yeah. You oh, like yeah. it? Oh, yeah, I like it. Right. It's, it's that look ahead, you know? You get a little bit more because we, we look back on the races. Right. But hey. I try to look yeah. ahead. Exactly. That's what I do in my life. I look forward. You're visionary. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brute, we'll have to get you to come in if you're free on a Thursday at noon, although with your schedule, who knows? But, um, yeah. It's an hour in, an hour long, and uh, we like it. So check it out, Fly yeah, Racing like Moto it. 60 Show. We thank you, everybody. All right, okay, let's get – I think we, we, we crossed everything. We, we crossed our um, T's, dotted our I's. Uh, JT, have you spoken to Chad Reed since uh, Lakewood? I haven't, no, no. What's he doing? He's uh, pretty bummed out. Uh, he went 23-21. He went 23-21. I'm aware. Holy Jesus. What is – like – he can't keep going. So is he getting better? I mean, I told you, I told you from this from Thursday last week, he shouldn't be at the race. I know so. he's not doing himself. Or I know you said he has to show up, sponsor commitments, and all that. But he can't keep doing that. Like that. No, I mean, rough. I told you, I told you last Thursday he shouldn't race. I know. And you saw what happened. Okay. So, so does he race this weekend? I have no idea. Oh I know, man! I literally haven't talked to him. Yeah. I know he just—he's—he's he's not happy. I texted—I so. texted him today, uh, possibly about coming on the show, but um, mm-hmm. I didn't think that was going to happen. But I just needed a quote anyway. He still hasn't got back to me. So, but uh, Berlin, yeah. that's that's not Chad. Well, why, Reed. why shouldn't he be racing, JT? What's I don't, what's going on with him? I, it's sad to see. Uh, I hate it. You know. I mean, he's sick. He's sick. He hasn't ridden. You know, not riding. Hasn't ridden. Not healthy. Um, doesn't really know what's wrong, you know. So yeah, you're not riding and you're not healthy and you can't even train or do anything. Why are you, why are you racing? You know. I yeah. mean, I know I understand why he's there because discount tire and all these people are kind of counting on him and they're spending a lot of money for him to be there. But doing what he's doing, you know, he's not anywhere near healthy. That's not doing anybody any good. No, and you know, Chad Reed at his worst, at his weakest, should be tenth or something. Not what we're yeah, seeing like, now. exactly. Right. No, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, that's not Chad Reed out there. That's like a, a shell of himself out there riding around on that bike. Oh, I wonder what his thoughts were when he was getting lapped both well, motos. Do you, do you know yeah. if it was if it's similar to what he was um, fighting that year when that he won the championship with Suzuki? He had some like stomach issues or something for a period of time there. No, it's something he doesn't really know. That's the whole problem right now is he doesn't know what's wrong yet. I think he's getting some tests done and stuff. But yeah. uh, I think if he had a uh, for sure answer on what was wrong, it would be easier to kind of say, okay, well, you know, let's do this, and then yeah. it'll be well, better, you know. Is it a stamina, kind of, stamina thing, or what's going on? Do you know? Uh, I think he thought it was the flu, but I don't think he thinks it's the flu anymore. He's right. sick. Something's wrong. I don't did, know. Did he, I don't really have the for sure answer. Did he eat fish with Adam C. and Cirillo before Hangtown? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, because that... But it's obviously pretty weird that they both got sick at the same time. But... I know, right? Um, uh, I hope he gets better. Uh, let's let's recap, JT, the BTOsports.com KTM team. Uh, you're running the VIP program there. It's your old team you raced for for 100 years. 
Andrew Short told me today that was his worst national since Troy 04. <laughs> so uh, he said he battled uh, some, some soreness from a first moto crash. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Sounds about right. All right. And uh, Burner? Uh, Burner, yeah, he had a rough first moto, and then he had a big get-off second moto. So yep. wasn't it wasn't a good weekend for our team at and, all. And Les Smith has a fractured rib or a sore rib. He might be out for a little bit. He's off. Yeah, know. he he left in a swing and a sling. So uh. I'm sure, it's not good. <laughs> Just, hey, did Burner crash on that huge uh, quad thing there before the finish? Yes. Line? Yeah, he did. Something happened though. It wasn't his deal. Like, I, I honestly don't know. I watched the whole crash and I still can't figure it out. Um, somehow he was endoing into the third one. Like, yeah. I don't know if the bike cut out or no, something I, happened. Like, he thinks maybe a rock got caught in the sprocket or something. That's what he told me. A yeah. rock, a rock might have got caught in there when he picked up because he crashed right before. Right. Yeah, yep. I, I saw yep. the, yeah. I kind of saw it. And I th- you know, I thought it was might have been him. And I'm yeah. going, oh no. Yeah. So he's all right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. He's, he's fine. sore, but Good. he's fine. Um, is it is it too early? Is it premature? To speak about RV going twenty four zero Berluti. Yeah, I think you can't talk about that already. Okay, well, thanks, jerk. <laughs> um, I, it's 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 so it's, there's so many things. God, that can he looks happen. good though. Uh, he's unbelievable. I love he's it. Unstoppable. Yeah, JT. I mean, can we? Can we? Uh, I think it's a bit premature to get into that okay. conversation because it's not like he's unbeatable. He, but he's damn good. Oh, this might be the best. I think he's unbeatable if things go if <laughs> right. things go right. Yeah. But there's yeah. so much that can go wrong in motocross. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, he's the best. I mean, Dungey's good. Dungey's really good, and he's going to get better. If Bill Cotto makes a mistake and falls over, or does anything wrong, Dungey's going to capitalize. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, yeah. It's, okay. I'm All saying right. no. We don't. Right, 24. right. Okay. What are you? You're saying yeah? No, no, no. Stuart's coming. It's he too might, early. Stuart it's too early. Tits wanted me to ask. Right? Tits wanted me to ask you guys. Stuart, it's Stuart, Stuart might be pulling off dumb questions. So yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Stewart? Yeah, he's gonna start winning, right? Really? I, I, he's your guy. It's he's ripped. Yellow. It's ripped. <laughs> he's, he is ripped. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> You're watching him with a shirt off? Oh, or didn't nah. you see that Twitter photo? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, what? Remember we talked about it. You don't go on Twitter. Hold on. Hold on. Look at this. Cutting tape. Oh, no. is that him really? Yeah, look at it. It's not. Look, grab the phone. Shit, I'm not really into guys too no, much. No, you, you he, pulled that up really fast. He definitely got this. He's got some abs it's going on there. Uh, <laughs> JT. He pulled it up because it's his, it's his wallpaper. That's what phone. I'm saying, JT. He's <laughs> he in looks, love with him. Hey, he looks good. God, um, uh, be careful, dear. Stuart, when you go when you see Mathis. Um, no, uh, I can. Uh, when we talk about Stuart, now I I told this to somebody after the race, and they thought I was crazy. But he showed me something at Lakewood. Second moto, he was He going. showed me something. No, listen. This is where I'm at with James. Okay. Obviously, I, I think he's, you know, as you know, Berluda, I'm, I've talked to him up, him up before. Did you not think, JT and Tony, that he would quit after that first moto crash? Yeah, I kind of did, personally. I did, too. I mean, I thought that, but, and he definitely soldiered back. I mean, he was 40th or 38th or whatever. He was far back. J- I love that. That's awesome. JT, did you think he was going to pull off? Uh, I didn't think he was going to, but if he would have, I wouldn't have been shocked. Right. Exactly. Um, And he didn't. And he no. fought hard, and he got 15th. And you know that he was mad, and he probably wasn't as fast as I thought he would be. You know, like you would still think with his skill and speed, he'd get higher. 
but he showed me something. And in the second moto, he showed me something again, getting Barsha. You know, a lot of talk about him not being in shape, a lot of talk in the pits about, you know, ah, he's not the same guy anymore. Well, it was hard. The track was rough as crap, and he got Barsha. Are you checking out lap? Did you check out lap times by chance? Yeah. In the second moto? Yeah. Was, was, well, I thought he could be close on top. No, no, no. No, he, not even. You know, I, almost, he was coming, almost he the whole good. moto, he was about a second slower. Okay. He, ma- he was in the same second a couple times as Poto, but he was basically a second off. Okay. But Because um, he was phenomenal until about three quarters of a race to go, then all of a sudden, these yeah. guys pulled away. Yeah, no. He, he was, was catching Dungey at one time. I wrote this in my column that's coming out maybe tomorrow or Wednesday for sure. The the problem I see with Stewart now is he doesn't have the speed. And who would have ever thought that? JT, right? Like, he's not as quick as those guys. And Hangtown, uh, they walked away from him. This weekend, they walked away from him. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think he can go that speed, but he's going to crash. <laughs> Okay, so he, <laughs> that's so, my that's my right, honest opinion. Right. I think he can go faster than anybody in the world. I really do. If you want him to go fast, just to go the fastest. Right. If, if I had to bet, like you know, if somebody's life was on the line. You said who's gonna, who do you have? You know, somebody has to pick put the fastest lap down. Yeah, yeah. he's my pick. Right, but he there's no way he can finish motos at that pace. Well, not to disagree with you, Steve, but it Hangtown, if I re- recall, that second moto when he was out front, right? He he led a while, yeah, and but he was going. Quite well, but it's I just is is he looks like he's in great shape. Like he's you ripped. Know, you, he's ripped, but yeah. I I just wonder if he's got the stamina of those two. Well, yeah, maybe not with those two, but he had more than Justin Barsha. <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I thought he Band strength. He showed me something uh, this weekend. That's all. No, he did. That's all I'm saying. I, I was impressed. Okay. That's awesome. Um, Berluti, just to let you know. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh, your rider Brock Tickle. Yeah. Last year, after two rounds, he was eighth in the points. Oh, boy. He had 43 points. Yeah. This year, he has 29 points, and he's 14th. He'll get you, it together. You know what changed, don't you? The well, mechanic. Yeah, the, the mechanic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the only thing that changed. <laughs> no, he's on a different color bike. Hey, he, I, I'm aware of that. Oh, okay. It, he's struggling a bit. Starts. Fell down in the first moto. Yep. Uh, he hit Reed and went over the bars and had to come from behind, but... No, he's not riding to his potential for sure. Yeah, yeah. Last year he was a very big surprise last year. Yeah, um, looking at his results, outdoors, he was yeah. unbelievable. He got stronger as the year went on too, so there's hope for you. But let's there. let's let's look at the whole the real deal though. There's there's probably eight guys in there that weren't there either. And then you throw in two European guys that came this week. I mean, I'm not making excuses yeah. for him, but oh, it sounds this, like it. Hey, okay, is okay. it stacked yeah. or what? Uh, JT. I don't know. JT is the, is the field more stacked than you've seen it ever? Easily the most tax filled of, uh, yeah, yes. since I've been alive. Yeah, me too. Since I've been alive? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, this, uh, no, you're right. The, so the class is tougher. It, it's it's the class tougher. Is tougher. Yeah. But having said that, no, he's, he should be a little better. Absolutely. Right. You're not gonna, I'm not right. disagreeing with you. For um, sure. You guys went back to an air fork I saw yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Uh, just more testing time on it. Liked it better. Just whatever. Yeah, I really think he's comfortable with that. You know, I mean, he's been going back and forth. We we did the spring fork in uh, Hangtown, yeah. And uh, you know, I I think that he's got a lot of pressure from different areas, and sometimes he just instead of dealing with the pressure, he just goes with what's thrown at him. Like the showed guys are pressuring him, or guys well, on the team. Well, yeah, on the team, it's it's just, it's a tough deal. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's we're trying to do the best thing we can for him for the team. You know, but. 
then uh, you know his result ain't that good. Isn't that good? So then you go out and try something next, right. you know. And then this week uh, he had the air fork on, and I hopefully I th- think that he'll continue using that. I mean, he he had success with it last year. Yep. JT, should we ask him more? Should we pry more for Berluti on who these pressure is, or should we just let it go because we want, we like him on the show? <laughs> uh, I would say that you will probably pressure him more and try to get him into trouble, but that's because you're stupid. <laughs> right. Okay. I got a question. JT, for I like yeah. You. What is it, Jonathan? Is it is it harder to work from a mechanics perspective because everybody talks about how the air forks, you know, they're kind of taboo in the beginning of the year. But is it harder for the mechanics to work on the air forks versus the traditional spring fork, or is it just it's all the same? No, it's not. It's not any harder. I don't think. Um, you know, you got the same clickers, the same adjustments. It's it's just an air spring is the biggest thing. Um, so to answer that, not really. And then we the show guys come by and they pretty much take care of all that stuff anyway. For, so for me, it's it's no different. You um, is fork set height the same on a air fork? Like set height? Is that, I mean, do you ever like is that well different? That, or? The the difference is is the spring fork is actually shorter the actual shell is shorter. oh it is oh, so okay. if you see it way down in in, in the triple clamps yeah. it's because it's shorter it's because you're an air fork yeah just the dimension is yeah shorter. the dimension yeah, right. is shorter so hmm. you know you might see that right. the air fork sticks up higher at least on our bike i should say no sp- spring fork sticks up higher yeah the spring fork yeah. sticks yeah, up yeah, higher yeah, yeah. Right, over right, the triple right, clamp right 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 where the where the spring fork what? air fork the Okay. Which one? <laughs> the spring fork sits down. You, you it sits lower. It's it's the shell is shorter. The spring fork the is spring shorter. Fork, ah, yes. Yeah. The, okay. sh- the shell it. is shorter. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about the triple air fork? Huh? Uh, we I think we tried that. Yeah. I mean, we did try, it, but uh, they wanted quite a bit more money for it, so we said uh, okay. uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, we got voicemails. We got emails. We got some guests: Phil Nicoletti, Vince Freeze, Dave Osterman. It's coming up. You 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 go back with Osterman? Oh yeah, right. You guys were there in like seventy nine, eighty. Nah, I don't go. I don't go there. But I used to watch him with Mike Bell. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. You You ever heard of Daddy Longlegs? No, that's Mike Bell. Oh, yeah, because he was so tall. Yeah, right. Too tall. Um, Daddy Longlegs. Yep. JT, I'm gonna ask you this question. I need no waffling, bro. No waffling. I can't make any promises. Oh, by the way, I have some candy foam. Eat edible waffles from Holland for you here. Oh, so, those are good. Oh, really? You know what I'm talking about? Some guy brought them by from from. What do you from, say, foam? Uh, they're like a puffy, puffy candy waffle. Oh, I, I'll have to check. Okay. Like those yeah, they peeps. That's they're kind of famous for that over there. Yeah, yeah, those are waffles. Yeah, yeah these oh, these are for JT. I was specifically supposed to give these to JT. I keep forgetting. Um, okay, who's more in trouble, JT? It's early. I know two races. Who's more in trouble, Brock Tickle? Dean Wilson or Justin Brayton going forward from here? Brayton. <laughs> Brayton. For sure. Yeah? Yeah. Brayton's struggling. Poor guy. It, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He, he pulled off first moto, right? No, I don't think he pulled off. Did he? He pulled in. Did he? He pulled in. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if he finished the race okay. or not. But, I, uh, I didn't see that. Uh, he, Grant pulled in with goggle problems in the second, second moto, right? Goggle yeah, issues. that guy was pinning it this week. He, he was good well. in the first moto, yeah. yeah. Remember, he won a the moto second there. Moto, He's he, good there. The yeah. second moto, he came from pretty far back Yeah. to whatever he got. What did he end uh, up? 16th or something? 16th uh, or 18th. 18th? Um, yeah. So, Brayton, JT, is in the most trouble? Uh, yep. Can you tell I would us, say so. Can you tell us why? Why you think that? 
because he is going the slowest and had the worst results of the three innings. <laughs> and so he's he's not going to get better oh, to you JT, going it. forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, looking at the overall picture, lap times, uh-huh. uh, the way he's riding, he just I would say that the other two are in a better situation. Right, right. Okay. Um, I thought Wilson would be a bit better for loot, didn't you? Uh, not really. No? Uh, well, wow. I had I bet had, had a bet. Rudy I, I, I just think... shits on Wilson. No, I'm not. That's <laughs> I'm choking. I'm kidding. He is going. He's going okay. That second, this race, he was a lot better than Hangtown. But Hangtown, he was running up there. But I don't know if he has the stamina at the end. Yeah, I agree. He looked winded this weekend. Yeah. A lot of guys did with the altitude and everything. I did just walking up the hill. <laughs> but um, I, I think I might agree with you. And your black yeah. shirt, you were probably getting smoked. Yeah, I was, I was okay that with did, that. that was okay. I was under the shade a lot. It was warm though. Wasn't it? It's not as bad as years past, though. I didn't think yeah, so. Okay. Um, JT Wilson, better, worse? What's going on? Uh, I thought he was better this weekend. Um, I know he got pretty sick Friday night, which he didn't really publicize. He kind of got a, some kind of motion sickness or something. He went on a like a plane tour or something. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went on a, like a tour, um, some kind of plane on Friday night, and got sick and. You're making that up. I swear. Okay. Um, a, tour, a tour like he was flying around with somebody, or they showed him how. Yeah, he just. Yeah, just went on some kind of like guided tour in a plane or something, and got motion sickness. But uh, I mean, he didn't really make right. excuses. You know, he didn't really talk about it. But yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I know he wasn't feeling great. He was, you know, still throwing. He's throwing up Friday night and wasn't feeling great on Saturday. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought he was a lot better this weekend. He was at least solid. Like, he didn't, you know, completely fall apart or do anything yeah, right. too erratic. Right. So, it was just, an, an improvement, which is obviously what you want. Shouldn't, he be, shouldn't, shouldn't he be closer to Justin Barshan? I looked at those guys. I mean, his lap time was really good in the second practice. I, I think he showed kind of right. that he can go fast. It's just uh, – you know? Track was rougher he, he's, too. He's, he's not in the same. He's not in the same situation as Justin Barsha. He he was hurt. He mm-hmm. didn't have all this momentum coming off of Supercross like Barsha did either. Okay. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven five zero two seven eight five eight six. Pulp. We open the phone lines. We're going to open them up now. To call in if you want a question for uh, Tony Berluti, um, Jason Thomas, or myself, or even Tits or Jonathan Lee. Uh, anybody. Um, the. By the way, Berlut, that was a sweet mustache you had back in the 90s. We saw that on Twitter today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I used to run that. I thought it was cool back then, but I don't know. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, <I'm> just... it was. <laughs> it was hey, listen, if Magnum could run it, yeah, right, you can run it. I like Magnum. Right. Hey, but getting back to you know the Gibbs team, yeah. I, I saw old Gibbs, and he kind of goes, Berluti, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good right now. Like No. But – I don't know. Yeah, maybe JT's right. Maybe Brayton is in the in the most trouble here. He's certainly the least accomplished outdoor rider of those three. You know what I mean? He struggled last year. He, yeah, he was okay he last did, year. He did really well, like in Supercross, and as soon as he went outdoors, yeah. he struggled big time. But uh, right. you know, you can't. It's two races in. You can't just give up on everybody already. Let's talk no, about that's, it. That's maybe a, five. That's races what our in. job is. Oh, yeah, okay. we have to give up right. on people right away. Um. Uh, what about Canard Barsha? I spoke to Trey today for an interview. Uh, we're doing a Pulp Mex, and uh, he agreed with me, JT. Him and Barsha, <laughs> there's probably going to be fireworks at some point this, se- this season between those two. They're really close in speed. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, there obviously is a lot of tension already. Just uh, pretty much a matter, just a matter of time. It seems like you know they right. haven't been really close to each other on the track, which is kind of surprising with the results. Yeah, you know, yeah, basically backed up to each other, but uh, it's coming. Do you think Barsha's got a slight edge on him? Uh, Trey stop. Trey was up there. Both motos kind of dropped back a little bit. Uh, maybe Barsha started in front of him too, though. Who's who's better out of those two? It's pretty tough to call. But do, 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 is there one that sticks out? Uh, so far, it's been pretty close. I think Barsha was better better this weekend. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah and then I, I thought I thought Trey was maybe a little better at Hangtown. So. Right. 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 Yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a, a, a tough deal. Um, I couldn't help but think of Stanton's boy strength, man strength comment. <laughs> Did you hear about that, brother? No, um, no. Why can't talk to Jeff Stanton? Okay, about the nationals that were coming up and about Barsha and, and Stanton flat out in his way that only Stanton can. He said, "RV and Dungey, that's man strength. We only have boy strength." Uh, yeah, yeah. And look at what's happening. Kind of we're. We're seeing those guys, RV and Dunge, be a little stronger. Yeah, for the whole moto. But he's going to develop it. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. yeah. No, his mom. I, I, I stood next to his mom for the second moto, and um, she was like, "What's going on? What's wrong? I don't know what's going on." And I'm like, "There's nothing going on. Your kid just got fourth. He led for a long time. He's fine. He's going to figure it out." And she's he really just like, yeah. "She's just like, well, what do we need to do?" And I'm like, "Have you looked at this body?" You know, like, I don't know what you should do. But I said, look. No, I really said that. I said, I don't know. Look at me. I go, look, he's just not there yet. He will be there. Don't freak out. Yeah. Well, is that? I mean, is that good advice? I mean. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with what, there's nothing wrong with what Justin Barsh is doing right now. <laughs> This week, this week, he's really just disgusted with that comment. No, he got third in the first moto and went right. fourth in the second moto. The guy ought to be proud. Right? Know? For sure. No. Okay. Um, Although... Bill Poto's first national, he just laid a beat down on everybody in 09. On a light spike. <laughs> no, no, on the 450. No, on the 450. First, oh, okay. 09, Glenn Helen. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you're right. Right. Well, Car- you can go back to Carmichael, too, but uh, yeah. it's a different – but he's not ra- – well, yeah, I don't know. Right. Who was who – was, who did Villapoto beat? Who was he, um, he kill? Michael Essie, uh, Chad Reed. Essie, Chad, Grant. Josh Grant. Uh, Tim Ferry? No, it was – Timmy wasn't there. No. no. Yeah, Timmy was there, but he but, got yeah. like thirty fifth. Right. Uh, so is 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 um was Chad Reed a Villapoto back no. then? No. no, 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 no. Was in and then you got Dungey in the equation. So Dungey's first uh, four fifty national did well. Yeah. Did he win that year? I don't even know. I think his first year. 2010 was his first year. Dungy won his first year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but did he win? 10 out of 12 races. No, no, but did he win round one? Uh, Hangtown, though, Chad Reed won. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, Chad won. Okay, so. uh, But then Dungy won 10 out of 12 races. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, so Barsha sucks. So now we've just reached that. (laughs) No, no. I I understand if she wants to look at it that way, she could wonder. But I think that Villapoto and Dungy are pretty damn special. Those guys have something. That's that's what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, Gump, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. What's up, Mathis? What's going on? How are you? I'm, uh, hey, I got a question for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. into the front gates of Bud's Creek. Okay. And, uh, I know that you wanted a moto there with Terry, yeah. and between you and Berluti, with your knowledge, I was going to tell if you guys can give me some good line selection for tomorrow. Well, and not only did I win a moto, beating Tony Berluti's <laughs> rider, 
there. Jason Thomas's career best race national That's is that Bud's Creek. Yes. Uh, yeah. Fifth, fifth place in 06. Overall? J- JT, fifth? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Gump, uh, yeah, I, I can't really help you. I don't know. What about tire selection? Hold on, hold on. JT, go ahead. Some good advice is put, put a new exhaust on because Mathis's bike was completely falling apart. Okay, not my uh, fault. Not my fault. I see flames shooting out the back of that Well, that was Timmy's fault for putting too much gas in the butt when he was trying to start it. Flooded it. (laughs) But in the first moto, my GYTR muffler, not at any rivet, not at any seam or anything, just blew a square through it behind the side panel, and all the silent sport packing just flew out. He still beat Ricky Carmichael, though. Yeah. No, I remember that. But uh, it it was a GYTR. Issue. They were really piles of shit. I was there. My, I was working. Yeah, Ron, yeah, Ron, Ron got third overall. Ron, Ron, Ron got third yeah. overall. I think. Yeah. yeah. Gump. Uh, just you know what? Stick to the insides on the off cambers. You can't go wrong. Don't drop down to the bottom. <laughs> right. Don't drop to the bottom. It's too too far out there. Hey, where do they have this plaque commemorating uh, Ferry's Moto win? Where should I look for that? Uh, just keep looking around. It's in the tower. It's the Lions. Okay, cool. Hey, <laughs> yeah. that's where I'm sleeping tonight. I'm sleeping in the announcer's tower on an air mattress. Oh, really? Beasley lets you do that. Um, well, some friends of ours rented the track so oh. for tomorrow, and I guess there's like a loft or something. But there's a if, if you walk around in that tower, there's a sweet shot of a Mathis tuned Kelly Smith off the start in 01. He's like third place. All right, I'll check her out, buddy. All right, Gump. Thanks. Later. What'd you say, GT? Where was the plaque? In the lines, then. Oh, okay, good, good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, tits. Did did we only have JT for the first hour? Yes. Did we get X brand Teros for him from our own Corey Moser, who gets very upset if we don't read his X brand Teros for all the guests? Negative. We did not. No. Okay. All right. Never mind. We'll just move on then. All right. So two fifties. Did you watch Perlu? Did you get a chance? I to? I didn't get a chance. Didn't get I watched chance to watch it on him? TV. Oh, okay. First sure. moto. Right. Um, I thought JT. I thought Ken Roxon had overcome some of his uh, fading issues a little bit, or his his stamina issues that haunted him last year, but. Maybe not with that second motor rod. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't expect that, to be honest with you. Me neither. Uh, yeah, I really didn't think that Zach was going to get him, but, you know, credit to Zach and kind of question mark on Ken because he almost he almost lost his spot to Martin Moosecan as well. Yeah, yes. So. Ken rocks. Uh, what is it? Roskin. Roskin, Roskin. Roskin and Martin yeah. Musquin. And also, uh, first moto, he got caught by uh, Eli, you know, which, whatever, Eli's, you know, he's in great shape and all that, but. His dad's gnarly. His dad's gnarly. No, and even Eli after the race said, um, I said, you're gnarly. He's like, I just heard my dad was gnarly. So <laughs> so he's in on the on the little gig. But, um, yeah, I don't know, Berloop, uh, if I'm Ken Roxon fan, I'm a little worried because, you know, last year he led the second most motos and only had one moto win. Yeah. Second most laps. Yeah. Only one moto win. He looked winded up on the podium after yeah. that second moto. Did he? he was still I haven't watched hard. the races yeah. yet. So Yeah, Tomac was just hanging right, right. out, no big deal, and Roxon was still breathing hard. And, and I'm no Gary Bailey or anything, right. but when I was watching him riding, he's coming down on that downhill sweeping turn there where everybody was kind of getting loose. Yeah. He was throwing his upper body super far over the bars, almost like, you know, when you get that when yeah. you get arm pumped that bad and you're just trying to put some weight on the bars there. Right. And he was doing that every lap and looked like he was having a hard time holding on. I don't know. but Yeah, well, there was no intermission this weekend, Berlut. It was, yeah. it was a quick turnaround. I hate it. As a mechanic, you didn't <laughs> well, like it. No, I mean, that, hey, the, the screw are, you, live TV. Yeah, I'm Tony no, Berluti. I need more time. Yeah, listen to you. You're a funny guy. Um, I would like more time for sure. Right. But anyway, uh, 
that's there's less time for not only mechanics but the riders. It's an hour, I think. Is it? Isn't it? Probably about. Yeah, I, I think, think it's that's an about hour. What it was. Um, yeah. So Kenny had an hour to basically yeah. recoup, and yeah. I it was he was noticeably slower in the second moto, you know, and good 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 job to Zach Osborne, great job for Zach Pop, Osborne Pop, to get that's up. Yeah, awesome. yeah, that's really good, really cool for Zach. Yeah, um, didn't we have a? Didn't you kind of laughed at me when I said I had him like third overall at Hangtown? He ended up fifth, and then I got third. I week. laughed at you. Yeah, you guys had Man, a little deal. You ate. I love Zach Osborne. I'm on the bandwagon. I'm driving the thing. You were eating dinner with him, and I go, "I go, Zach, I got you on my my fantasy deal." He goes, "Oh yeah, what do you got me?" And I go, third to fifth, and then you're like, "Really, Berlut?" Maybe that's just because he was standing right there. Yeah, you're fucking. I don't know what I'm more surprised with: his podium or the fact that you play fantasy moto, Berlut. No, it was it was (laughs) it was like with friends. Oh, okay. Some fantasy things with a couple people. Because JT actually plays fantasy moto. They have it. JT does. With who? I don't. Oh, hell yeah. Is it a? Is it a? Program? With me and a couple thousand of my closest friends. <laughs> How do you do? Do you are, do you kick their butt? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a perennial top ten guy. Nice, perennial. 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 You said perennial. I said perennial. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. Um. Hey. Real yeah. quick, yeah. while we were talking about the short intermissions, um, yeah. Murray is actually, for Tweet Tiz, I figured I might as well bring it up now. Is that going to be the standard this year, or is that a, a one-time thing? Or? Well, I think it's the standard when all four motos are live. So, most likely then, because... I don't know I, how many I, are... I think there's only like two or three other motos the rest of the year that aren't live. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, they got... have the women thing in there, too. Yeah, we got chicks at some races. Only like, four, what, three races? Three, four yeah, races? two more races, yeah. Three, three total. Wish they'd come so, back. So, probably then. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? It, I remember last year they even flipped the moto order two fifties and four fifties a couple times uh-huh. for TV reasons. Right? Do you so, know why the four fifties go first now compared uh, to you mean years past? Yeah, they just they wanted to put the premier class quote unquote first, so yeah. they just and and I see what they're thinking. Like, there's been people who told me about Supercross. You have opening ceremonies, you have fireworks, you have introductions, you bring out Villapoto, Dungey, Reed, Stewart for introductions. What's going on the night? How's it? And then the fans don't see him for an hour or forty-five minutes. You know, so right. yeah. the promotional end of things, people say that the the premier class should I be the had, first had one out of the gate. Something to do with a safety issue, huh? Yeah, safety because the track gets rougher as the day goes on, and that uh, the four fifty guys because the track gets so gnarly rough or something, and the that the light spikes or whatever you call them two fifties handle better, so that. Safety wise, you know they can handle the bumps better. You never heard that one, JT? Did you did you ever hear that one? I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard it as one of the reasons. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, JT. I love JT. That guy always got my back. <laughs> no, yeah. No, <laughs> he just ruined me, Mathis. And this guy, this guy, I want right JT here. on every time I'm on. Or else I'm he's on, on every time. I'm not coming on. Listen, brother, don't get mad because we found out you had a mustache back in the day. Oh, geez, don't be mad because good yeah, with that mustache. <laughs> Okay. Careful over there, Dungey. <laughs> yeah, right. Huh? The <laughs> same guy who creams his pants. Creams his pants with Dungey. Yeah, God. yeah. Just cream my pants. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we thank you um, for supporting the show. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bars, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Jonathan, you've done some work with the Tech One Designs guys, and they have some cool things coming down the road that maybe we can't talk about, but it's going to be sweet. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be awesome. I think uh, they've expanded their lineup a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like you, I think Jamie there at Tech One's a visionary. Oh, yeah? You think That's I'm a visionary? Just looking ahead. That's yeah. his waistline. Uh, 
<laughs> did you uh, don't forget check one check one designs? You can uh, not only say by entering the the Pulpamex code, which is on sponsor deals. You can also get custom Pulpamex graphics, which is pretty sweet. You want Pulpamex on your bike? You can get it. Yeah, that's loot. cool. Yeah, we can do it for do you. You have pictures of it? Yeah, they're on the website. They're oh, sweet. Good. I don't Put check. anything on there's, the bike. Yeah, really? there's some dudes in Sweden that Instagram their bikes with Pulpamex. That's cool. Or Norway or something. It's all the same. Right Put Berluti with a mustache on there. Oh Anything no. you want. Yeah, put you ever race at Bursi, you'll end up with Pulp MX in your bike somewhere. Yeah. Always happens. Yeah, for for Starbucks. Um, yeah. Okay, so the 250 class, and again, it's early. I don't want to, um, you know, make judgments, make rash judgments. Yeah. But You do that a lot. <sighs> We're two races in, and you want to give up on my guy. Oh, right. yeah. Cool. No, you should actually – I mean, don't even bother going to Muddy Creek. Hey, let's talk about the lights guy, yeah, or the 250 guys. I'm sorry. Let's talk about Watson. How's he doing with the Nationals adjustment? How's he How's he handling the, the adjustment to Outdoor Nationals? I, I see him here and there. I don't okay. see him that much. Oh. I think he's doing good. He told me that this track was sweet because he doesn't have to leave his lift gate. He's like, this is where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here on the lift gate watching the race or down here in the pits. Oh, okay. He was on the radio, and I don't think he ever left the truck. Okay, yeah. 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 So – that's what's great about Lakewood. You can yeah. see the whole track. Yeah, from, Kenny was from pumped the on the it. Yeah. Watson was pumped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so is this is is, is Baggett? We're going to see better a better Baggett, right, guys? Do we? Th- yeah. I mean, as he gets better, I say yes. JT. Uh, definitely. Than we saw this weekend for sure. I was. <clears throat> I thought that's you know after Hangtown, I was really shocked at yeah. what he did this weekend. Absolutely, he wasn't really. I mean, obviously, he crashed first moto, but then. Second mode, he wasn't really moving up. No, nah, he um, just couldn't couldn't really do anything. So, uh, Osborne and Muscan, do you see them winning motos or races this year, Balut? I mean, we got Roxon, we got Tomac, we got Baggett. I'd like to, I'd like to see Osborne win. I think I'd that, like to see Osborne win too. I, I I think that uh, Muskin will win. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's at, he has the ability, but right now he's not showing it. Four 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 four. Yeah, he's got some fours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised at Cooper Webb catching and passing him in That's that first moto. Cool. He's riding. He's riding well. Yeah. yeah. What do you see, JT, out of Webb? Like, what, what? What's your thoughts on him when you watch him ride? Like, is this kid for real? Or, or I mean, he's a bad dude in the first moto and a train wreck in the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Just going, you know, uh, between Hangtown and um, Lakewood. He crashed at Lakewood with three laps left off the side of that tabletop. Which same place Zach Osborne crashed. Same place Ryan Sipe said he went off the track on. I guess the way it was angled. Yeah. You know when they were coming up that quad, it, it threw you. Mm-hmm. You had to go right. The guys were going straight. Uh, between Lakewood and Hangtown, Webb has given away um, something like 17 points. 14 points or something. With last lap in, in Hangtown, he stalled his bike, lost 10 spots, and then this weekend, three laps to go. He'd be in the hunt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... So does Cien Cirillo run Webb's pace, JT, when he comes back? I mean, maybe not right away because he's been sick, but is that what we should expect out of Adam? I don't know. Uh, Cooper's setting the bar high, I'll tell you that. Right. I, I was kind of wondering that myself if is Adam encouraged because he's like, oh, man, look what he's doing. I can do that. Or is he like, yeah. dang, this guy's, uh, this guy's really kicking some ass out there. He's putting the pressure on me now. Right. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how he's looking at it. I don't know either. Was it would, <clears throat> I never watched them as amateurs too much. Did uh, no. who dominated over the other? Adams younger, but 
they didn't race the same class for a year, but I think basically Adam beat him more than more than Cooper beat him. JT, would I be right? I'm not. I think a, so, but I'm, they weren't. They didn't race each other that recently. Right. You know, they've been they've been separated for a long time. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, they're not they're not in the same class. Adam or uh, Cooper moved up the big bikes so before Adam. One so. year apart. Something like that. Yeah. So I don't really know. I'm not the amateur expert, but I think the, I think the cup was the last time they raced together, right? Monster Energy Cup. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Adam won the first moto, and then he had a bad start the second moto. Obviously, Cooper ended up winning the overall. But did Cooper win the overall? I thought so. Okay, I don't I remember. Think, I think did it go? Didn't Adam win the second moto? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, second yeah. moto. Oh, it was the second moto. Yeah. I think it was the first too. But I I'm thought a, it was I'm the first. Yeah. JT. It was the second one. Thank it you. It was the second one. Yeah. Um. Time crash on the first one. Yeah. Uh, Berlut, who's the most impressive rookie you've ever seen? Nationals. Obviously, on a 125 or, yeah. or light spike or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Who's the know. guy that – I mean, you've seen 8 million riders, let's face it. Yeah. With I mean, you and that stash. I'm just not really great with – I have to sit there and think about it a little bit. Okay. A little bit. But uh, – Want another beer? Would that help? Yeah, maybe. Okay. How about you? Helps out Moser. You're really good with just pulling um, stuff out of your ass. No, I think the, I think the most impressive guy I've ever seen um, as a rookie beats James Stewart. I mean, I know it's easy. It'd but. Be, it's, it's like, um, but I wasn't. Poto, but I wasn't around like Berlut in the days. It's like Stewart, all three of those guys were phenomenal, really. When Carmichael, obviously Carmichael rode Steel City that year. I wasn't there at that race that Carmichael rode. I was there. Um, but with Gainesville '97, <laughs> that's pretty amazing too. Lampton. Yeah, where this kid comes out number seventy, and he's just pinned, and he's four foot ten, and like he's out of control, but he's pinned. Like the three of those guys, Villapoto, all three of all three of those guys came out yeah. winners. Yeah, where it's it'd be tough. It'd probably JT, be... what do you think? The first race or the whole year? Ah, uh, just the whole year. The whole year. Um, tough. Probably, probably Ricky. I, I tell you what, Tomac's first race was really impressive. Yeah, though. It was, it impressive. was too. You're That's right. A good call. Right. Yeah, he kind of he he was. I remember before the race, it was like, "How's Tomac going to do? He'll be a top ten guy." You know what I mean? That's what people were saying. Like he's five, six, ten. You know what I mean? Somewhere around there. Right. Like, he was that good. Then he just comes up, smashes right. everyone. Right. He was that good that he was going to be fifth place to tenth place guy. So yeah. That's why. When I see a Bogle or Jeremy Martin, although Jeremy Martin's been doing pretty good, the bar is set so high for these top rookies. Are this you is, still giving Jeremy Martin that eh? Uh, I might take it back. Give me a couple weeks. I might take that <laughs> eh back. I might take okay. that back because he's doing a lot better than he was at the end of the year last year and um, than I thought. So he's, he's consistent. He's not super flashy. Like, Don't you feel like Alex Martin could be as fast – but would crash or would get out of hand or out of control where Jeremy's like bigger and steadier, you know, if you had to think about the Martin brothers, like Jeremy doesn't really flashy, but he's just, he looks like he puts the work in. I think that Jeremy's a little bit faster than Alex. Alex is just, and Alex is having a rough time too, coming back from injury as well. Uh, I think they're very similar, uh, but Jeremy's just a little bit faster. They're quite a bit different in age, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah, they got to be three or four years because that's, I mean, that's or how five. long it's been. Is that much? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Jeremy, I mean, uh, Alex has been out there for a while. All I got to say is it's, it's, a, it's damn long time since Yamaha had 
some amateur kids that they could put their hat, hang their hat on. Well, you know, Cooper Webb's on. Cooper it, yeah. and Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, I realize Cooper didn't switch to Yamaha till you know last couple of years of amateurs, but still. Was he under the Gibbs wing? He was for a okay. while when he was on a Honda. Oh, okay. He was on Hondas, and he was Gibbs were helping him out, and then he switched, got on the Yamaha program, and then Star took everything over. Oh, I gotcha. So, and then Jeremy, did Jeremy ride only one year amateurs at Yamaha, JT? Not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, well, all right. Hey, we're going to take our first commercial break of the night. JT, you're going to go explore New York City. So, all right. Try not, do that. That, what are you doing back there, JT? Try not to end up in the gay bathhouses. Uh, I just work in here this week. I'm with reps all week, and then I go from here to Muddy Creek. Gotcha. So, yeah, I kind of do it all over the country. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, be careful out back there, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't get yeah. Don't get stuck or nothing like that. You know, in those ones back in heat. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. Th- thanks for your contribution. I'll carry a gun. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution to the Pulp Mech Show tonight. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for what having my back too. Like oh, always. Here we go. Yep. Get, Mathis, get get him another Guinness on the break. No, he's drinking Corona tonight. Don't I'm, I don't I'm know what's going oh. on? Pookie went out to get right. him Guinnesses, and he's drinking Corona. I'm gonna mix so. it up just for Pookie then. All right, thanks, JT. All right, see you guys. All right, thanks. See you, JT. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna come up with Filthy Phil Nicoletti of the NFAB Tyloo Yamaha team. Tony Baluti's in the house. Jonathan Lee's in here. Talk about HotLap.com. Co. Sorry. No worries. Dot co. Dot co. HotLap.co. Uh, he's got a cool thing that we need your help for. And uh, I, I'm going to interested to hear more about this product. BTOSports.com. You can save on uh, by punching in the word PulpMX. When you tweet me and say, what's the code? That really saddens me. It makes me think that you guys don't listen to the show. <laughs> really saddens me. So don't, don't uh, listen to the show. Get the code. We're going to switch it up probably at some point. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of Michael Lessie, Ben LeMay, Jake Canada, Bobby Canari, Jimmy Albertson, Frederick Norin, Sean Hackley. You name them, they wear X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Anybody. Um, Good product. Atlas Neck Braces. Thank you for Atlas for coming on the show. Uh, the top neck brace out there, designed by pros and worn by pros, Ryan Villapoto and Jake Weimer. Don't forget they have this really cool thing, free neck braces for uh, any pro racing in uh, more than, I think, four nationals. Uh, you can atlasbrace.com, fill out the form. They will give you a free neck brace. Wow. Pretty sweet deal. And Berlut Works Connection, what do I got to say about that? Yeah, Th- awesome. That's your guys. Awesome people. Yeah. That's your guys great, right there. Great been, quality product. Been around a long time. NFAB, Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Donnie Emler was on uh, last week giving away, st- oh, no, week before? Two weeks? Yeah, two, two, two weeks ago. He was in Hawaii. He wouldn't know. Him? Yeah. yeah. I, li- I listened. Oh, you did? You, did. Yeah. you listened to the whole show? Wow. Except for, yeah. Okay. All right. W Wheels, the wheels of choice for the uh, RCH team, for one of the riders anyways. Yeah, John's a great guy. Right? Yeah. John Anderson there. Um, let, me, let me know if you guys want some W Wheels, a deal on W Wheels. Email the show, publicmechshow at gmail.com, and we can try to get you hooked up. Brought Bar, 810 Solutions. Tits, how is the 810 Solutions supplement testing program going you want my honest opinion no yeah of course we do i was honestly pleasantly surprised with the results really i, I, I have tried supplements in the past mm-hmm. never end up sticking with them performance they, enhancing supplements or just in the bed or in the all of the all, above. all of them all okay of the above. <laughs> all right always had very mediocre results uh-huh. if any okay the first time i used it i can proudly say they worked 
I felt great. I did the, you know, the before, you know, the before the race or before moto or whatever exercise, and then the post ones. Felt great the whole time. Wow. Recovered. Usually I'm pretty beat the rest of the day. Yeah. I felt good. Wow. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I please was, don't. I, I was very surprised that they worked. Please don't lie. Um, so there you go. And Black Ops Moto and Brat Bar. You can get Brat Bar from A10 Solutions. Mm-hmm. That's a good mix. It is. It is. And Rhino Supplements as well. Is that what you had? Yes. That's what you yep, tried, the, the Rhino, Rhino stuff? stuff? Okay, yep. Rhino Power, Power stuff. Mm-hmm. And Black Ops Moto. Thank you, Black Ops Moto. Take our first commercial break of the night. We're going to come back with Filthy Phil Nicoletti. And a uh, very important announcement from Tiss Legendary going yep. forward. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you in a little bit. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because, like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey designed for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All 
and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Alisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. 
Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition Now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. 
sweet sounds of David Lee Roth. The number two best singer that Van Halen has ever had. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Some Unchained for you, Berlute. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to ask um, Osterman. Yeah. He's a DLR uh, Hagar guy. Yeah, do that. He's one of them. I can't remember which one. Oh, really? You've talked to him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Good, ha- good Halen guy. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Bound Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. To that rider that texted me during uh, the commercials saying that he's over the commercials, uh, suck it. We need them for money. They're our sponsors. Support them. Otherwise, this show will go goodbye. So, um, Tits, you have a big announcement. It's, I do. Uh, I've been waiting. We've all been waiting for this. Probably I've been waiting the longest and the hardest. It's time. Please, please, the floor is yours. After a lot of work and... Uh, intense negotiations. Intense negotiations. A lot of my own sweat, blood, blood. and tears have all gone into this. I'm very pleased to announce that Optrix has come on as a sponsor of the show. It's a very big deal for me. I never thought this day would come that I would bring on any sponsor for that matter, Mm -hmm. but it has happened and uh, very excited. (laughs) So optics. Yeah. You want my live read now or is that later? No, please. Floor is yours. Did you know, Steve, that more photos and videos are taken with the iPhone than any other device on earth? I did not. It's true. Everyone has them. Mm -hmm. And while your iPhone is great, or maybe even amazing, depending on who you ask. This live read is already taking too long, but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't. Your phone doesn't play nice with dirt, water. It doesn't. Dropping it. It doesn't. Enter Optrix. Designed by motocross riders, Optrix. I thought is, it was Enter Sandman. Enter Optrix. Like the Metallica song. Right, yeah. Okay. Your phone mm-hmm. in the case will now be drop-proof to 30 feet, waterproof to 33 feet, and even Sasquatch attack-proof. It's true. So you can check out the full line of ultra-rugged iPhone photography housings and accessories over at Optrix.com. They have a special. If you enter Pulp at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order. So go ahead and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Optrix. That's O-P-T-R-I-X. And like them on Facebook. There you go. That was a long read. Well, it could have been faster if I would have you know, right. not tried to Thanks, Optrix, for coming people. on. They are now on the Pulp Mech Show. Tits is handling their account. Yep. He is getting a slice of their ad revenue. And we hope for you, everybody, to support Optrix to make Tits' dream come true <laughs> and keep Optrix on the show. It's already come true. Yeah. Well, I need to work on something. Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? I don't know. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to work on it. All right. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Um, we're going to uh, come up with our next guest uh, here, Filthy Phil Nicoletti of the NFAB Tie Loop team. Right away after tits and that, that that incredible uh, read, I'm emotional. I don't even know. I don't even know if I can go on with this show anymore. Um. Anyways, okay, Berlute. So yeah. uh, Muddy Creek, have you been there before? Muddy Creek this weekend, never been never there. Been All there. your years, you have. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand and one. Red Lens. I've been. Yeah. Neither one of those places. Two thousand and one. East Coast Four Stroke National. Muddy Creek, Tennessee. 
the team, really? the super team. That's right. Kelly Smith and Steve Mathis. That's when show you, up. You did the four stroke nationals for two years, bro. You did the week after Steel City, six six races in a row, six weeks in a row. I was there. Wow. Drove to all of them in a box van. Nice. Super team of Mathis and Kelly Smith showed up. Matt Walker was there. Kevin Walker was there. Yeah. Um, Clark Styles. A lot of homegrown talent was yeah. at Muddy Creek. Brown. We, Brownie was not there. Thank God he would have won. Hey, but wait. Okay, let, let me go, go back right. just a second. Okay. Is this after at uh, Mount Morris when you guys got third one moto? Okay. First of all, we won Mount Morris. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. This is. The East Coast Four Stroke Nationals. Right. So is this after or before that? No, after the National. After the oh, National. Okay. Yeah, after 2000. I thought maybe it was its own series. It was, but it started after Steel okay. City. Okay. Six weeks. So this was after you won. Jesus Christ. Your moto. This yes. Was, we won Mount Morris. That was the same in 2000. year. But you said two times. Yeah. So all of 2000, six right. weeks in 2000. Yeah. We won champions. Okay. Number one. Yeah. We go back in 2001 with the number one plate. Mm-hmm. We win again. Nice. Did not lose a moto in 01. Undefeated like Carmichael, like Stewart. Wow. Tw- uh, six races, 12 motos. East Coast four-stroke champions. Hmm. And the West Coast four-stroke champion was Spud Webb. Spud- gotcha. That's Spud right. Walters. Spud Webb. Spud Webb was busy playing basketball. Spud Walters <laughs> yeah. showed up. Thought he wanted something of the East Coast champ. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, he didn't want none of that. No. No. <laughs> he went back home with his tail between his legs. Oh, wow. You know who his mechanic was? Steve Mathis. No. Oh, uh, for Spud. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. John Anderson of W Wheels. Oh, yeah. Because it was a White Brothers effort. The Mathis-Smith super team took down wow. Anderson Walters. Because Walters was dominant on the West Coast, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't dominant on the wow, East. Wow, dude. You, you know, yeah. Yeah, brother. Okay, all right. I underestimated That's, you, it's Steve. enough story time. I, I I knew that you're a champion motocross racer up at your track up there. Four in, uh, time. What yeah. was it called? Manitoba. Manitoba. Yeah. And I knew you were a hell of a mechanic, but I didn't, you know, jeez, right. I didn't know you were that great. <laughs> Thank you, Perlou. Dude, that's unbelievable. <laughs> you. you got way you're, more championships than I got. You're amongst great greatness right here. Every I, I, Monday night, I'm and you don't even know it. that. I'm right. feeling it right now. All right, now. let's get to our next guest. Um, he's a real surprise this year in Supercross. He sucked balls in the beginning, but then he was great after that. And, uh, of course, his appearance is brought to you by Atlas Neck Braces, atlasbrace.com. Check them out. The number one neck brace out there. They, uh, they support the sport. Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer uses it, atlasbrace.com. This man has had a good start to the Nationals, three out of four motos, uh, scoring well. And uh, he's another filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? Oh, not much, guys. How are you tonight? Good. Hey, Tony Berluti's in studio. John, Phil, Jonathan how are you, Lee. buddy? Okay, awesome. Good. Um, Jonathan Lee of Hot Lap. Dot .co good to see you or hear, hear you. you yeah um, no scene um filthy Big deal thanks for coming on bro Stop. yeah i uh, appreciate it thanks for having me oh yeah no 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 you 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 deserve a spot on the show it's been a while um <laughs> i feel blessed we brought your name up earlier and uh berluti was like that guy's riding good you, yeah you've you've rode good all year i'm impressed you've definitely turned it around uh yeah it couldn't have gone any worse I'll tell you that, but uh, I'm glad things are starting to come around in the right direction. So this past weekend was a little bit rough, but, um, yeah, I'm happy. So I just need right. to keep plugging away, scoring points. Um, how rough, speaking of rough, how rough was that track? It looks gnarly. Oh, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, first motors were pretty rough, but then second motors, it was even worse. And then I lost my rear brake, like, on the fifth lap. So 
I'm down those hills and nowhere break, you know, I don't have enough lives for that stuff. So it kind of <laughs> had to, uh, well, you know, put it in cruise mode. But it was uh, it was ridiculously gnarly. You like, did, I don't even. You, uh, you did ride an 1110 Honda, so you have a lot of lives. You probably don't have money left, I should say. Uh, because, you know, that <laughs> exactly. t- that's why I got to use them sparingly. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Oh. Um, Is that a Yamaha uh, yeah, thing? It was good. What? The brakes. Why? Why do you say that? Because uh, Izzy said he lost his brake both motos. Well, Izzy rides a Suzuki. Oh, shit. God, what am I thinking? I don't know, Berlut. <laughs> oh, the old guy. Well, just, I was yeah. thinking he was on a Yamaha last Well, ber- but, okay, Berlut, listen, you're, you're top mechanic here. Yeah. Phil's had a few rear brake issues. He's dragging it, clearly, <laughs> and it's causing some issues. Um, and then, what, do you re- what would you do? What would you related, tell- I would for sure. What would you tell his mechanic? What would you do? I, you know what I told him? Uh, you know, the, 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 the spring design that goes underneath your rear brake that replaces the spring where the, at the front, yeah. it goes into the massive cylinder. Hammer, hammerhead. Hammerhead, that. yeah. Uh-huh. Can't you get different uh, thicknesses of spring, spring rates uh, for they, that? They might. I, I'm not familiar. Okay. We only use one spring rate when we use them last year. I was year. saying because then it, if you made it stiffer, it would be more on-off and it would not so much dragging it. That, that would be, yeah, more spring tension would help. But yeah. Do you, uh, for sure, you should. Do you guys change in the brake fluid every moto or every time you're on it? Yeah, but I got a heavy foot, so I kind of stomp it a little bit. But it's just weird. I've never had the problem before, so it's kind of, you know, it's bugging me a little bit. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of that whole on-off deal because then I'll really be stalling it out there and look like a goon. <laughs> That's you a know? good point, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, um, I don't want that to happen. Well, we, we, yeah, having a rear brake issue is uh, not good for AMA Nationals. So. No, no. Um, we'll see. Uh, Hey, before we get to the outdoor nationals, we've we've spoken about this a little bit um, after the races and things like that. But you didn't qualify for the main for I think the first seven or eight races, and then after that, mm-hmm. you never was out of it. You never were out of it. You had some great finishes, uh, a couple of crashes where you would have done even better. What do you think was the deal there? What fl- what kind of light switch went on to get you to be so much better? Ah. Uh... Man, I don't know. I mean, I was in California for the first two months, and, you know, the teams expect you to be out there and whatnot, but I'm just a, not a California guy, and I was absolutely miserable, you know. <laughs> I hated riding those tracks, you know. So, you know, you had to drive all the time. You know, I stay here at Club MX, so it's it's easy. I got everything here, and I got a routine. And when you take somebody out of that, and you got to go to a whole different world where you really don't like, and you got to live in it every day, it just makes it miserable. Really? So I was just... You know, and then I finally got back here, you know, after, I don't know, what was it, Atlanta, and then yeah. things just started clicking, and, you know, and honestly, I mean, before Vegas, I had been riding outdoors the past, like, six, seven weeks. I didn't even touch a Supercross track. I was I was over it. I was just like, wow. I don't even want to hit a Supercross huh. triple or skim Supercross whoops <laughs> until next year. So, <laughs> I was done with it. <laughs> so, but, um, it, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really do, change anything, just uh, swap coasts. And uh, uh-huh. everything turned out okay. So if I'm your team manager for next year, if you re-sign with NFAB, uh, Tyloo Yamaha, or you go to a new team, uh, leave Filthy alone on the East Coast. Just leave him alone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is, is, that, is that really it? That, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I wish that was the case, but sometimes that's a losing battle for a rider. True. True. Yeah. So. you got, you got to test. Everybody's yeah. in California, yeah. you know? Aren't yeah. you a B- Binghamton yeah. protege? But... What? He's Binghamton, right? Aren't you? you, you... I'm grew up around there, right? Yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm like two hours south of Binghamton, but yeah, it's pretty much my home home yeah. track. No, sorry I'm, about losing I'm your national. Unadilla. Sorry for no, losing. I know, bombed. Yeah. Now we're going to Utah and stuff. Tim, <laughs> Tim Ferry was fast at Binghamton, by the way. Yeah. Um 
Uh, no, it, it, uh, it's been a good outdoor season for you. Two, two 11s at Hangtown. And then, uh, you know, a good, good first moto at Lakewood, even without uh, a, a break or whatever. And then second moto, of course, sucked. But well, yeah. what happened to you on that first lap? Uh, in Colorado? Yeah, the second moto. Uh, the first lap, uh, I crashed in the first corner. Oh, okay. They dumped about 15 truckloads of sand in the first corner, and yeah. they kind of flattened it out. And then we come up there, mock 10, and, you know, a couple of people are eventually going to tuck their front ends, and that's kind of what happened. And then, you know, you get run over by a couple 450s, which feels <laughs> awesome, and you get up and get going again. <laughs> um, I don't so, – yeah, you're not the only guy I heard wonder what was going on with that sand in the first turn. Like, yeah. was there a need for that? There was somebody like, oh, this is – this first turn is terrible. You know, no, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I like the whole sand idea. You know, they yeah. added a lot of it and made it um, pretty cool, but not necessarily in the first corner. I, I, I right. would have to disagree, you know. Uh, fi- filthy, you've ridden 250s forever, or for a long time, and now uh, you're on the 450s. What's the biggest difference in the 450 outdoor class, like, compared to 250s? Is it uh, – I talked to um, – Sipes about it, and Sipes was like, they use their brain more here in 450s. Hmm. Um, do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. It's not like, uh, you know, 250 class, don't get me wrong, it's a fast class. You know, right. for 25 minutes, they're quick, you know, but it's the last 10 minutes that are a bit, um, you know, they kind of maybe fall off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the 450 guys, they just, I think they know how to manage their time better, um, you know, and they can go solid for. 35 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at Hangtown in the first moto, I had Rattray behind me. You know, I right. passed him maybe around the 12, 15-minute mark. I don't know. But that dude just stalked me and stalked me for, <laughs> you know, 33 minutes. And I was just like, man, what, what's this guy's deal? But Back off, man. I, I, mean, I know. I mean, I thought he was going to land on me the whole time because his bike was, like, right there. Right. And I just think he, you know, he had a better time managing it more than me i just think he's got more experience with stuff like that and the right. same with shorty i was stuck behind him in the second moto but you know last three laps at Hangtown, i was i had nothing left and i'd mm-hmm. just cruising off into the sunset and i'm just like see you you can have it yeah like like you know? like they're um i don't want to say like they're not not to not to say that you're not a man but they're like men like they're like they've been there they've done it you know what I mean? Like they, they a little more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't, I don't exactly. want to say it without insulting you. I'm not trying to insult you. But. No, no, no. Yeah. And trust me, I've I've figured this out. You know, and <laughs> right. I don't know. Like I'd gain on Shorty, you know, and I'd be like, oh, second and a half, and the next thing I know, he's like four seconds ahead of me. Right. I'm just like, ease. Was a real, you know, I think yeah. he can just. Yeah, he can figure it out a lot better than me. You know. So right. I'll get there. Do you think Tickle needs a new mechanic? Because he was a lot better last year than Berludi. Now, now he's got Berludi. He's not as good. Do you think that? Brock's problem would be mechanic, maybe. Uh, no, uh, that's no, definitely not. Okay, no. okay. Right. I think. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> I don't know. I I think Man, Brock. Is a uh, last year, yeah, last year he started a little bit slow too. You know. Well, actually, he, Phil, he, he had it up through. Actually, Phil, he had uh, fourteen more points last year after two races than this year. The uh, uh, fourteen points—that's not too too much more. Okay, I'm just saying. You can make you can make that up at one race. Right, right. I think. Um. Hey, talk a little bit about uh, the NFAP team. Alan Brown, uh, my former roommate and fellow Canadian, which probably you know mm-hmm. drives you crazy because I don't think you like Canadians too much. <laughs> uh, talk about the team, though. You know, you've been on, uh, you were on eleven ten for a while, and uh, of course, um, you worked with Alan at Moto Triple X, didn't you? For a little bit. No. No. Nope. Oh, I thought you did. No, the, I, the, I, I, the last. I never knew Alan actually oh, until okay. this year. 
Oh, good job, Mathis, on my research. I'll fire tits immediately. <laughs> uh, but talk about the team, and, and of course, Thomas at NFAB, a huge supporter of the sport. And uh, you guys have a solid team there. Bobby Canari's off to Canada now, but Blose, Chris Blose, yourself, um, Jessica Patterson, too, doing WMX. Talk about the NFAB team a little bit. Uh, it's it's great. I mean, at the beginning of the year, it wasn't great for them because of me, you know, um, <laughs> obviously because of my record. So, right. um, but I was lucky enough they didn't, you know, shit can me um, before, you know, the end of the Supercross season. So I was, I was pumped about that. Um, you know, they stuck behind me, and I was glad to somewhat give them some results. I wish I could have maybe given them a few more top tens in Supercross, mm-hmm. but uh, I hope I'm giving them what they expect. You know, I'm trying to give them a little bit more in outdoors, but it's kind of, right. you know, we're only two rounds in. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we all get, a, you know, get along great. I didn't, you know, I didn't know Chris, you know, prior to this year, but he's okay. I was kind of a little bit stand standoffers to him in the beginning. I kind of didn't like him, you know. <laughs> he like one of those big tough guys I walked around with his chest puffed out, you know what I mean? Right. But, uh, no, he, he's okay, so it's good. And then uh, Bob, he's a fellow New Yorker, so course, I've known yeah, him yeah. for, for right. years, and uh, um, we get along good. Um, yeah, Blos is you. You probably thought Blos was California kid because of the way you know the yeah. way he dresses and the way he acts. Oh yeah, right for sure. And, and you don't like California kids? Nah, not too much. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like him, but right. I just like right. you know. It took a little while, you know, to warm up to him. I guess seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Filthy Phil Nicoletti, I understand Filthy Phil. Uh, um, with a little help from me, um, Filthy has become your standard nickname, and I couldn't be prouder. No, and uh, I, I guess I can thank you for that. So I made me change my Twitter name and Instagram name and the whole nine yards. Wow. Yeah. So, Branding yeah. expert uh, right there. I mean, <laughs> filthy is not really a nice word, though. No, it just means you're like, <laughs> it's not like you're dirty. No, it is. It's like you're dirty, but in a good way. I don't know. I just... hey, I've been, I've been, I've been called a lot worse. Okay, well, yeah, you're from New bad. York, so you're used to that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> the uh, also too. Why are you perennially unhappy? What, what what's wrong with you? Why can't you enjoy your success at all? Is it your upbringing? Uh, I, I mean, what, what? I'm I'm always happy. I I I don't know. It's just the way I am. You know, Zach and little troll Alex Martin say the same thing, but they yep. just surround me. You know, long enough where they just understand that that's how I am. Um, He's never happy, really. Uh, like, like, like he got ninth at a, a Supercross this year, four fifty Supercross, ninth place, killed it rookie year in the four fifties. Yeah. And, and I talked to him, and he's like, "Yeah, it was all right. Like, ah, it was okay, you know." And I'm like, "Filthy! Like, it's a great ride for you. This field is stacked." Well, he's he's. I think you're he he's riding phenomenal actually right now for what you were doing. You're right. You're, you're bringing your game on, you know. So I. And I see him. I've talked to him now because you must be buddies with Tickle and stuff. So we've we've kind of mm-hmm. met and talked and stuff. And oh, really? Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, he's, oh, he, okay. I, I think yeah. Phil, you're you know, I'm, that's just your. I just think that's your personality. I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't know. That's just the way I was I was raised. I mean, even I think if I was to go one one, I you know wouldn't be <laughs> jumping over the moon or anything. I I don't know. I mean, you look at Bill Potter, He goes one one, and he's kind of uh, same, you know, same way. Same way, but. Yeah. And you want me to be over the moon, and I'm going 11-11. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, well, but if you look at your salary compared to the guys you're beating and your equipment, no offense to the NFAB team, but uh, your bike's good, yeah. but it's not a factory bike, um, you know, you should be pumped, I think. so. Yeah, I, I am. But I mean, I, I, I look at the, the results and stuff, and right. I kind of see the money that's 
behind me, but, you know, they work to get to where they're at as well, you know what I mean? Just because they had a couple bum races, that doesn't mean nothing. But, yeah. right. um, you know, I'd like I'd like to get to that point, you know? I mean, just mm-hmm. a, little bit, a little bit more hard work, I think I can. Uh, I'm glad everybody got a laugh out of my Powerball joke about you being, if you won the Powerball, uh, you'd be geez. upset about having to pay the taxes. <laughs> uh, Alex Martin loved it, so that's good. I'm glad I hit home with that. Um, I told you I got about 20 text messages just, you know, hashtag Powerball, and I was just like, get real. Uh, <laughs> hey, how about your buddy, Zach, with the podium? I, God, the guy's got such an ego now, I bet. I bet you can't even. Uh, yeah, you know? We went on a bicycle ride today, me, him, and Alex Martin, another from club and uh he was just like man hey guess what you know i'm i'm the only guy to go to get a podium outdoors cnc uh, and supercross i just wanted to t-bone him on the bicycle just, just like since, knock him off his was platform. he making you guys pull the draft the whole time he's just sitting in the back oh uh, yeah yeah that's what he does you know <laughs> and he sits back there and yeah you know right, right, right. no but yeah uh okay phone uh, line we got some calls he did for good. you oh yeah yeah he did good we're, we're happy for him yeah um mm-hmm. Darian, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. What's your question for uh, Phil Nicoletti? Hello. I'm uh, wondering if that sand in the first corner at Thunder Valley will help prepare you to not crash at Southwick. Oh, there you go. In about a month. Uh, I don't know. Southwick goes left and Thunder Valley goes right. So, I don't, I don't know. Thunder Valley is actually pretty tricky. That's a good you point. Know, since it was just a, you know, right. Also, uh, if you're on the podium, if you ever make it there, uh, who would you like to thank? Oh, man. I don't know. My whole team. Yen Fab, Ty Lube, St. Lawrence Radiology, I'm on team. You know, they've been behind me the whole time, so can't thank them enough. How about how about the kids at Club Mex? What's your thoughts about them? Oh, I wouldn't live any other place in Club. You know, it's, uh, it's awesome down oh. here. Um, Okay, wait, 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 oh, Phil. What we had Travis Preston yeah. on our show maybe a month ago. Yeah, um, he's doing you know a lot of lessons with riders. He, he says yeah, that yeah, yeah. he gets a lot of riders who come up from Club MX and MTF, and he has to fix all of their mistakes from what what they've been taught down there. Uh, do you have a response? Yeah, to that? I, do you have a response to that? I, I I heard that too, and I find it weird because um, TP he's actually come here and you know, with a couple of his kids and rode here club, you know, oh, okay. last summer and stuff. So I, I, I don't know what that's all about, but, yeah. um, okay. right. you know, club, club does a fine job with their amateurs, you know, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I even partake on some of their circle and cornering drills and everything, but I mean, obviously it doesn't help for me because I got a heavy foot on my rear brake, but, <laughs> um, right. you know, it's, it's, it's a great place. And I don't know where Preston comes off saying that, but, Hey, you know, every every facility, you know, MTF, UPF, whatever, they all got different ways and techniques of training people. So maybe that's just the way Preston does things, you know? Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. All right, Darian. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, next question for Filthy Bob. What's up, man? What's up, bro? I want to ask Phil how he thinks his bike compares to, like, a factory bike. Like, if a factory bike's a 10, what number would he put his bike at? Oh, good one. Okay. He put it at a nine and a half. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's 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 hard to say. I mean it's I mean, honestly it's just a production based bike, you know. Yamaha gives us the bike and you know, the team does the best they can with fine tuning it everything like that. So I mean compared to a factory bike, I mean, on a number scale, maybe a you know, six and a half to a seven. So 
What What do you think, Berlut? Yeah, you, you've worked on you've worked. Berlut has been a factory mechanic. Oh, so have I, of course. But uh, Berlut, you've been a factory mechanic, and uh, what do you think? Biggest... I think the rider, if he's a badass dude and he wants to race it, he's a seventy percent of the equation. So I think he can make it happen. Okay. All right. So so Nicoletti's just a complainer, just uh, looking for excuses. No, I think he's I think he's low at six. Okay. Okay. I, I I think the the factory bikes are are good and they're mm-hmm. lighter and stuff, but that's they're I don't anymore the suspension the production suspensions, and and he's probably got kit stuff. No, I don't think so. Now I'm 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 running production. Yeah, well, running I don't production. think it's that bad, yeah. really. But personally, I yeah. I, I I think. And it's I don't decent. mean it like the bike being bad. I just mean like resources. You know what I mean? Like compared to a factory team. Oh yeah, factory. I hear you. Like, you know, like our team, we got I don't know four or five employees compared to a, a factory team. You know, it's kind of you know. Sometimes there's the too many, hard, though. <laughs> Believe me, sometimes yeah. there's too many, right, Steve? Yeah, no. yeah, absolutely. No, you're you're right. That is probably the when I when I do talk to people about factory teams and stuff, that's one something I say like, the bike is good and the equipment is good, but there's also five guys standing around saying, "What can we make better? Suspension, chassis, yeah. motor, uh, controls. Yeah. Do you need higher? Do you need taller yeah. foot base? Do you need uh, swept back? Do you need forward? Do you need seat foam? Do you you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's, there's personalities yeah. that come with those guys. Though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, sure. You know what I'm talking about. Berlut's old school. He'd just be a, he'd rather be a box fan. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... Hey, I'm good with old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's from New York. Right. Um, thanks, Bob. Oh, peace. Thanks, later. Um, you, so what about the Yamaha, Filthy? You, you enjoy it? You like it? It's, uh, do, do you get along with it fine? Yeah, I, I really like it. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, chassis uh, a bit tough from what everybody says, but I, I didn't have a problem with it in Supercross. You know, we mm-hmm. made a couple front-end changes, and, you know, my bike, you know, it cornered really, really well. And even outdoors, you know, I think it's got one of the best motors, you know, right. out there, you know, production-wise and stuff. Sure. So, um, I mean, last weekend in altitude, it wasn't that great, but... Um, right, well, no one was. You know, hang down and everything. Yeah, I mean, but hang down and stuff like that, my, my bike is pretty solid, and uh, I'm happy with it. Um, have you been to Muddy Creek before? No, I haven't. I stay, steered clear there, out of there, because uh, Zach—that was Zach's domain. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? right. So, yeah, like, you, he could be on an eighty and be Mike Brown on a, you know, wow. on a big bike. Is he that good there? I know he told me he's looking forward to it, and it's—it's kind of uh, like his home track. But is he that good at it? Like, uh, like if you're—I I don't know. I think he—he's playing it down more than you know, more than anything. Yeah, I think he'll be pretty solid there. Yeah, like like fantasy moto. If you're in fantasy moto, Zach Osborne is a solid pick. Uh, yeah, solid podium guy for sure. Okay, all right. That'd be like I filthy have, at, at at Binghamton. Yeah. Hey, I I I, I wish we were still going there because I think I could do pretty dang good at Binghamton. Um, you know? and I raced there in '06, but I really didn't get a chance. I, I kind of weeded my brains out, so <laughs> that'll do it. Didn't uh, work out too well. Well, with you filthy for a long time, it was either a crash or a bike break, something. Yeah, something happened I know. to you. Um, hey, I'm trying to uh, get out of that. You know what's a little different about you? A little weird. What? You are maybe the premier moose gear athlete in motocross supercross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> sounds very, that's true. You <laughs> sound very excited. I'm just, I'm just saying you wear a moose. It's a little different. What about John Dowd? Is he still wearing it? I think Filthy's got him covered at yeah? this point. Okay. Uh, and of course yeah. our show is sponsored by Fly Racing. We so love we the folks at Fly Lake. Racing, but I just found it weird, Filthy, that you wear moose gear. Tell me Osborne has to make fun of you for that. 
Oh, they they all do, but hey, the Moose guys, they've treated me mm-hmm. well, you know, back in the day when I didn't have anything as a pro, so I can't, right, right. I can't knock them, you know what I mean? No, so, Steve Van Zyl. I mean, it is, it is more of an enduro-type stuff, but hey, I don't care, you know. I was, uh, I was once a Moose athlete myself. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. How I long f- ago was that? Oh, uh, three, four years ago, I, I got uh, some sets of gear, and um, when I had my bike, last time I had a bike, so... Yeah. Oh, did Dutchie hook you up with that? Oh, yeah, Dutchie hooked me up. I, I think my favorite thing about the moose was the socks. Love the socks. Really? Yeah, and the vented oh. stuff was good, too. I Is like... it the same as MSR yeah. stuff? Or... No, no, no. Thor? No, the Thor, Thor and moose are the same. Okay, yeah, Thor. Same company, Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's different stuff. It's totally different stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's made Next time, Berluti, yeah. just check me out on the starring gig. You know? oh, I'm yeah. checking your stuff. You, you look styling. You're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Filthy, so you're now on the East Coast for the rest of the year? That's the plan? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan. I, I had to go out to California last week, do some testing and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, thank um, God I'm back here and getting back on the program. So it should be good. Two things before we let you go, and I probably should have given you a heads up before that we were going to yep. ask you this, but uh, give me your best Bobby Canari story. Is there one story that, uh, like, you know, makes him meathead, makes him stand yeah. out for, you know, who he is? Uh, no. You just have to come to the truck after a bad race. <laughs> oh, it's it's awesome. You know, just, I, I eat it up. You know, it's just got so much intensity and stuff. Right, right. Now, if the average person saw it, they'd kind of be like, whoa, what the heck? Mm-hmm. They just don't understand. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, between he and I at the truck, um, you know, something goes bad. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're saying, oh, it's okay. It'll be all right. I mean, there's there's some bad words going around, which is, you know, it happens with professional athletes and motocross, but, right. um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Bob's just, he's just intense. He um, is. Yeah, he is. I, I don't know how to explain it, but, yeah, I really don't have an actual specific okay. story of Bob. All right, I was thinking maybe something back when you guys raced together. What's or, your age difference? Uh, I think Bob's four years older than me, three yeah. or four. Yeah. Oh, he was, uh, he's kind of always a couple classes do, ahead of me. Do you guys claim Barsha from New York? Do you guys claim him? Or no? Uh, I mean, people from New York do. Personally, I don't. Okay. He moved out a long time ago. Right, right. It's like no, Nico Izzy. Nico uh, Izzy isn't Michigan, you know? Like No, no, no. Uh-huh. I mean, it's uh, if you're from New York, you live and stay in New York. Like, Bobby's from New York. He lives there still. So. Carpenter. Uh, Carpenter, Yeah, New Carpenter, York. same way. Scott Sheik, all, all them. They're New Yorkers. But yep. Barshan, it's a hit or miss. He's like uh, 90 <laughs> percent floridian and 10 percent new york yeah like so when he when he was on 80s he was out of there type deal or 60s or whatever yeah he was out of here yeah they were at mtf pretty much the whole entire time oh okay all right so he's not like wygant tries to claim him as new jersey because he was born uh, there so, okay. yeah no. he was born in jersey actually i just found yeah and i just found out wygant was from new jersey and he used to be a flagger at english town yeah you didn't know that oh, that's great i had no idea oh yeah flagger bro yeah, he he he'd be running around with Barry Carson jersey oh. and whatnot. <laughs> Don't do not get him started about oh, Kessler, awesome. Kessler or Carson. He will go for, he will go on for half an hour about both those guys. That's awesome. And I guess there was that some awesome. there was some flagger there nicknamed Ultimate, and he just mm-hmm. he just wore like an orange overalls with a mask, a white surgical mask. Yeah, and he was a flagger, and his name was Ultimate, and he just you know he's just career long flagger. Huh. So, no, no, Wygant's got stories. And then he said at the end of the year, at the flagman meeting, he was like, hey, guys, 
I don't think I'm coming back next year because I got a job at Racer X magazine, you know, in, in West Virginia. And all those guys were like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure you did. Sure you did, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you. We'll see you here next year. Don't worry. Like, no one yeah. believed them. Yeah. You know, because you can't, when you're a flagger, you can't, like, get out of it, you know? <laughs> it's like no, no. Right, right. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, good times with Jason Wygant. Yeah. Look at Wygant now. Just yeah. Oh, huge. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's bigger the, than the, math. No, in, I don't know if he's bigger than math. No, so. he's the number one media person. Bigger physically or? No, I uh, he's a number one. He's, I wouldn't do that. Thank you, brother. I, I appreciate it. Uh, he's the number one media guy in the sport. Yeah, Jason Wygant. Yeah, for sure. Look at all the stuff wow. he does. Yeah, um, I like him. He's good. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, all right. Hey, I got a text from uh, a guy named Zach Osborne while we were doing this. Oh, he said, uh, God. "Take your foot off the f and pedal. That's how you fix your brake problems." Oh, these. So I mean, I don't uh, know. I'm just saying. I, 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 I don't even know what to say about him. Yeah. Like, He's always giving me a hard time. Always. Right. The guy makes a podium and he changes basically too. Yeah, instantly. <laughs> oh, it's oh only my. been two days. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, only been two days. He's probably already got a Benz and everything. I bet. Yeah. No. It's, uh, <laughs> All right. Hey. He's going, so, said he's going to get a nice new truck though. So. Oh, he is. Nice. Originally, maybe originally. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, doubt it. <laughs> why he's a Honda guy? He's a Honda guy. Why not get a Honda original? Uh yeah, that's true. Uh, I probably just threw him under the bus with that one, eh? Yeah, good point. Nobody listens to this yeah. show anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> Filthy, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Good job this year I, so far in the outdoors. I appreciate it very much, guys. Thank you. All right, we'll see you at Muddy Creek. All right, thank you. Good job, Phil. Yeah, look forward yeah, to thanks, Tony. seeing you. All right, everybody, that is NFAB Yamaha. NFAB Tyloo Yamaha's Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Uh, support NFAB if you can. They sponsor the show, sponsor that team, and we love Phil. Um, just for the record, too, like, Tits, uh, they're the only guy that can maybe back me up on this, but you probably can't. Okay. Because you don't read observations. Sometimes I do. I've been on Nicoletti's bandwagon for a long time. Yes. Yes, that's I true. didn't know the kid. I don't even know what he looked like when he rode 250 Hondas, and I'm like, that kid has got talent. He's got speed and talent, and his bike would break or he'd wad up. But you can't teach it. You know what I mean? You can yeah. see the kid yeah. had skill. So I remember that. He was a great okay. amateur Thank kid, you. too. Yeah. I mean, his name in the amateur yeah. ranks, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't he, doesn't he have family, too, and stuff? That, uh, he's probably he, got a family. For loot. No, yeah. but I mean that. I mean, he's not. <laughs> I don't think he's, you know, an embryo that just. <laughs> you good dog. You know, I mean, it's, you know, some family, it's like a family unit. And right, some right, people, right. like. Yeah, I don't know. He seemed pretty happy. F you, know, you dude. He, everyone always talks yeah, about how Yeah, F you, dude. <laughs> everyone always talks about how he's a kind of a downer. He seems maybe he's, he's just a realist. He's a pretty cool kid, but he's yeah. just he's very just yeah. kind of he, keel, he, just, You know what he yeah. is? He's yeah. New York. He's like, New York. Yeah, you know exactly, what? You know, Berlue, yeah. you've traveled a lot there. Except That's for <laughs> when you compare him to like, uh, like uh, not Sheik, but uh, – your guy, Canari. Uh, Canari, yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're pretty far apart. Yeah, that's true. Canari's gnarly, but they're still New York. But Filthy's actually a mellow New, uh, New York guy. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, hey, Jonathan, uh, brought you in here, well, for one, to get the full experience of the show. Uh, thank you for your work with Tech One Designs over the years. Uh, but two, let's talk about what you're here for because this is a cool deal, and uh, I'd like our listeners to help you out. Um, Hotlap.co. Please tell us what it's about. Berlut, this thing's cool. Listen to this. I'm listening. All right. Yeah, it's it's really – I guess the whole thing came about just because my, my co-founder and I, we spent hours preparing ourselves, our equipment, everything else to beat each other on the racetrack on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But we never knew if our preparation was enough to win until the race was over. And for all but one of us, it was too little, too late. 
And that's a problem that always bugs me for years. And now we've found ourselves in the situation where we can solve that problem, not just for us, but for, you know, millions of other people that have the same thing. Mm-hmm. So the way that hotlap.co works is it's, it's either an app on your phone or you can just use the existing GPS. You have like a Garmin or whatever it is. Yep. And uh, you track your performances, you practice, race, whatever it is. Then you can break it down and see, you know, you can define some or certain areas a lap or you can say, you know, from turn one to turn two. And check your performance. Oh, you can do segments. You can exactly. Do segments. Okay. Break it down, just like we see in the you know in pro racing. Right. Um, but you do it with the GPS you already have, and mm-hmm. you don't have to spend all that money. Right. And uh, the cool part about it too is when you get into that. I mean, go to Elsinore, see how you compare and stack up against even the top guys that are out there doing mm-hmm. their doing their thing. So it's like a Strava for dirt bikes. Exactly. Like Strava bicycling stuff that you see. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've I've been a long time member of Strava. Okay. And still use it all the time. Good guys over there at Strava. Um, and I, we've always seen the appeal for yep. something for a similar service like this, but for dirt bikes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that there's a there's a, there's a huge opportunity here to to really capitalize on it. And then on top of that too, there's a lot of exciting things I guess in bringing competition back. I was talking to Berlude earlier. I mean, and you too, Mathis. I mean, your your competitive opportunities you could make a comeback, but you never know. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no. Four Manitoba titles. Uh, I got Sandy Valley. I got Sandy Valley handled. Come we, on. If we had hotlab.co, Berlu, you and I could go to Sandy Valley. Let's do it. And you could throw and we could throw like down. Sandy Valley. And we could see you I, ro- I rode with you once there. Not Sandy. I rode with no, you No, I rode with you at Sandy. No, at Sandy, too, I rode really? with you. Yeah. Did you handle me? I don't remember. I think you were leaving when I loaded, when I was just getting oh, there because you went there when the track was smooth and I went when it was rough. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Training. Like that place ever get rough, right? So <laughs> I, uh, we got to get you a bike. Yeah, well, let's do it. All right. What do you got at home? Just my 450 Suzuki. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think you had a stable of bikes. Huh? Don't you have a two-stroke? I got a two-stroke. You want to ride the no. Suzuki two-stroke? You ride the two-stroke. I ride the four-stroke. No. That's okay. a good bike right there. 250? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good bike. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. So, so yeah, yeah, and what you can do on top of that, too, is, um, you know, just like you're talking with Berluti, challenge your friends to a competition, kind of like a, a little challenge that you can have in between mm-hmm. each other, like set a fast lap there at Sandy Valley. And then on top of that, too, there's a big opportunity here for, for brands to promote these events to go through but not pay for all the outrageous costs of sanctioning an event. So, for example, um, close to home, since we're in Reno Tahoe's Hangtown, mm-hmm. um, any brand, a big brand like Fly Racing, sponsor the show, they could sponsor Hangtown for, for a month, right? Yep. And they have a contest going on. And for that month, it's you go on any practice day, race day that they have, and you set down the fastest lap time or the fastest 10 laps, fastest 20 laps, whatever okay. fly chooses yeah, yeah. to do. Yeah, whatever you want, yeah. And win prizes, awards, and uh, see how you stack up against everybody else. Yeah. And on top of that, too, when you're recording all this stuff, we'll be able to keep track of uh, what you need to do on your bike. So then guys like you know mechanics don't have to be working on bikes that are blown up. They should have an oil change, you know, 40 oh, hours Oh, okay, ago. you do that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. It'll keep track cool. of everything for you, remind you when you need to do it. And then when you do need to change your oil, it won't just say, hey, change your oil. But, it, you know, if, uh, for example, Castrol is a sponsor or somebody like that, you know, Castrol at that point can then say, hey, you're a hotlap.co member. So, yeah, you do need to change your oil. Yep. How about 15% off? How okay. about whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's not just because we, we – don't like banner advertising we will not have banner ads you don't like traditional online advertising and we think there's a really good opportunity here to connect brands that people love mm-hmm. with the people that are using their stuff but do it in a way that it's it's favorable for everybody right. it's not annoying right right um it's so how long has the product been out like uh been uh, in in testing for like how, how long have you been using it for yeah uh we've been building it i guess we've had a working alpha we refer to it as an alpha just like yeah. the very beginning stages you know um, we've had that for about 
eight months now. Okay. Um, just collecting data, seeing what it is. There's so many unique challenges with riding because it's so fast. Right. But then at other times it's so slow. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, the, you know, ideally we really dreamed about in the beginning the the ability to say, okay, the reason that you're losing time to this guy is because you're going to that rut just to the inside. Okay. And he's going just to the outside of you. Yeah, yeah. And that's been hard to do, um, but kind of a thing that we've been keeping under wraps is we've been developing what we're calling HD GPS, such so as high definition GPS. Wow. And uh, we're able to get extremely accurate data. Oh, um, sweet. And define exactly what line you're taking, and and really kind of mm -hmm. change things around there. So yeah, in the end, that's that's kind of the the cool part about this is you'll be able to break it down and analyze and figure out why you're losing, right. how you can get faster, or why your buddies are pulling you on the trail, or yeah, yeah, if you're just a casual guy, keep track of things and share it. That's cool. That's neat. Yeah. Um, especially like you know you can break it down like that, like you said, like that close. Um, yeah. So, what you're doing is you're trying to get this product out to market uh, to get mass appeal to eventually, you know, become millionaires, let's say. Of the thing's pretty cool. Pulp so, X money. Right, yeah. right. You, one can only hope, believe me. <laughs> um, tits legendary money. Yeah, there we are. Uh, well, optics money now. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, anyways, uh, so what do we got to do to help you? What do we got to do to t tell us? Yeah, we're um, – we have a great opportunity here. Just uh, some of our advisors um, really kind of guided us in the direction of this this competition that's going on for the state of Nevada, mm -hmm. um, and it's called the Project Vesto Business Competition, and it's for startups or for companies um, to win a hundred thousand dollars. It's a grant, and that's from the governor's office of economic development. So, mm -hmm. uh, what we're we had to enter into it, and if you ever seen that show Shark Tank, yeah, um, it was kind of like Shark Tank. So you, first you had to submit like a plan that yeah. had to go in. Yep. Then you pitched it to a panel of investors, and then if they, they gave you a score. And we scored – I think we got almost a perfect score, and the judges are saying, give these guys the money and everything. You know, we, oh, we did really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. We're 1 in 12 finalists now, and it's left up to um, popular vote online to to see who wins. So the the key behind the voting, uh, it's it's just one click. You don't have to add any personal information. Right. You don't have to – no Facebook, anything else like that. You just go to the link that we'll have here. Um, I'll post it up into the chat room, but it's just, uh, if you go to hotlap.co and that's yep. just like you think it's spelled yep. H O T L A P dot C O. If you go there, you'll see the vote button, click that. It'll take you to a page and, uh, you'll see a video, which does a much better job at explaining it than I do. I wish I could explain it that well. Uh, you can go there and to the right of the screen, you'll see a blue rectangle with all the different entrants and just click on hotlap and you vote. You can only vote once per device. So once on your laptop, once on your iPhone, or once on your iPad, you know, once per device. And the voting goes until June 21st. So we need the, – the urgency here is the fact that we're going up against a few different competitors, and one of them is using autism as a bid to kind of get things going for them. Oh, and, you know, the autism people. You know, it's terrible. <laughs> There's somebody, is, there more, is there more annoying people than the it's, autism? I mean, come yeah. on, right? You know? so, <laughs> so we're uh, – and, and I just voted. Uh, that easy, right? It's really easy, hotlab.co. You're third. Exactly, and we don't yep. like that. We want no. to be first. So, and we seriously, we, we think that we can win this. Um, this is really – we're starting our push now. For Rain Man was a good movie, though. I did feel sorry for <laughs> Dustin true. Hoffman. I did feel for he him. He was good in that. Right. Yeah. Um, but this is bullshit. I, well, yeah. the, the thing about it, if you, I mean, I guess we'll we'll leave it alone there. But I think that we can we can definitely win this. We've looked at this, and with your guys' help, all of you listeners, we can win this. Um, we need you guys to vote, and since it's once per device, 
we need you to spread the word. Yeah. Um, so, so get everybody else you know to vote. Now, as I said, we really do think we can win this, and we've been working with Big Valley Honda. They're a dealership mm-hmm. up in uh, up in Reno. Good Former dealership. Former sponsors of Heath Boss, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Berluti knows them too. Yeah. yeah good yep. guys. Yeah. Um, working with Big Valley Honda and Sierra Cyclesmith, a, a, a shop up there, because this is for dirt bikes, for mountain bikes as well, um, mm-hmm. and, and so you can track all your data on all that and see yep. how it helps. We're working with them, and they are excited to, to celebrate this occasion and, and do the whole thing and have a giveaway Okay. and celebrate the win. Um, they want to give away a brand-new BVH. They've lost their mind, just like yeah. you know, Lil D. They yeah. want to give away a brand-new CRF250R. Um, Sierra Cyclesmith wants to give away a brand-new specialized road bike. And a specialized mountain bike. Wow. And GPS units. And we're going to have a bunch of stuff. Um, so we want to celebrate that, but we need to win to be able to, to really do that. To yeah. Obviously, do right. this. Right. So we need you guys' votes. Um, vote on there. Um, spread the word to everybody you know, because the coolest part about this as well is that you're going to have this service to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and trust me, it's going to change the way that you ride a bike, put the fun back into riding. It revolutionizes it. Question for you. Yeah. Uh, how do you hold it? How do you hold the. The GPS device. We've seen a few different solutions for okay. different people. Mm-hmm. Um, an armband on the arm is one. Yep. Not very preferable, at least for me. Yeah. Um, I've been putting just my armband. I put it on my fork tube right okay, there behind yeah, my front the number fork plate. Tube. Yeah, yeah. And right. those armbands work just great for that. Yep. Um, and there's tons of those out there, like holders and stuff available. Yeah. Jesse yeah. Sanchez, a great amateur rider, ex-brand athlete, uh-huh. fly racing athlete too. Uh-huh. Um, he's, a, he's a kid from up in Reno. He, yeah, we were just talking with him. He can do it there. Stuff it into the boot. Oh, yeah. Um, that's okay. another one because, I mean, these are flat, thin little phones. They can slide right in there. Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, too, it can work with if you have a Garmin watch um, because, I mean, Villapoto, all of all of Alden's boys, they're all running heart rate monitors that yeah. are GPS capable, too. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they can already be so tracking work. it right there. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, we're developing our own proprietary system there to be able to track oh, that in okay. HD and yeah, yeah. get everything going. Oh, sweet. So really, it's it's kind of we've left it up to them. Um, our premium members um, will be getting a, a carrying device for their phones. Right, right. Okay. You can always use your optics as well. And that's a great idea. You're Boom. filming anyway. Might as well. Might as well. I mean, why you're, not? You're welcome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, good job, Tits, on letting that call go. Uh, hotlab.co. Um, go there yeah. right now and go vote. Do it. We need your support. Um, it do sounds it on like, all your devices. Like, yeah, do it on everything. I just did it on my Air, MacBook Air. I did it on my computer downstairs. I'll do it on the HP here in and a little bit. We may or may not have heard from people who are going to establishments like an Apple store with many devices as well. Oh, yeah? We may or may not have heard that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Know. That may or may yeah, not be happening. Yeah, yes. Look, uh, it's sad that there's people out there with autism. It's a sad deal. But this is super cool. This is incredible. I agree. Right. This is going to change the world. So there we go. Do, go hotlab.com, .co, and, uh, and vote. And, uh, well, good luck to you guys. And Thanks, uh, we'll talk about it later on the show. Remind everybody again what to do. For now, though, we're going to take our second commercial break of the night um, here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. And uh, we're going to come back with uh, well, Team 2-2 manager, uh, former factory Supercross championship-winning mechanic. You don't have one of those. No. Um, Oz Products inventor. Remember Oz? Oh, yeah. That was Osterman. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, Kenny likes to call him Magnum for his mustache. <laughs> we just call him Ozzy. Uh, we're going to come back with Dave Osterman on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We will see you guys here in a little bit. Right from Austin, Energy Kawasaki, you're listening to the Pulp Mech Show. Beep. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. 
It's 2013 and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Alisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, showy, showy. 
Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Pulpum X Show. Welcome back. Berlute. Yeah. Some Montrose. Love it. Didn't know you liked Montrose. That's going way back. Oh, it is. You know Bad Motor Scooter, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, lead singer of Montrose, Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Which, of course, you know. Um, uh, yeah, that's good. good that's why good, I picked it for you, Good bud. pick, bro. Good yeah. pick. Uh, that's solo Sammy doing it, you know, singing it, not Montrose. No, but, that sounded uh, great. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to save tits uh, 99 cents from iTunes because uh, I don't have the original version. Oh, okay. So I would have just downloaded it illegally. Oh, you would have? Yep. Oh, I did not know. I did not know you did that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, hey, Optrix, uh, your uh, representative is a criminal. <laughs> no problem. Welcome, Optrix, to the show. Yeah. Uh, won't be long before tits is hauled away by the police. <laughs> Lars, Lars is not like you, bro. Lars Ulrich is not like you. Add him to the list. Um, Tits, before we get Dave Osterman on the show, yes. um, please, once again, tell us. This is going to be a little shorter. We're going to do a giveaway, though. I know that's what everyone likes. Everyone loves the giveaways. This one is actually going to be on Facebook. Um, what is, you're going to have to do. Facebook. Who has Facebook? Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Who's on I, Facebook? I think like a billion people or something yeah. like that. So right. not too many. But anyway, a while ago. I really don't care. <laughs> Optrix had a photo contest. 
and I won it. That was what spawned this whole relationship. But anyway, the first person to go onto their Facebook page, hit the like button, and then post on the wall, I think is what the terminology is, of what was the name of the activity that I was doing when, you know, that the photo was of. First person to do that wins the case of their choice, XD4, XD5, or XD Expedition. It's up to them, whatever they want. So go ahead, do it. All right, let's get to our next guest, Dave Osterman, when you get a chance there, please. Please and thank you. Um, Hotlap.co, I just checked, still 13%. I think we need some more votes. We do. Hotlap.co, check it out. Get to it, Um, listeners. Hey, thanks for listening. Tony Berluti's in, in the studio. Maybe for the last time. Berlut, let's check. Um, Why the last time? Because I was making fun of Tickle. Oh. Berlut, yeah. let's pull up the poll here. See where you're at. Yeah, let quick. me know where I'm at. Okay, hold on. Uh, com. You can all vote. Uh, it's a little slow tonight because of so many people listening to the show. So the site's a little slow. Wow, that's good. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good problem to have. No doubt. Um... Okay. Your next guest is on hold, in case you were All right. Wondering. Oh, shit, Berlute. What? You're third now. Third? You were second. <sighs> I haven't voted yet, just so you know. So Dude, I'll, uh... Mad Dog needs some help. Hey, are you trying to push that name? Is, is, is that the vibe that I was getting, that Berlute. that's your Who's nickname you're trying to, to push on him? There's your results, Berlute. Is, is that how I understood what? that? Huh? Mad Dog, that's the name you came you up with there? him? On the bottom? Uh, the right? Very bottom. Bot- bottom right there? Yes. He's old. He's got to be showing, like... This is a computer. This is the internet. Arm length away from us. Scroll down, Berluti. Information highway, Berluti. Yeah, it's not a touch screen. No, it's not. Oh shoot, Berluti. It's it's a highway of super information. Whatever, dude. I don't. I don't. Tap the arrows. Tap the arrows. Down arrows. Oh dear. This isn't the first time. Is this chip? Is this chip? Is this chip? Filament, <laughs> Pingree, I'm in fourth. No, Mason's ahead. Of you. Mason's below you. Oh, Mason's below. Oh, me. that's too good. You're kidding me, Villaman? Chip, dude, I know. People love Villaman. You were second. I was wondering if Villaman was going to be on the show today. When did you start this? Two days ago. It's still early. Yeah, don't worry. God, you, I'm you want me to get myself. I guess I'm not doing a good job tonight. Hey, you, you are. Get my Mormon. You are uh, doing good. Mafia to vote for you. Yeah. Do you want his Mormon people? I would. Can you do that? <laughs> I, I, I will can call. I, get some I will call in the favorite. Yeah, I'll call right for on. you as well. Okay, Thanks let's get so to much. our next guest. Uh, this guy's been around a long time. He's a uh, uh, former factory Supercross uh, winning title winning mechanic. Uh, he started his own brand called Oz. He managed Yamaha Troy. He's done everything in the sport. Uh, Dave Osterman, Dave, what's up? How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, Tony Berluti's in studio. Dave, what's happening? Yeah, I love Tony. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good, thank you. Um, and Jonathan Lee from HotLap.co. How you so, doing, Dave? Hello, hello. Uh, th- I'm doing good. Thanks. Doing good, just on a on a day off, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Did you work today? I'm sure you did. You had to. I, I I kicked ass on my house and I did the work of of three laborers by myself, <laughs> then went on a ride, and uh, now I'm talking to you guys, yeah. and I'm pretty dead actually. Um. Hey, you're, uh, by the way, your, your uh, appearance on the show brought to you by Showy Helmets. Josh Grant, Kevin Windham, Michael Lesse use Showy Helmets. Uh, Justin Barsha does as well. Uh, 50 years of helmet technology, VFXW, uh, safety, comfort, performance, uh, everything. You name it, Showy's got it. Four shell sizes and their patented emergency quick release system. Showy-helmets.com brings you Dave Osterman. Um, cool. Ozzy, uh, tough start yeah. to the year. Um, 
Talk. I mean, it's been a it's been a roller coaster year in general, but but uh, you know we're keeping the faith and we're rolling it forward, and uh, you know we're all positive and we want the best for for obviously us and the team, and I'm sure Tony feels the same way about his effort. It's just you know you keep digging, and and uh, that's why I get up in the morning. So um, you know Chad and his wife are good to us, uh, and I'm I'm sure all the guys would say that, and uh, you know I think. Uh, at least for me, and, and going into my third year, he's a quality guy, and mm-hmm. like I said, he takes care of all of us well, so I only want the best for what we're doing. Well, is there a point where you maybe, I mean, if he doesn't figure out what's going on, it's obviously not the flu. We're going on a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, Chad Reed's a, a hell of a guy and an even uh, a better rider. Uh, do, do, you, do you pull off for a couple of weeks? What's, I mean, is that, is, well, are, we, are we there yet? I was just... Well, I was just telling my wife, you know, what's interesting in this sport, and Tony will agree, uh, all you guys really, because you guys are, have been around and you guys are fans too, you know, Chad's really the first guy that's put together a program, been very successful. Other guys like Showtime and then some, mm-hmm. they've come and gone with the win, Showtime for the second time due to whatever reason, right. and I watched that happen. You know, so Chad's got a, a, a pretty big, you, you know, Big, big pair of shoes there to, mm-hmm. to, to keep walking and fill and whatever you want to throw at it. And he's been successful, I think, in Supercross due to the knee and whatever else. He was probably only 70% where he needed to be. And, and I think at that alone, even missing a race, you know, he finished fifth. And we still pushed every week, every day, real hard. And because he is that guy and people, you know, there's the haters, sure, but, but people give him legendary status. And to me, from being around just so many people, mm-hmm. he is one of those guys. And and it's awesome to see that, that he still has that drive and desire. And, uh, you know, the brand 2-2 Motorsports, he, he sees it continuing. And uh, so I just look at this as a little speed bump. And, uh, you know, to all the fans, obviously, it's a big speed bump. And, uh, you know, I know he can do a lot better. You know, in, in four motos, we only scored points in one. So that that you know that alone makes you kind of stare at the ceiling sometimes. But then mm-hmm. again, it it is Chad Reed. Um, he just has that 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 I don't know. It's hard to describe, but he has that sense about him that I know. Um, you know, I just feel confident. I know the guys do that that he'll figure this out and turn it around, and uh, um, you know, we'll be back in in the fold, so to speak. But, you, but, and nice job dancing around my question, Dave. But, like, you can't keep going the way you're going. Like, he has to figure out what's going on. Well, like, but again, the, 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 again, what I, what I pointed to before, the weirdness here and the anomaly of this mm-hmm. is, like, Dungey works for KTM. Villapoto works for Kawasaki. I see what uh, you mean. Uh, right, Tickle right. works for, you know, Tickle works more for Tony than, than Tickle works for Tickle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and, right, right. Um, I got you. So he, in, in other words, Chad's paying me, he's paying Goose, he's paying Lars. So, you know, if, if it's, you know, to go to that guy, and we've all done it, mm-hmm. you know, e- either uh, uh, around the water cooler to the guy's face, and you say, hey, you suck, or, or you need to do this, you need to do that. But, but here we're dealing with a team owner who's a current racer. He's mm-hmm. a very storied guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, even his wife has been there the whole time. So... We're not dealing with rookies. They know what to do. Um, you know, I think the only thing the, greeds, the, the reeds are really green with these days is, is child 
rearing because, you know, they got Tate and their daughter right. and they're learning to be parents every day. Yeah. And, and, uh, but as far as racing professionally and, and everything that goes with it, you know, I mean, I think he could write, write an encyclopedia on some of this stuff. So, um, given that, I, I think you just got to, you know, show him moral support and, and mechanical support and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, the team needs to rally around him and, and, you know, like anything else, there's ups, downs, and sideways, and, and uh, we're in this little funk right now, and, and, uh, but there's a lot of good people behind us, and, and, uh, you know, so, so I think, you know, the plan is to get through this funk, obviously, clearly, and, right. and, uh, you know, it's, uh, we're clearly not done yet. Right, right, yeah, no, you'd be foolish to write Chad Reed off, no matter, even scoring one point or even scoring point in one moto out of four, I'm not ready to write the guy off. I just yeah, I mean, look, you know. he could have easily have have, have sat Denver out, um, but mm-hmm. I, I think you know, and he knows during the week that that some of the things that that he'd like to do or try to do uh, uh, just due to circumstance aren't, aren't flowing the way they should be. But but still, he hopped on a plane with his wife and two kids, and they came out there and you know, did the PR and did everything he had to do. And, uh, again, it's not what we all want to see or not what we expect, but I think, I think, uh, it's just a process now to, you know, guys at his level for guys like you and me, even Tony, I mean, if we got the sniffles or this or that, or Mm -hmm. we go to the gym and we don't feel strong that day, we can, we can put the damn barbell down and go home, have a beer, watch TV. But, you know, guys like Chad, Dungey, Villapoto, Stewart, they gotta fly in every week. Yeah. And 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 they gotta be that guy. And and uh what and again what's different is it, you know, Chad is working for Chad. You know, I laugh when I read all this stuff saying that, that we buy all these parts and we do all this stuff. He's he's full factory, just like Barsha and Canard. Mm-hmm. It's not like the least thing that that, that uh Shorty the was McGrath right. thing was. So right. it's it's a full boat deal. But then but then there's no big salary with it. It's it's really just Chad and and everything he put together in this program with his agency and and his wife and 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 I think that's huge. And and for me, I wear it on my sleeve and I take a lot of it probably too personal because you know what people are quick to comment more on what they don't know than what they know, and then they never even put their name behind what they're saying. You know, a lot internet. But I get a lot of that even when they come up right to our skirting at the race. And I do take the time to talk to some of the haters because it's interesting, the haters, you know. But, but again, I think we have plenty of lovers and plenty of pretty deep-rooted fans, just like a lot of these guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they deserve such. So, um, and we've all been in the sport long enough that, that uh, you know, everything goes full circle. So I, I, I see some improvement at some point. It right. just needs to be dealt with and figured out. Um. Hey, Dave, you've been around a long time. You've done a lot of things in this sport. I know that's Watson's favorite saying, but it's true. Um, you have done a lot. Um, how, how do you like this gig? Managing uh, Chad Reed, uh, team owner, team rider. Um, how do you like it? Two year, three years in? No, Two I mean, I, I like it. Yeah, it, it uh, I was out of it for a little bit. He mm-hmm. gave me the chance to get back in it. I, yep. I think we clicked. I think, you know, I certainly respect him. I, I think... I think him and his wife uh, feel the same way about me. We all seem to get along fine. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of friction, if any, really. Um, but then again, it's like even when I work for Mitch Payton, I mean, 
it, it, it was Mitch's chair, Mitch's roof. You know, the air I breathed in the shop was practically Mitch's. So um, I, I did fill a role. I was one of the gears in the transmission, just like I am here. You know, I, I think that, that, that you know, uh, he has a, a management agency behind him, you know, WMG. He interfaces with them. But really on the team, Chad really calls all the shots. Him and his wife designed the clothes, the look of the bike, the truck. I have a lot of input, but mm-hmm. then I don't have a lot of input. Mm-hmm. And if, if for people that know me, I'm pretty famous for getting in most cracks, <laughs> just just like some caulking. And, and sometimes it's looked at good, and sometimes it's looked at bad. But I'm there to help the reads with anything they need to do. Because, yeah, I have been involved in all of it. But um, uh, but Chad is the boss. I make no no. Yo. One take about that, and and uh, so he's he for sure he's the boss, and but 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 he's a good boss, you know. It's like um, everybody gets on, you know, from Goose to Lars to Dougie to Shane the driver. I mean, everybody, you know, he listens to our two cents or three cents, but it's still it's still Chad's way, you right, know, and right. and and that's fine. And I I think we've done pretty well so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chad told me one time that his biggest issue with you was trying to get you to do, to back off and not do too much because you 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 take everything on you want to do everything you know what I mean you're a hard worker um, and he was like I gotta, I gotta tell Ozzy to, to calm down sometimes <laughs> yeah I mean look everywhere I've been people kind of make fun of that but whatever you know even yeah, if I was yeah. on the squad with Tony if, if Tony needed a sandwich and Tony was too busy for Tony to make Tony a sandwich Dave would make Tony a sandwich and if Tony needed a wheel to go to Dunlop I'll run it to Dunlop. Right. It's not like I try to outdo these young guys because, trust me, by nine or nine thirty at night, I tend to kind of shut down a little bit. <laughs> right. But um, for the most part, I've always been that way. And uh, you know, I, I mean, uh, I don't know. I yeah. double knot my shoes. I think that says a lot about no, me, so. uh, um, no. You're you're a, you're a high strung guy, uh, a real go getter, um, a guy who doesn't want to just stand there and watch people do work. You know what I mean? So that hey, better be that way than. Well, I mean, way. look, yeah. I used to be those guys, but I, you know, I got you know when Dougie builds the engines or Lars builds the bike, you know, when we started the team, I'd go testing and mount tires and do all that stuff because it was just Mike McQuillan and I till the other guys joined the fold, mm-hmm. and I liked all that. And I think Chad knows I can do that. Hell, I I, I put a cam in once, twice, or three times at PC. Right. <laughs> Excuse me with 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 talking to Zach on the phone, you know, sure. I'm more of a two stroke guy, but at the right. end of the day, if I got to do it, I'll do it. If I don't have to do it, I got people in place that can do it. You know, it's funny this, this weekend in Colorado, I was cleaning the, the area for washing. Cause you know, the first two nationals were practically concrete and, yeah. and nobody provides a washing area for us. So all the teams kind of do it up. And Chad came up with a plan on what he wanted Shane and us to create for, for Lars. So I'm working on it, Jimmy Perry and the boys walked by, Bob Oliver and all them, and they made the comment because I was sweating, you know, it was hot on <laughs> Friday, and, you know, he's like, why are you doing this? And, you know, you should delegate some authority. And I said, well, you know, it's funny you say that because I got two guys inside building plastic. I got this guy over here, you know, yeah. uh, changing the engine configuration around. My truck driver is, is, is doing something, you know, on the truck, so, you know, unseen to him right. everybody was doing something yeah, so yeah. for me i mean i'm not one of those i don't know i'm not one of those collared shirt guys at the end of the day that doesn't need a shower i do need a shower so um and hell if i got to make the wash area with or without the guy's mm-hmm. help 
while they're doing other stuff, then hey, I'll do it. It ain't, you know, it's we're all in this thing together, and it's a team that win these, you know, wins the races, not just one guy. And I, I got a bunch of great guys. I know, you know, Tony's worked with Goose before, and they still have a relationship. And you've been around a lot of my guys, and we're really a bunch of good guys. And a lot of these teams have a bunch of good guys, so it's mm-hmm. just. It's just fun, you know, and, 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 uh, sure, it's a lot of hard work. And, you know, uh, I guess there's ups, downs, and sideways like anything else, but, but no, I love it. Um, Berlou, you, you and Ozzy ever cross paths? Uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit, but, like, uh, I never really worked with Ozzy, but, uh, I looked up to him when he worked on Bell's bike back in the day. Really? Yeah. You go that yeah, far no, back. Tony, Tony, I mean, I, I, <clears throat> I love Tony and all the NorCal you know, North guys. And I've been friendly with him for years. There's no reason not to be. And, um, (laughs) no, I mean, really, I mean, uh, I think, I think he's a good guy. You know, again, more people talk about what they think they know than what they know. So sure. Neither of us have have really worked with one another, but, but, uh, I, I think, I think I work with some of his former guys now, Doug Bourbon, Shane drives my truck. Um, of course the story, Mike Gosler. So, yeah. um, they, they say not, I've never heard nothing bad about Tony. Tony's, Tony's, you know, Tony's experience like goose is. And, and you, and I love that kind of stuff. Cause you know what? Working with a guy like Tony gives me a lot less to worry about. Right. Right. Um, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for, uh, Dave Osterman, call in and, uh, ask him whatever you got on your mind. Uh, so Berlut. Yeah. So you saw Ozzy with the big fro. Oh yeah. Ozzy had a huge fro. Yeah, that's what he does. Like working that's what for he Bell. Used to run. Right. Hey, I got a couple questions for you. What? Uh, how old were you when you first went to work for like Mike Bell? I started when I was well. I, I started traveling on the road. I was working for Al Baker Racing in high school, and then I started. I went with Eddie Cole uh, at the time uh, to do the Florida series. So I was like eighteen, nineteen. You know, pretty young. Mm-hmm. You know, gave my parents the story, and I didn't know where I'd go. And, uh, you know, that was when Keith McCarty and, and a lot of the guys that are really high up in a lot of places now, they were they were top mechanics in their own right. So yeah. it, it, was, it was a fun time. So when, when were you a factory Yamaha mechanic? How old were you? Like, how long were, were you working as a mechanic before you got the factory job? Uh, I was in there, like, the, uh, Bell was like the hot local guy, and they brought him in on the sly, and that was like, Late seventy six, early seventy seven. Oh wow! I, I thought you were. Yeah. I thought you were after that. Jesus, Osterman, you've been around. No, yeah, we went, early, yeah, early days. Hey, how about one year? Bell won the won a class up at Mammoth on a four stroke. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't with, that wasn't with me. That I mean, because his, his dad was didn't his dad work for the dealership or something? Uh, yeah, no, his dad was gnarly. I mean, he actually, I, I built, you know, the mechanics in those days, we used to build XR75s all up, and, and Bill Bell uh, took care of the engine on mine, and, and uh, yeah, I had a hopped-up four-stroke kind of ahead of its time, and the thing was wow. pretty cool with an oil cooler and this and that, and, and we used to have mechanics races. And, no, his dad, his dad used to build all the four-strokes of the day, uh, Hondas, of course, for, like, IndyCar guys and all the Baja guys, and he was a pretty storied, yeah, experienced guy in his own right, and uh, hmm. hell, a lot of times from Yamaha off to '91, I'd go over there and eat dinner before I made the trek home. Sometimes, but uh, now the Bell, the whole Bell family was into it, and and yeah. they were good people for sure. I always felt like Mike Bell 
was a little underrated. You know, we were doing that Supercross countdown, greatest Supercrosses ever. Yeah. Um, you know, his knees were, were not good, but he won a lot of races in a short amount of time. Like, he was yeah, I mean, a little well, underrated. The, the neat thing back then is that, you know, you could kind of call it, as you saw it, at least from my perspective, you know, the, the Yamahas and Suzukis were kind of the same, whereas the Hondas and Cowies were the super horsepower bikes. But all the bikes had their flaws, as kind of they still do. But, but at the end of the day, um, you know, we had Bell, we had Hannah, we had, we had Glover, we had Rick Burgett. And, uh, you know, in those days, Yamaha had a pretty powerful team. And, mm-hmm. and uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, anybody could really win at any time. Uh, whether it was a 500, 250, or 125. So it, it was a good time to to be there for sure. But, yeah, you were there in the heyday. But I I, yeah. I, I talked to – I'm doing this thing on, on my site. Your favorite and worst race bikes that you ever raced, and I'm asking a bunch of old guys, you know. Um, the 81 YZ has come up a couple times, Ozzy. With the handle, with the radiator on the on the triple clamps, yeah, that thing's come yeah, up a couple I mean, times. Uh, <laughs> As the you worst. know, but I mean, yeah. Ricky Johnson might say otherwise. I mean, he rode that sucker pretty good, but but I mean, Bob didn't like it too well. I mean, Glover, you know, he was prom- Bob Hanna. He was promised something else, and and uh, um, but you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, that was the time that you know every other week it seemed Honda rolled out a bike with some different linkage or some kind of Heim joint coming off of who knows what, and then, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it was really neat because, you know, it, <clears throat> excuse me, it was just, it was it was just that time that, that uh, hmm. it was my voice, but it was just that time, it was an get, exciting time, whether it was Cowie and, yeah. and uh, you know, all the factories were really, you know, the works bike, you know, we all had that phrase, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that the works bike, you know, it, it, it needed a lot of work. Yeah. And they did. I right, mean, right. I mean, shit. In the in the old guys' toolbox, Tony, I remember this. The old guys' toolbox. You know, you had you had not only cable ties and safety wire, but shit. You had plenty of files and a hacksaw and pin snips, <laughs> yeah. and you you had things in the modern toolbox. Like when I look in Lars's toolbox, he doesn't have nothing like I had in my toolbox. Berlu- uh, McCarty. You know, and a lot, a lot of the modern mechanics, they don't even know what a pop rivet is, really. Because <laughs> I mean, the most, the modern mechanic, even Tony will tell you. I mean, come on, Tony, be honest. A lot of the modern bikes, as badass as the Hart and Huntington bikes are, they don't probably pop rivet too many things anymore. <laughs> but if Tony remembers the two-stroke days, even you, Steve, when you were a mechanic, I mean, we had to do things. And now, sure, you might have to lengthen the radiator shrouds or the the the, the louvers or something like that. Yeah. But for the most part, I think you know maybe still putting a brake snake in the brake pedal is pretty technical for some guys. <laughs> I mean, uh, most of this stuff now, you know, there's a bona fide suspension guy, engine guy, and and the frames are aluminum, so all you got to do is shine them up. You know, nobody has to paint anything. Nobody has to, you know, a lot of times we even send the wheels out to build them. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, and I used to hate building wheels back in the day. I personally wasn't that good at it. I'd rather weld something or fab something up. But yeah. I got, I tell you, I got a lot of respect for my motor guy and my suspension guys, just like I'm sure Tony will say that too. And even from you, Steve, I mean, the sport has just evolved to where even like Chad, he's got so many sets of suspension and engines and stuff. If one guy had to do it, it'd be impossible. 
No, we had Villeman on the show, and, and he told us that mechanics nowadays <laughs> make a hundred grand a year for grips and graphics. For the, that's well, what Villeman said. I, I don't know what team he's on, but, but <laughs> I, I mean, you know, no, no. Think of it this way: Tony will know it. Like Chad's in Florida, so he's got he's got a bike there, complete. Then he has a spare engine for that, so that's at least two engines and probably three sets of suspension alone. Then you have three sets in the truck, you know, the semi some spare engines. So, you know, you could have five to six engines in some sort of rotation. Mm-hmm. Then you got, you got wheels and plastic and, 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 and seats and seat foams. And, and it's, it's endless, the pipeline of stuff. If you have a guy that lives out of California, if you have a guy that lives out of SoCal, you got to have a partner with UPS or FedEx because yeah. you're uh-huh. always sending stuff. And so I, I think Billiman's entitled to his. Yeah, but, I know. We, even when I was on Mitch's team, when a lot of the guys lived still out of state, like Matt Walker or something, we were still, you know, the pipeline of shipping stuff. I don't know where Tickle is, but there's there we're we're shipping stuff all the time, and right. you know the motors now time out at a certain period, or you'll hurt the guy. So a lot of it is just for safety and and maintenance, uh, which leads to safety. So I think, uh, yeah, I think for one guy to do it is is is. It's next to impossible. Um, question for both of you, Berlute and, and you, Ozzy. Uh, and, and we'll get to your call right away, Michael. Michael's on hold for, for Dave. Um, he says a, he's got a question for Austin about the Harley-Davidson. I think he means Buell. Oh, the Buell. Not, Buell, the, not Harley, yeah. but Buell. Dave's experience there. But question for both of you. Uh, Dave, first of all, I saw I was going through an old magazine because um, I have no life and I like reading old magazines. Photo of you and Drew Lean from 100%. Yeah. Which, which, do you, did you know him, Berluti? Yeah, was that was absolutely. that? Oh, okay. I thought it was maybe sure. before your time, but no, no, it was. Yeah. Uh, did you know Drew from 100? percent Yeah. Did, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, man. My my wife and I were pals with him. He used to go to dinner at Marie Callender's down the street from my house all oh, the time. Oh, okay. All right. He so. was. He was the. He was what I would call the first real super fan I knew, uh-huh. and and he just, I mean, I think he had dirt in his pillow. You know, he was just. He was unbelievable as far as wanting to be involved and knowing guys between Johnny O and 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 uh, Ricky Johnson and and guys of that time uh, and pushing his 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 company. Um, you know, that's not what what happened later. wasn't the Drew I knew, but but uh, I like to remember him in another light, but, but, uh, no, he was a good dude. And okay. Yeah. He'd give you his right arm and no, he's a, he's an awesome guy. I mean, and to tell you the truth, when, when Jim Hale acquired the rights to that, uh, due to all that, and then, uh-huh. and, and I love Bebo, I hope he loves me, but, but when they resurrected <laughs> the hundred percent, yeah, I was a little off to that because I just was, you know, I knew Drew before anybody did. It was just, it was really just Drew and, and Jim Hawley and some of the local guys. And so I, I used to sit back and think, God, would, would, would he really want it to be this? You know, did he want it to be a goggle? Did he want it to be that? But right. then again, you know, uh, times change, people change. So I, I softened my stance. I mean, 100% seems to be a great company. There's great people there. I love Bevo. I think they've done a great job re-entering the, the name if you look at the top tube on my mountain bike, from when Drew was alive, he made these little stickers. Mm-hmm. Maybe you remember them, Steve or Tony, that they were about an inch 
by an inch, and I have one on the top tube of my bike. It's an original 100% sticker. Yep. It's not from the goggle side. I still have a few here at my house stashed in my sticker box. And I look at that top tube, believe it or not, ask my wife, every time I'm sucking on a climb or mm -hmm. every time I'm cleaning my bike, because that's really what it was about, whether it was Jim Hawley, Johnny O, Ricky Johnson, Bob Hanna, you know, Jeff Ward. I mean, Drew was all about 100%. And it was really some depth there because, you know, uh, motocross, it, you know, we all did it, and we now we do it for a living. And, and you know, how much effort do you give? And even I, I still have one of the old T-shirts with Roger DeCoster on the back, you know, laying it down at Carlsbad and, my daughter sometimes wears the bed, but which kind of pisses me off. But <laughs> but, but uh, I don't know how she found it. But but you know, so so now to me, Drew was an icon, okay. and and so it's it's nice to see it back. I've I've softened my stance. Um, yeah, I wanted his numbers badly as a kid. Like they were so cool, you know. Yeah, Berlou, yeah no, what, he uh, was he was the shit. If I could say that on the radio, yeah, you can. We we swear all the time. Berlou, what do you remember about 100 percent and Drew? Uh, pretty much back in the 80s, you had to have the 100 percent shirt. Yeah. It said, you know, like you said, 100 percent. How much effort do you give? I didn't know anything yep. about the guy. And, 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 and yeah, and I, that's what I hate when people say, you know, they put out on the board 120 percent. There there is no 120 percent. 100 is 100 percent right. is the max of anything. Right. right. You know? Kind of hard said 200 percent for a while. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, know, no, right? yeah. Everyone, everyone. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Drew. Was well, and a you great know the guy. one thing I think okay. you guys will say. I know Tony will too. Motocross and Supercross, from when we were all kids, it kind of poisons you. I told my dad the other night because sometimes people say to me, they go, "Man, Oz, how long are you going to do this for?" And I say, "Well, shoot, Roger's still doing it." And though I don't put myself in Roger's category, I, I obviously look up to the guy because he's he's still in phenomenal shape and he still does a kick-ass job. And so I think. You know, as long as someone will have me or tolerate me, I I, I will do it. You know, and maybe right. Tony feels the same way because sitting on the couch sucks, and I've done some other things between my little ins and outs of this career. And um, and hell, I love it. My wife knows I love it, and uh, and I'm not a sit still guy. I think yeah. the worst part about the job is flying on an airplane. That kind of drives me crazy. But but at the end of the day, I, I think we all love it more than we don't and and outside of the frustrations or or the ups and downs it's still it's still a great way to earn a living and and you know i was in colorado and sure even though chad was struggling i mean watching villapoto that was just phenomenal right um, and you know I, I got a lot of respect for that guy he's just a badass and a bad dude and i can't wait till till chad is ready to throw down with those guys and if people think Oh, he's thirty, man, and this and that. Hey, whatever. You know what? It, it you got to have the hot and cold, and 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 I love all that. You know, so every time I ride my mountain bike, the hill the hill is a beast, and I think these races are that. And I think, you know, I, I think when when Chad's ready, it'll be his decision, not the public's decision. So, right. and, and I love that. And you've been to his place in Florida. That's that's a serious mecca of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, we got we got we got to run, uh, Dave. Okay. But here's the last question. Here's a question for you from Michael about the Buell. Michael, thanks for holding so long. But uh, what's your question for Dave? -O? Hi, Dave. Uh, How are you? Uh, to start off, man, Chad's one of my favorite riders, and I do not doubt him at all. I know he's been riding hurt and, or sick, I should say, and hurt or maybe. 
Uh, my question to you, Dave, is when you was with the Buell uh, development team or whatever it's called, uh, what, what secrets did, was uh, you guys coming out with? One side forks, one side swing arm, sideways engine, or <laughs> anything you no, can tell I mean, about any of that? You know what? They made me sign a thing like, like a small-town phone book uh, <laughs> of, of non-disclosure stuff. Someday I'm going to write know. something, and a lot of people have asked me to talk about it. And I'd love to talk about it because I know I've worked with a lot of the best mechanics in the sport and, and like Steve and Tony have, yeah. but we've only been what I call end users. And, and, and I say that pretty sternly because when I was on the Buell side, you know, we had show a suspension as a partner and things like that, but we were creating the wheels, the foot pegs, everything was a drawing board. I'm in the art room with these guys drawing up plastics and stuff. And a lot of it was just, like from outer space. And so I, I was brought in to bring some sort of normalcy to the project because I was the guy in the trenches, so to speak. And But I worked with a lot of bright people, and it's a shame they pulled the plug. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it I got to see everything from, like, zero. You know what I mean? It was It, it was insane to see it from zero. You know, it, it's easy to get a bike shipped from Japan in the old days, you open the crate and everybody at lunch goes, what a piece of this or a piece of that. I'll, I don't think I'll ever say that ever again because I sat with a lot of guys, either our age or younger, drawing that stuff in CAD right next to me. And they put a lot of heart and soul in it. So even if the shifter sucks or the brake pedal isn't the right length, I'm never going to say what a POS again because now I realize but there's people connected to all that stuff, and, and, and it's just a lot of ideas and, and, and a lot of time doing all that stuff. I think taking, you know, when, when even people say that, man, those fenders on the KTMs are terrible or this or that, it's mm-hmm. like somebody designs that, and they conceptualize <laughs> it, and then right. they prototype it. And, you know, again, it's, it's easy to send your food back and say this isn't cooked enough, but – you know, but when you go to the dealer and the magazines ride the bike and some of the write-ups you read, you know, it's like some of the critics should make a movie, and I think it'd be different. Right. You know. The whole process, right, but, and, right, right. Yeah, so I think I gained a lot. The year I was there, well, I wouldn't trade that for anything because it gave me a, a, a just exactly. a huge perspective on all the companies, KTM, and especially because look at the job they've done the last few years is phenomenal and you know it's 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 just incredible what they've done and and i mean the japanese had such a head start on them it's, it's insane right all right thanks michael yep hey i, I one more question yeah uh, well the same thing was did you don't have to answer i know you say you can't answer it but did you guys have any new technology ready to put out to us well eric buell was a incredibly gifted and bright guy uh, the guy's had more patents. I think he has a parking spot at the patent office. But, <laughs> but uh, no, he was incredible from mountain bikes to motorcycle stuff. And a lot of people, a lot of the sport bikes you see today from all the other brands are knocking off all his stuff. From the underslung exhaust and the bodywork and the way the bikes look from the swing arm to the chassis. When I see a lot of the bikes, whether it's a Cowie, Yamaha, or any of this stuff, a lot of that forward thinking, as I call it, was all from him, and everybody okay. else just put their spin on it. Can cool. you say this 
the the shock was different, maybe underneath the engine, or is there anything you can kind of clue us in? Michael, he signed a, a small town phone. Well, book. no, I mean we had door <laughs> suspension, we had Bombardier was our power source, and oh, but cool. uh, you know it had two wheels and handlebars, and I was trying to partner <laughs> with you know people like Pro Circuit and Renthal, and we were trying to have the bike come out with quality components, so you you know. The guy that was going to maybe buy the Buell was a guy that was maybe going to buy the KTM. So we had to, you know, at some point we were going to parallel park right. between a Honda and a Suzuki or a Yamaha Semi. So at least for me, you know, that was huge. You know, it, it, it you know, there's right. no, there's no sending your food back. You know, if, if we came out and we weren't good, then, then, uh, but again, I didn't sign the checks, but, but. There was a lot of neat things about it. It was just uh, the economy of things that, that shut it down, and, and uh, a lot of good people lost their jobs, and and life goes on. And now I'm working for Chad Reed. Thanks, Michael. Hey, hey, one, one more. Was it going to be a two-stroke by chance? You're talking about No, you're killing oh, me. No, so, so, no, 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 hell no. no. Four-stroke. <laughs> you got your questions answered. Um, Dave, um, yeah. we, we got to run, but uh, last, okay. last thing for you. This is going right. to be tough for you. But we have this X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Um, you have to give us answers in 15 seconds or less. Um, okay. We have, we have questions done up by a uh, Pulpomex show employee named Corey Moser. And these are questions okay. uh, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles are goggles of choice of so many great riders, I can't even name them all. Um, okay. All right, let's go. Let's go. Three all questions, right. right? Three? Yep, three questions. All right. First question. Who is the most difficult or challenging rider you have had the pleasure of working with? Probably Chad Reed. 4.4 seconds. But not, but not difficult, just yeah. he's particular. Just challenging, right. right. It's a little late on that one. Okay. All right, second question. <laughs> How many more years do you think Reed can challenge for race wins? Uh, that's, he's got to answer that question. Personally, I think several. 6.1 seconds. Dave, you're doing good at this. I thought you wouldn't make the 15-second limit, but all right. No, I could be short. Okay. Third and final <laughs> question. In regards to being a team owner, what is Reed's biggest strength and weakness? Ooh. I think his biggest strength is he assembled a good team of people. Uh-huh. I think <laughs> he has his wife and his management group, and I think that's been the difference between everybody else. Weakness? Weakness? Uh, he loves sushi. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Uh, thanks. No, I mean, weakness, he's human. Right. He's right. human. Right. You know, all these athletes, you got to remember that they're all human. Um, biggest pain in the ass, Dave, you ever wrenched for? Do you have one? You know, I think whether it's you or Tony, I think it, at some point they're all that way in, in a sense because the sport – yeah. To win races is is not easy, and to get there is is hard, and 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 all you guys know it takes a lot of testing and time, and and so I think at some point all the guys that can win are demanding at some point because even if he's a three digit guy, you want to elevate him to be mm-hmm. a two digit or a one digit guy. So I think I were I I never don't you know. I don't ever not work hard. It's just part of it. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I even thought the great Tim Ferry sometimes was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I did. But, but I mean, I yeah, did. I mean, and you were confident, and he certainly brought it all the time. But but you know, any every now and then, there's those things that come up. But you just you just have to do it because man, if he butters his bread that way and it makes a difference right. on on Saturday night, then you did your job. Berluti, yeah, Huffman's dad, good good guy to deal with. Thing. Yeah, you know he really didn't get around uh, okay. much, but uh, Dave knows Huffman's dad. Well, Roger, Roger brought up brought him up this weekend. DeCoster? Yeah, what? out of nowhere. Really? Yeah, he told he said he had to tell Damon Huffman's dad to stay away, go away. Oh, there's a lot. Of, look, there's a lot of parents that clearly <laughs> should stay away. I don't see any parents in the dugouts at a ball game. I know, right? I know. You know, I'm in the manager's tower, and there's Mrs. So and So there, and Mr. So and So there, and I keep wondering. God, Feld said they won't let him in or her in, and but they still do. And but then again, I love my kids, and I'm sure they love their kids. Yeah. And none of the guys we're talking about, even even my boss, wouldn't be who he is today if his dad didn't buy him a peewee like Chad bought Kate a peewee. And right. Tiger's dad, there'd be no Tiger Woods if Earl Woods didn't didn't start that, you know. And so everybody who's anybody got there from their parents. So you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think bank robbers are the only self-made people that there really is, you know. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Dave, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, it was fun. It was uh, fun. Good, good luck at Muddy Creek this weekend. Hope to see you guys there. Cool. And it's got it. Yep. It can't get any worse. Okay, man. So, thanks. See you guys. See you, Dave. Great right. insight. Have a good night. Dave Osterman, everybody, Team 2-2 manager. He never really answered our questions. Those are tough a, questions. On a roundabout way <laughs> of Dave. You know what? He's like, got good insight, though. I mean, no, he does. No, no, yeah. I did a podcast with him, you know, for like an hour long. Uh-huh. A very interesting guy. Yeah. Like, didn't know all the things he'd done. Um, so, uh, commercial. Commercial time. Commercial break. You got it. Number three. Uh, we still have Tweet at Tits segment, btosports.com, Tweet at Tits segment. We do have X Brown Goggle Tariffs questions for Tony Berluti. Uh-huh. Um, we have emails. We have voicemails. Jonathan Lee is here to tell us about hotlap.co, and he will tell us more about it. I got more questions about Lakewood. We have Vince Freeze coming up. Mun Racing KTM's Vince Freeze. Who knew? And Fab Banging Bars, uh, Race Tech Emails, you name it. We're going we're gonna to wrap this show up soon. Stick around for the last hour. It gets better from here. Later. The X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. 
For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archive. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person, and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had, where I was on the floor of a 
box fan for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Shoei dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Shoei's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Shoei, Shoei, Shoei. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free available in four delicious flavors honey graham chocolate chip cranberry and blueberry order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll free at 1-855-8-BROP today mention pulp mx and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes like us on facebook or follow us on twitter at brop nutrition now brop nutrition bars accelerate your body and mind your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. 
Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Welcome back, Paul Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. I'm Steve Mathis. That's Tony Berluti. Hello. That's Jonathan Lee. How you doing? That's Tis Legendary over there. How you doing? Thanks, everybody, for listening. Atlas Brace, born and fueled from the racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period, a team by engineers and biomechanical experts, then tested by some of the top professional riders in the world. The end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. Designed by racers, worn by racers, atlasbrace.com, Villapoto, Weimer, they wear it. So should you. If you're a pro and you want to try out a neck brace and uh, you've got uh, some races under your belt, go on atlasbrace.com, fill out the form. They'll give you a free one to try. Thank you, everybody, uh, for supporting Atlas Brace. We had Brady Sharon on a couple weeks ago, and uh, we gave away some braces. Uh, the guy's lost his mind. It was insane, the amount of braces he gave away. We had to, Villapoto and I had to stop our Twitter feeds. People were blowing us up so bad. Um, next guest on the show, Paul Mech Show, is uh, a guy who uh, had a great Supercross season, 
switched uh, teams, switched bikes for the outdoors, and uh, hasn't been going that well. Vince Freeze, what's up, man? What's going on? How are you? Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, first off, what, what's with the switch to Mun Racing KTM? Uh, talk about that and uh, what went on with that and, and how you're liking it. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, my my deal with uh, Slayton and Tough was kind of for only Supercross, and uh, we uh, started getting there towards the end of the Supercross season. I really didn't have anything for outdoors yet, and okay. kind of got to the point I didn't want to go spend all the money that I had made racing Supercross to mm-hmm. go race the outdoors and just lose a bunch of money. So, right. um, I kind of kind of got to to looking around. There wasn't, you know, most most of the spots are, are filled already. Most most teams signed their deal for you know Supercross and outdoors, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I went over and talked to Chip Munn a little bit, and, you know, we kind of kept in touch a little bit. And then uh, I think it was Shane Sewell got hurt, and he was riding the 450 for them, and Chip called me up, and uh, we got a deal worked out, and, and uh, he's got me got me racing outdoors, so I'm, I'm yeah. stoked. Uh, yeah. first two rounds haven't been great, but, you know, I'm stoked about their racing and and uh, not losing money doing it, you know. <laughs> right. Well, Hangtown, you qualified great, um, which, yeah. was, which was good. Well, uh, and then what happened in the motos? I qualified good, but the bike was uh, it was a it was Sewell's race bike from Supercross, so and, and it was such a last minute deal that that uh, we we put together that we didn't really have time to to get going through it, and we had a little bit of bike problem here in the motos, but oh, okay. uh, I mean the bike ran really good in practice and everything like that, and it, we just we had a, a freak thing happen in the engine. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what it was, and I don't even think they figured it out yet. They just <laughs> they got me a brand new engine for this weekend, and uh, bike okay. bike ran good. I just had another stupid issue this weekend with the with the brakes. It was just kind of a, a fluke accident or whatever. I think yeah. first moto a, a day overheated. I mean, I think uh, something went up in the altitude, and then uh, those hills coming down those hills in Colorado, I, my back brake overheated and just completely went away. And then the second moto, I got in that first turn crash, and my front brake went away. So first <laughs> moto, I had no back brake. Right. Second moto, I had no front brake. So uh, we we uh, we had Nicoletti on earlier. Same same issue. He had no rear brake. Second moto, uh, dragging it too really? much, heated up, and it was gone. So yeah, I, is that something? Does the altitude change that? Because I I know like the fuel boils easier up there, but I don't right. know. I don't. I didn't know if they would do anything with the brakes or not. Nah, I don't think so. I think brake fluid's pretty uh, pretty thick. Pretty, pretty Rudy, what do you think? Yeah. I never noticed anything. Yeah, I'm not really sure on that. Right. Um, I do. I do think that um, you know, no one should run stock brake fluid. Hopefully, everybody's changing. To, yeah. to a good, you know, yeah. the, what is it? The five. The five, yeah. yeah. Um, but what brand is it? The AP. AP, there's a couple different yeah. ones. We use Castro. You use Castro? Yeah. Definitely no, change. I'm just joking. We use oh. Bell Ray. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, yeah, Bell Ray. Yeah, Bell Ray's got two different kinds, and we use their, their five. Um, yeah, so definitely change the brake fluid out, but, you know, who knows. Um, what about the 450, Vince? Uh, you like it? What's it? What's it do good? Uh, yeah, talking to Shorty. No, I mean, talking to Shorty and Burn, they love the motor. They they can't stop talking about how fast it is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this this weekend after after we had the motor issue last week, they just gave me a brand new stock one because mm-hmm. uh, we didn't have time. And I mean, we were at the altitude and everything. And I mean, my starts both motos were actually pretty good. The second one, I was coming into the t- first turn, probably right around the top ten, and I uh, I think it was maybe Grant crashed in front of me. I'm not sure. I think it was Grant and I ran over him, but mm-hmm. in both motors, I was getting good starts and, uh, you know, it, it's pretty freaking fast. I mean, the whole bike all around is really good. I mean, 
I'm kind of com- comparing it to my outdoors bike from last year, which was, you know, at least as far as they told me, it was pretty much the same thing Michael Essie was racing and mm-hmm. got second championship on it. And I mean, this one's honestly not far off, and it's a stock motor. With, yeah, it's bone stock. You know, the guys at Race Tech, you know, they're amazing. I, I honestly haven't, I, w- I kind of would, probably would have been screwed if it wasn't for them being able to get me tuned in so quick. And Rob over there, he knows kind of my setup pretty well. And, Yep. You know, I, I didn't really have even have to touch a clicker. He he pretty much hit it right on the head the first time, and that saved me a lot of a lot of hassle with having to test and everything. You know, spend a bunch of days testing. So, um, well, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm happy with it. Race Tech, a sponsor of our show, so that works out good. Um, thank yeah. you, Race Tech, uh, for coming on board, and I'm glad to see that they got you dialed in. Um, yeah. uh, hey, you know, uh, Mun Racing, Chip Mun, there. He and obviously you just started with them, but. Um, Berluti, that's the kind of team, like, they don't have superstars, they don't win a lot of races, but it's guys like Chip Munn that we need in the sport. We need to keep, we need to keep happy. We need to make it worthwhile for him to go to the races. We need to make sure he's happy, uh, motocross, supercross promoters, because, you know, you can't just all be factory teams. Um, there's a guy that supported a ton of racers and dumped a lot of money in it. Um, and so good for good for Chip and and for keeping coming out to the racing. I don't know much about them. Where where are they out of Texas? Uh, okay. Houston? Where are they from, Vince? Ah, uh, somewhere in Texas. Yeah. I, I haven't been. I haven't been to the uh, to yeah. the shop or anything. Yeah, but... Texas somewhere. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Texas is big. Let's go Houston or Dallas. Yeah. we'll probably be close. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know what I mean. So so how's the team? Uh, obviously, and how's Chip and 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 all that? It's early, but uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it's been great, honestly. I, I mean, I couldn't be happier. Like I said, I, I wouldn't be, I yeah. wouldn't be racing outdoors right now if it wasn't for mm-hmm. for Chip and every and everybody there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. The bike is really good, and uh, you know, any, anything that that breaks, I, it gets replaced, and the bike stays fresh. And you know, right. I, I couldn't be happier right now. Obviously, we, these first two rounds didn't go as planned. I qualified good in the first one, but. Yeah. Had some bad luck ever since then, but uh, you know I, I know my speed's there and my my endurance is there and the bike's good and you know the whole the whole program will come around and it'll uh, it'll work out and my results will start start to show here uh, here shortly. Um, I'm hoping. Hey, did you um, you rode 250 East Coast, 450 on yep. the West and Supercross? You did a great job in the 450 class. And did you see that article I wrote coming in the Vegas? Uh, you were on the fence to getting kicked out of the top 20. Which, I, yep. you know, I was, I was think, I was telling people, or I met, uh, we talked about it on the show here. I thought you should have just still rode your 450 because I mean that was eight grand. I think was the 20th place in the series. Uh, but you rode 250s, and uh, thanks to everything working out, you still finished uh, 18th in the series or whatever, 17th in the series, only racing I don't know seven races or something, eight races. Um, yeah. Did you know about that? Did you think about riding a 450 at Vegas? Did, did were, you, were, you, were you watching the main and and praying to uh, make sure everything worked out? Yeah, no, I definitely was, but I I, I actually was kind of up in the air about it. But I went and talked to the AMA, and if I would have the way the rules work, if I would have raced Vegas on the 450 and got the top 20 in points, then I wouldn't have been eligible to ride a 250F next year. So. I, I mean, I, I kind of still wanted to be a feel, you know, have that option, you know, if I want to ride a two fifty next year, I still well, want to be able to. And, I, what do you mean? No, uh, but you, you did finish top twenty, so you can't ride two fifties next year. No, I. I uh, it's weird the way the rules work. If you go to them ahead of time and you say, "Hey, I want to 
I want to ride the, the 250 class right. on on whatever coast, East Coast. Yeah. And I'm just going to ride these these other 450, you know, races just for fun or whatever okay. to make money or yeah or whatever the reason is. Then they, I, I get you. Pretty much, you got to designate a co- that okay. you're a lights rider, not a 450 guy. And even if you get the top 20 in the points, oh, I didn't know that. You can mm-hmm. still ride the 250 class. Yeah, and it, but <laughs> but if you skip a, an East Coast race or you're designated lights coast. class yeah. series race to ride the 450, then oh, yeah. So if I okay. were to race Vegas, then I wouldn't have been able to do the lights class. I see. So yeah, if you race all your 250 races that you that you said you would, then they say okay, you're a 250 rider. But yeah, if yeah. you were to skip to to make sure you run that money, now they're saying you're a 450 rider because you didn't race all your coasts. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Who who knew that? I didn't know. Yeah, that. I didn't. Know that. So I thought the rule was yeah. you finish top 20 in 450s, you're effed. I don't think they even know. I don't think they do either. Yeah, they, <laughs> they no. Honestly, they they didn't even know. I uh, <laughs> I actually I I went and asked them, and they had to go get the rule book out. That's awesome. Look it up and come back to me and give me an answer. <laughs> well, hey, it worked <laughs> out because you you. Uh, um, Albertson didn't show. Blos didn't get the number of points he needed. Um, uh, Lemay didn't get what he needed. So yeah, yeah, perfect. You got yourself eight grand or nine grand or whatever for being top twenty. Yeah, yeah, it worked out good. So it was a good night in Vegas. I was <laughs> I was pretty pumped on that. Were you happy with your East Coast ride? Uh, you got f- fifth in the points, fourth in the points, fourth, fourth, fourth. in the points. Yeah, yeah. Did, did a good yeah, job. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always happy with it. I I, I mean the to finish the championship overall in fourth, I think was was good. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I would have liked to have been a little bit better and uh, you know, like have had a single race where I would at least gotten on the podium once was right. kind of my goal. But uh, and I, I had a few races where it was, I felt like it was kind of handed to me, and I you know I, I didn't either didn't ride good or yeah. or something you know. But <clears throat> that's kind of why I, I want to try to maybe be on a two DF again next year if I you know if, only if I can get a good bike and and be on a good program, but. Um, I feel like I can get podiums there and, and be a, a front runner kind of guy in the, in the lights class. Yeah, you were the first guy, obviously in fourth in the points. You were ahead of a ton of guys that got more support and make more money. Um, you know what I mean? You were like the first guy to like have sort of a, a full privateer deal of, of you know in yeah. the class. So, um, yeah, I got a question. Yeah, go ahead, Berluti. So, so in in doing what you're talking about, why? Or had you figured out if you would have stayed on a 450, you probably could have made more money if you rode a 450. All oh, year. all season, you mean? Yeah, even if even if you oh. had a ride from somebody, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. how much money are, is is did your team pay you for four fit for 250s? You know? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't making anything as far as salary or anything like that goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely would have made a lot more money on the 450. But uh, yeah, I mean, my thing was to try to get out there and show that I can run up up front in the 250 class, which I think I did, you know, mm-hmm. I did a decent job of it. I, I think, you know, I wish I would have done a little bit better, but I don't know. I, just, I, I feel like I kind of, I still am trying to do it the way of, you know, getting on a factory yeah. TVDF maybe and, and, and trying to win a championship and then uh, going to the 450 class on a factory bike and, and doing it the right way instead of kind of trying to do it on a crappy bike and, yeah go about yeah. it that the the tough road you know and I, i'm still pretty young i mean I, i'm 22 and i feel like you know there's plenty of guys in the lights class riding out to their freaking dang near 30 so <laughs> i don't feel right. bad going to you know 23 24 you know Definitely a couple get- more years in the lights class i think will be be fine you uh but man you were killing on the 450 like you were riding very well yeah um for sure. each and every week you know what i mean um 
some guys yeah. that that guys were missing the main events that uh, and you were in easy and riding great. So it's tough though. Like in our sport, you get one or two chances to show what you have, and then they write you off as a career privateer. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. too many guys get into the system when they've had a few shots like yourself. You know, but a guy like Davalos yeah. or Sipes will get in the factory team uh, merry-go-round and never get off. Yeah. But a guy like you, a guy like uh, even Cole Thompson, a guy like, um, um, I think of Alex Martin maybe, can never get in that go fa- merry-go-round. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird the way it well, works. Well, I mean, but, I, mean I, I think if you put Sipes or Davalos on a privateer bike, they would still go get on the podium. And, uh, I yeah. mean, yeah. The bike's a big difference, but it's not as big as what everybody makes it out to be. I mean, the, especially in the 450, it's not a big deal at all. It, it, it's mm-hmm. the 280 class that the motor is is pretty big, and especially in the outdoors. But uh, I mean, I, I I don't I don't think it's it, I don't, you know I'm not one of the guys that's oh they give the same guys the factory rides. I mean, I think the guys that have it, they've earned it. Maybe they earned it from yeah. the, what they either the potential they've shown or or the consistency they've had, or, you know, they've done something to earn it, you know, kind of. So I, I, I don't I don't feel like it's too much to pick the same guys and they kind of write guys off as privateers. I, don't, I mean, right. at least, uh, you know, I kind of, it, it sucks that the sport's so hard to, to get a good ride at and make money at. You know, guys like me that, I mean, I got fourth in the championship and I, you know, wasn't getting paid a salary or anything like that. Yeah, but yeah. at the same yeah. time, it, it's kind of like, I don't want to be doing this unless I'm, you know, one of the top guys, so. I'm gonna keep going until I'm 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 on a factory team and I'm one of those guys, or I'm gonna come to a point where I'm I'm not making enough money. I'm gonna have to quit and go get a job. You know, right? Uh, Well, I mean, it it shouldn't be the same, but the purse money in the 250s, it's really bad. Yeah, like it's. I'm not saying it should be the same as 450s. 450s should make more money. There's no doubt. That's a premier class. Yes, but the the 250 is. I mean, terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. There's no doubt hey, about how much? it. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why it's like that. I mean, it, 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 that's probably the most frustrating thing because, you I mean, it's not like the series is doing bad. You see every weekend Supercross exactly. stadiums are pretty full. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it seems to be doing pretty well. I mean, they got, like, a good TV package and all that, and they yeah. can't pay us, you know, at least enough money to where it makes it worth our while, you know. You should you should get a 1000 bucks if you make the main event minimum. For sure, a thousand oh, yeah. bucks yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm talking, below, you know, a thousand bucks is, is not that much. But if you can make four grand a month, yeah. um, that's not that's doing okay as a professional racer. And then, of course, all your other contingencies and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah. I got a question for yeah. for Vince. Um, Vince, you were obviously kind of notorious with all the Moto fans and everything else for your aggressive riding before. I guess really this year, but it seems like you've totally changed things around this year. We haven't seen a lot of like, you know, aggressive incidents. And do you feel, I mean, have you made a conscious effort to change something or do you feel like perhaps there was just a misconception from the beginning and you were just found yourself in circumstances that kind of put you in a position to make those decisions? I think it was just kind of, I had that, that reputation from the beginning and, uh, and even, you know, the last couple of years I've been kind of, that guy on the bubble of making the main or, or being a guy with a, with a, you know, being a privateer or being a, a, a guy on a good team. And I've been put in a position to, to have to ride 
pretty freaking hard to try to get the results that you know to right. keep to keep my job or to keep making money you know and I mean even this year I, I'm sure if you talk to the guys I was racing against I was probably just as aggressive as as I ever was I, I don't know if guys are starting to learn that you know that I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna give them any room if I'm around them you know I'm, I'm not gonna let guys go by me I think some of the top guys kind of expect to uh uh-huh just get let by and, and that's not what I'm going to do. And, you know, I, I get really good starts and a lot of times there is guys that are a little bit faster than me having to pass me and, and I'm not going to just let guys by, especially in supercross. I mean, a race is freaking a heat race lasts for four and a half, five minutes. You know, I'm, I'm not going to let anybody pass me. It's, I'm going to try to hold them off for, for that long. I could see an outdoor national. Sometimes I'll move over and let a, a faster guy by and kind of catch his lines or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, no, I mean I don't think I changed anything this year. I think I was a little bit faster this year, which which helped a lot, and I wasn't really as much on that bubble of making mains or or getting the results that I was wanting to get. I was kind of I was kind of in there where I wanted to be every time. I was pretty content with my position. I think most of the time where I was at, and uh, no, I I don't think I really changed anything up. I just uh, maybe a little bit faster this year is, is probably all it was. Yeah. Um. Hey, what? Uh, looking forward to the outdoors. What's your favorite tracks? What are you looking forward to? Man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. For some reason, I, I, I seem to I seem to like uh, Washougal. I feel like the dirt's kind of like like it is back where I'm from there. But right. Um, I don't know. My mechanic's a, a local Southwick guy, so okay. I'm, I'm hoping to hoping to pull through a good a good Southwick race for for him and all his uh, fans back there. He's actually Jimmy D's old mechanic, and uh, oh yeah. He's probably in tears. Little, he's probably in tears. Little, he's probably in tears looking at the GP results, just crying himself to sleep. Uh, 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 no. Jimmy D's struggling a bit. Um, hey, and by the way, uh, Mun Racing's in Waco, Texas. I got, oh, wow. got a tweet okay. for that. Uh-huh. So uh, outside of Dallas, uh-huh. north of Dallas, there. Um, Vince, thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, it's going to get better, trust me, than what we've seen yep. outdoors. Uh, but you had a terrific Supercross season, and. Uh, Thanks for coming on, and thanks for supporting Race Tech too. Race Tech suspension. There's a choice of privateers. Steve, so. you got one more t- time for one more question. Yeah, always Berlude. Sorry. Hey, what what's your um, starting ritual that you do on the starting line? I've I've we've lined up against you a couple times, and uh, what, what, well, where, where did that come from? What's he do? Well, he, 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 he'll tell you. Okay. I don't know. It's just it's just kind of what I just I'm just doing what I'm feeling, and I mean it. It I don't know. It works, and it's just kind of a routine that i go through it's like whatever come whatever it's something with your bars where you go lock to lock and then you bring it back i mean i'm, I'm not making fun i'm just it's right. very different than i've ever seen before mm. yeah no i don't i i mean it i'm just kind of doing what i'm feeling I, I don't know it's just uh kind of like a a routine that i got that i i go through before i take off i guess uh judging by your starts keep doing it yeah did you do that <laughs> yeah did you do that in the amateurs uh yeah i, I kind of do i've done like always something maybe something a little bit different but mm-hmm. maybe not like that exact thing every time right right some some sort of uh whatever you're feeling movement movement yeah yeah mine would be eating miming eating <laughs> that would be my move um thanks vince thank you for coming on the show man um good luck at muddy creek this weekend and uh yeah thanks thanks again man appreciate it right on thanks for having me on guys all right thank you see ya that's uh mun racing ktm's vince freeze everybody uh yeah whatever he's doing on the start keep doing it I works. like that guy. You do? I mean, after listening to him and stuff, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. solid. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, can't you blame think? him for trying hard either. Berlou oh, likes that it. guy. Yeah, I do. I just... we're, we're talking about the purses being so small for these guys in the lights class. You know, hey, 
push hard for it, you know, fight for it. Yeah. And and that was a great question you asked him about uh, his aggressive riding because, uh, yeah, we had a couple of riders on our team that thought the same thing about him, you know. But uh, like you said, he's gotten faster. The guy's maturing. He's getting better as he goes, you know. Seems like it, yeah. Oh, it's that time. It's the time for the Race Tech email segment. Uh, you, you know, you know, Race Tech. They've been around a long time. Race Tech, uh, Race Tech dot com. They've uh, their choice of privateers: uh, Ben Lemay, Vince Freeze, um, Derek Anderson. They all use Race Tech and they rely on it. And uh, if you want a deal on Race Tech, check out sponsored deals on PulpMexShow dot com. They'll they'll get you uh, hooked up. Um, vintage bikes, cars, street bikes, dirt bikes, whatever you want to do. Paul Feed at Race Tech has done it and been around and can make your bike better. There's no doubt about it. Uh, all right, these are the best emails of the week. Um, okay. Uh, why did I print some of these off? Uh, okay, Alex. Hi, Steve, Tits, Pookie, Berluti, Ping, Assorted Dogs, and JT. Can I ask you guys about the TV production? No, not a rant about TV times. Thank God. I understand hockey is more popular than MX. No, my question is who the flying fuck makes the decisions to constantly, all caps, cut to instant replays, which always ends up in missing, missing yet another critical part of the race. You could actually hear the crowd going nuts as RV passed James in the second moto. Instead, we were left watching a super slow-mo, boring replay of a fairly minimal off-track excursion by Dungey, which we saw in plain view. Why not let the race happen? Replay that shit when RC, RV has a 20-second lead at the end and everyone is mailing it in. Is it really that hard? It happens in other sports. It's well done and really, really easy. If, to, if I have to watch one more replay in motocross where I can hear the crowd going nuts, I'm going to explode. What do you think would be interesting to hear discussed on the show, Alex? Uh, yeah, Alex, that's the director's, uh, director's deal there. Um, you're right, they do miss stuff. I've noticed that too, but I don't know. Maybe they've got to get it in at a certain point. I don't really know why that is. Um, how about How about – Villapoto's off-road excursion. I know, that huh? That was badass. Yeah. Dude. He'd make a flat tracker happy. Right? Oh, yeah. He just pins it. <laughs> he does. Fuck, does he pin it. Uh, Paul sent this in. Hey, Steve, I was wondering, how do you think the Japanese manufacturers will respond to Giuseppe Luongo asking him to decrease the size of their 450 machines to 380 or even 350? Will they take him seriously or will they just tell him to pound sand? Also, I was wondering if you heard Luongo's latest interview in MX Large where he states the most recent plans well, the GPs, what do you think? Is the guy on drugs or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, there's something going on with the, the GPs. I mean, the guy, they get 18 guys on the line, and they're blaming that the bikes are too powerful, and that's where they're – no, no, you're charging too much fucking money to race your series, bro. That's your problem. They you're killing the sport. The riders don't, even riders get don't get paid. You charge these teams and riders tons of money. You go to these god-awful countries everywhere across the globe, and I get it, you want to expand your brand, I get it. But guess what? These teams don't have that much money. You're bleeding them dry. Yes, you're helping them out with some, some travel stipends here and there, but it's whatever your plan is, it's not working. It's entry fee. It's purse money. It's the way you treat the teams. It's something. It's not the size of the bike. Incredibly ridiculous reasons. It's like, it's like smoking two packs a day and getting lung cancer and then blaming, I don't know, blaming apples. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> dude, look at the problem. Look at what you're doing. It's sad. The GPs are sad. Sad. It's terrible. Uh, Brad. Hey, Steve. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for sending up the tweets you do because I would not be able to follow what is happening in the Nationals otherwise. This leads me to my next point. Why this year are us Canadians not being able to watch the motos online or on TV? 
Last year, if I remember correctly, I was able to watch at least two motos on Ally Sports. Another thing is the NBC Extra app that I would need to watch from tablet or my phone is only available from the iTunes store in the United States. We are huge moto fans here. We'd love to be able to watch these broadcasts. If you could address this issue tonight in the Pulp Show, it would appreciate it from Brad. Brad, I, I got Canadian buddies. They've been watching the races. I don't know what your deal is. Um, you're saying you're, you, the NBC Extra app that I would need to watch from tablet or my phone is only available. I can't watch TV on my phone while I mow the lawn. Oh, God. Woe is me. Like, seriously, if people in the 60s were to hear you complain about you can't watch. I can't watch it on my phone, damn it. Yeah, can you imagine You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I I don't know, Brad. Everybody in Canada seems to be watching them. I get the – that's the word I get anyways. I think it's getting transmitted via like a channel actually in in Canada, right? I mean – Yeah, it's on Rogers Rogers Sportsnet or something or the score or something which is owned by Rogers. So I don't know. I mean – Unless you're a cord cutter like like I am. I don't have – we don't have satellite or cable TV or anything just because we never watch TV. uh Uh-huh. So it's kind of a bummer for us because we missed the second motos, but still. But what I would say to that is get the damn TV. Exactly. Like it's not a ton of money. I get get tweets and emails about this all the time. Like – you know, I have it. On, I'm a Dish Network guy. Um, I pay a little extra for a sports package, and I get the channels and nine yeah. bucks a month or whatever. Like, I don't, I, I don't get it. Like, yeah. if you love motocross, you can find that extra nine dollars a month or whatever. And and if your provider doesn't carry the channel, get a new provider. The, the competition is fierce for TV for your TV dollar between satellite and cable. Yeah. Figure it out. And if I don't pay for it, how can I complain about it, right? Well, that's what I don't get. I don't understand <laughs> you know, true it. True story. Uh, Kelby. Kelby? His name is Kelby. Hey, Steve, I've been listening for a while now, and as a road rep for WPS, Fly Racing, the show makes the drive on Tuesday and Wednesday so much better. I've got an idea for the show, though. I absolutely cannot stand your song selections. Kelby, I, don't, I, can't, I cannot stand you. Uh, for the most part, everyone else that picks songs I can deal with, but yours are terrible. What'd you pick tonight? Old school Halen. Oh, that's well. That's every forgot night. to ask Osman about every night. Forgot to ask Osman oh, yeah, about Halen. Um, so the other day at the track, it was raining and there were a lot of bench racing going on. Someone was playing music and would play a song and immediately say, "What video and where?" A few days later, I realized that it seems like moto guys are always doing that, relating a song to the video and a scene of a moto movie. Tits picked the third song. Um, to Terra Firma? Terra Firma? That's correct. Yeah, Terra Firma. So, Kelby, you and Tits would, would get along well. Getting to the point, why don't you do that with your music? Bring on a sponsor for the new segment and give away a small prize at the end of each commercial break. It would be fun and encourage people to be more patient and wait through the commercials. Uh, think about it. It could be good, I think. Do you have a promo code for Free Gun? Uh, yes, I do. True Colors. Type in True Colors, uh, no space, and you'll save money at Free Gun. Uh, Kelby, it's my show. Get your own show, and you can play your own stupid music that you want. I don't understand why my two minutes of music every week is such a source of aggravation for people on Twitter. DMXS lets their fans pick the music. Yeah, good job. I let my co-hosts pick the music, so I'm also doing that. But for my song each week, I'm playing Van Halen, so suck balls. If you don't like it, get your own show. I don't understand. I don't understand. People get so revved up about this, like... It really is only a couple minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. it's not that big. It's of a, a deal. four hour show, and you're complaining about a minute and a half of Van Halen. And you can turn it down. Well, that's to be fair, I... that, that is a lot of Van Halen. <laughs> and, and that's probably why my numbers dropped. Well, I, let's let's mantra, check where you're at right now. Montrose. Let's hey, see where you're at right during now. During the break, 
I voted for you. Oh, you're welcome. dude, you're on it. There we are. Uh, I knew I liked tits. I, you went up. Yeah, you went up. I did? But so Thanks, did Ping. Tits. But so did Ping. Oh, okay. Oh, you got a long way. But Ping's you're, you're, close a you're closer to Villeman now. God, I can't believe Villeman's um, got me. All right, X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. This is uh, sponsored by X-Brand Goggles. X, xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. Pulp Show 13 saves you 30%. The best goggles on the market by far. xbrand.com. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right. These are questions for Tony Baluti. For me, too? Both of you. Okay. Submitted by one. Corey Mosier. Not familiar with him. Mm. <laughs> Do you know him? Vaguely. Vaguely, yeah. I've seen him pop up on Twitter here. Yeah. Big Andrew Short fan. Yeah. I hear. <laughs> not, not the biggest, apparently. What? <sighs> not the biggest to win his stuff. Oh. Gotta say, I won his. I won Shorty's gear. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Can we talk about on the air how Moser's going to Shorty's house? Oh man, yeah, we can. Why not? He's pack. He's taking his whole family to Andrew's house. He became. He was a huge fan of Andrew Short. Yeah. Now he's going to his house to hang out with him. Andrew must do you, like. Do him. you know how long it is? I, I no, I don't I know. Hear. I cannot believe that Andrew and his wife Jackie, bless their hearts. Are letting this happen. Like, I'm going to start writing LeBron James <laughs> creepy emails, and soon I'll be kicking it courtside with LeBron. Showing up. I'll be at his pool with Cristal and bitches. Cut like, out. how does this happen in our sport? It's how do you become a fan insane. of a rider, and in two years you're going to his house? <laughs> Staying there. It blows it's me insane. away. He's a good guy, though. Dude. It doesn't matter. It's totally a good that, guy, a but weird deal, yeah. it's creepy. There's no other way around it. I don't really it. know the hey, whole history on but, it, but like, that's that's how it started. Huh? Y- you know how it went down, right? No. Well, I'm sure that Short was like, "Hey, yeah, oh. you know, this is all an email, so you can't you can't say." So I was like, "Yeah, you should come and you can stay at our house." And Corey says, "Oh, yeah, definitely." And then Short says, "Oh, great." Guy in the chat room says, "Some people don't make the money you do, Mathis. Some people to some people, families, nine dollars makes a difference." Oh, talking about your. I challenge you to find nine dollars in a month that you waste on Starbucks, on fast food. Just skip a meal on, on something. Do. Yeah. To get your motocross package. Like I, you know. Yeah. For well, sure. We're a small, small sport. We're not going to be on ABC. You know, like it's not going to happen. And if nine dollars is a challenge, and you if, shouldn't be worrying about TV anyway. You know. If there you, you go. For if sure. you have <laughs> speed TV, you pay extra. Speed doesn't come as part of like a basic no. package. No. So you know. If you have the Supercross races and you're paying a little extra for that, pay a little extra for the motocross races. All right. Let's do this. Okay. You want to go first or you want Berluti to go uh, first? Ber- let's get Berluti to work the TV, the computer again. <laughs> let's try to get Berluti to scroll <laughs> through the computer again. Just throw me the questions. <laughs> all right. F you, dude. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> right, Berluti? Is, is that what you're saying to me? Pretty much, yeah. Right. All right. Okay. If Josh Hill was racing... Where do you think he would be finishing? Outdoor Nationals. Yes. Out of the top 20. What? Did you say Josh Hill? I'm sorry. I was thinking Hanson. I'm my bad. <laughs> it's late. Uh, it's guess, late. Bro, it's time for bed for Baluti. It's 930, yeah. Baluti, paw the screen some more. 10 to 15. <laughs> 10 to 15? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love it. 
<laughs> Come on, two Joshes. Stop it, Steve. Stop it. No one can see that, but I think it's really funny. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, all right, Steve, first question. All right. Um, list all of the riders that you think could potentially win a moto in the 250 class this season. Tomac, Roxon, Marvin, Zach, Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb can win a moto. Oh, yeah. Whole shot per loot? I don't know. He goes. He, he can go. Yet. He can go balls out too. He's you capable. Do a little side bet. Ooh, no, Come no. On. on whether he wins. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Um. Okay. So, second question for you, Berluti. What is the most notable improvement at the Outdoor Nationals since you last raced them? Rate? What do you mean, race them? Oh, his as, you know, a, his, mechanic. as a mechanic. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good question. Uh, good question. Yeah, it's been, it's been three question. years or whatever for you. Any notable improvements? It's still early in the series, but still. That's, that's a tough one. Um, what about since 89? <laughs> 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 I, 15 I, seconds, you're up. I'm done. Good job. I hope Davey Coombs isn't that, listening. That is a no yeah, answer. We're, I'm fired. All right. Okay. Second question, Steve. If Cairoli had raced Thunder Valley, where would he have placed? Uh, well, he's faster than DeSalle. DeSalle went like uh, five six or five seven or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Uh, so Caroli probably go three four. Beat Barsha. Right there. He, right he's there. not going to beat the Ryan's, but he'll be right there. All right. Didn't he at the Dis Nations? Did he win? No, he finished right behind Dungey or whatever. Yeah, he didn't have nothing for Dungey. Do you remember he tried to do that to up that quad thing? <laughs> yeah, on, on, the, the, on his three fifty. Yeah, cased the shit and, out of it. Yeah, he was done. Honest. <laughs> 350 quote well, whatever he whatever he's on he sure didn't make it did he no i know that's <laughs> true all right berluti third and final question what track is no longer on the motocross series that you would like to see come back binghamton <laughs> did you 35 did you go to south carolina yeah i sure did how was that I heard that was good. Went there one time. And I think they only had it once, maybe. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it was an '87. I recall it, it was pretty good. Did you go Lake Sugar Tree? Went to Lake Sugar Tree. I the last to... couple of years, it became really dusty, really yeah. terrible, okay. hard packed, slick. Yeah. It was kind of a neat area, but. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other national tracks old yeah, school. Yeah, so I ones. mean, there's not really that. I guess Glen Helen, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Third and final question for you, Stephen. Name a professional rider that is or was a good bike mechanic and who is or was the worst. The worst is a tie for all of them. Um, the best one, uh, none of them can work on four strokes that I know of. Do you know any of any? No. No. Um, Ryan Sipes said he could change a moose. So let's go with Ryan Sipes. I can't change a moose. <laughs> So if Sipes can, did you and Kenny ever do your tire deal? No, he he uh, he said I would win. Oh, so he give you a thousand bucks? No, it wasn't. Did we bet a thousand? It was a thousand bucks. Was it that much? I thought it was. I, the, Kenny and bets are shaky ground. Oh, okay. Ask Steve Cox. Hey, speaking so. of bets, do you know if JT was ever was able to make a put the double or nothing on the Alessi deal? Yeah, he said he was going to. Yeah, try. yeah, no, no, he he doubled or nothing on Stuart Poding. He won that, so he won his money back. Uh huh. So they were even. Now okay. he bet the same guy who shall go nameless, but rhymes with Shimon Schmoles. Uh-huh. 
uh, bet him that two to one odds. I forget. I don't know. They they got odds now. Now oh, they got odds. So so it wasn't the same Alessi deal because Alessi went six six for like fifth overall. Yeah, no, no, no. They bet like on that. Stewart making the podium. Mm, Schmanschmoles okay. said he would. JT said he would not at at Lakewood. But now they're so they watched that bet. Now they're onto some sort of odds. Two to one the field. Like they're going further. I paid. I saw. <laughs> I saw Schmanschmoles and I, I paid my fifty so bucks. So that was podium promoto. Yeah, Obviously I, I think it was overall. Yeah. Well, overall. he didn't get it overall. No, I know. Oh, yeah, okay. JT won. That, yeah. A, yeah. Um, that has been the expert on goggle tear off segment. Uh, we normally do this uh, spot earlier, but we never got around to it. Tweet at tits. BTOsports. dot com. Tweet at tits. Yep. Wait for it. Tweet at tits. Wait for it. I'm trying. Good job, to producer. Find Pete. it. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. I can't watch motocross on my tablet. Damn the world. Oh, is it Flash-based? I don't know. No, some app? I, no I the app. Try. The guy couldn't get the app in the U.S. store. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> the microwave. I can only, I got to wait 30 seconds to eat. What kind of world we live in nowadays? Like, that's what we're at. That's where we're at. Like, people can complain about anything. Oh, I know this. Trust me. They're complaining about the music, the yeah. minute and a half of Van Halen. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, like sorry. I, I, I don't know what to say. If you're, if you're Coombs or you're Feld or whatever, like. Just think of how far it's come. That's what I'm saying, bro. You, you can all, I mean, you, you could complain that, you know, one of the motos isn't live. And, you know, I don't think that's legit at all. I was pissed off when I got cycle news late because that was the only time that you would know because you didn't have the internet, so you'd yeah. get your cycle news, yeah. and that's how you knew how the results yeah. went. Yeah. yeah, I know I'm dating myself, Steve. Uh, do you know cycle news has all their issues online now? I Every like one. It. You I got to go to it. I got to no. Wow. I got to go now. I got to sign up. You got to pay. Oh, you do? Yeah. No. Eighties and seventies, everything. Oh, the old ones. Yes. Oh, everything. Wow, that's cool. I know. Wow. Is well, it indexable? Get your time to do that. What? Can you search it? Is it searchable? Or no? Can you? I don't like know. A, no, by word you mean? Yeah. Or, no, I don't think so. No. That would be awesome. Come on, bro. That would be awesome. I need to go back and look at some old results to see because I, I know I made it a few times. You More probably Manitoba did too. But, yeah, local uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, Not me Manitoba, too. Manitoba, no, me, me too. I made some GFIs. Fernley. I got a couple of Fernley. Okay. Yeah. Right. See, and right. I made some GFIs and some are. district <laughs> district nice. twenty three races yeah. when I raced Minnesota. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember the first time I was a kid, like 14, 15 years old. My name's in Cycle News for like, you know, third and eighty pro or something. Do you remember when it was Cycle News West and Cycle no, News no, East? No, no, before my time, way oh, before okay. my time, yeah. But your Manitoba titles are way better in Cycle News, huh? Well, yeah, we, they didn't cover the Manitoba scene, right? American only, yeah. So, so you just out. want to look in there to see your name? Well, I just thought that was really cool. My name oh. was on the same issue that Rick Johnson was. Oh, there you go. I mean, he was forty pages earlier and right. top and on the cover, but I was in there. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. These are the best questions. Uh, Are they the best, though? I actually got – there's probably over at least 30 questions, and I whittled it down to the best – what I think are the best 10. So um, that remains to be seen. All right, let's do this. Okay. This is actually for both you, Steve, and Berluti. Um, This is from Spags. He wants to know what you guys think is the next evolution of the motocross bike. Like what's the next thing that will – Big evolution. Uh, I think electronic suspension. 
maybe uh-huh. for loot. Yeah, I'd, say, you can, I'd say something in suspension. Yeah. I know, I know, Olean, you know, does electronics with suspension and moto. Uh, or not, road not race. Moto yeah, right yeah, yeah. Right, right. They might be testing it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Are you are you talking like active oil? You know, there's like responsive fluid within it that, that uh, responds to well, like yeah, the charge. You, um, oh, well, there's that. Yeah, there's that. Or you just simply doing um, clicker changes or huge massive valving changes electronically. Right. Yeah, changing maybe where where a piston comes in or, or you know where a, a rod comes up or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brian King um, wants to know. This is for anyone. What do you guys think about the all-wheel drive bikes? Will they ever make it into Supercross or Motocross? You know those Christini bikes? Front-wheel drive? Uh, no, them? I don't think so. They're too heavy. There's too much there. They're in Durocross, though. A bunch of them in Durocross. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. But I don't think so. Uh, is the power uh, – does anybody know if like the – it's yeah, like it's 80% a, rear, Yeah, it's a percentage. Yeah, it's a percentage. I think it's 80-20. Okay. Or eighty-five, powered, right? fifteen, or something. Yeah, because um, that'd be—I mean, yeah. it would totally change how you'd have to ride the bike. Yeah, 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 completely. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Emma White wants to know what he says. A chick. E M A. That—that's how you spell the first name. So I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. So my apologies. Mm. They might have a question. Um, the question is: What makes Roger DeCoster such a good team manager? What sets him apart from the other team managers? Okay, first of all, Rogers. Obviously a good team manager. He's been around a long time. The man. Uh, but I do think that it's overrated, the great manager part of it. Um, you know, for years he was at Suzuki with Tony Berluti. The team sucked balls. Mike LaRocco, Jeremy McGrath, they didn't win when they went to Suzuki. You know when they won? Well, they hired Ricky Carmichael. Then Roger became a great mentor and manager. Now he's, a, he's good in the shop. I'm gonna obviously you know hands on yeah he loves uh, working in the machine shop mills and lays and all that the guy's probably the, the best guy out there and and he does he does do a good job but the great manager thing I think is overrated you win you, you're a great manager when you have a great rider absolutely yeah so am I on am I on the right track yeah no I agree for sure yeah like he's nothing not not he's bad he's not shit it's just no, his legacy is from when he raced, and he's and he's held on to that and kept it, you know. But like Larry Brooks has won championships, but is he known as the great, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, manager. no, I mean there was a lot of people talking about how Larry was a great manager because he won all those titles. He's won a shit ton. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what sets Roger apart, I think, was his five-time world championships. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. But I think you know, like I said, you guys had some dark years at Suzuki when he got over there. Yeah. There was no winning going on at all for many years. Albertine was his first well, on the 450 uh, and the 250s. Yeah, 99. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. Next question. Michael Jones wants to know if you guys think that Troy Lee is getting better results with Mookie than they would have it with Craig. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. Mookie's been good. He's good. Yeah. Okay. Piss Pu- me off. Pure Moto fan. <laughs> Piss me off. Pure Moto fan, he says, if Metcalf doesn't destroy the Canadians this summer, what does it mean for his chances of a good ride in the USA next year? I don't think anything. I don't think there's enough Americans who pay attention to what goes on up there to really care. Like, they're not like, oh, what was that? Okay, they're going to hire Brett Metcalf. I need to see how he did at Calgary. You know what I mean? No, like, they don't know. They don't care. How's Metcalf doing? He's winning. Okay. How's Metcalf doing? He's getting smoked. Okay. Like, 
I don't think that matters. When's that start, by the way? Uh, next weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, or this weekend. This weekend. Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah, very good, very oh, exciting. So Canari's going up there then. Yep, yep, yeah. Canari's there. Uh, Brett Metcalf, Colton Fasciati, Tyler Medaglia is pretty good this year. Um, Bobby Canari. It's going to be good. I think the 450 class is going to be legit, legitimately pretty excited. I'm going to Calgary uh, in two weeks. The first weekend off in America. You see your mom? No, she doesn't live there. Oh, she was on the show last week, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. Cheap smokes. Cheap smokes. Cheap smokes. <laughs> she said she wished I was a truck driver, a long haul truck driver, so yeah. I could get her cheap, sm- cheap smokes at the border. <laughs> she <laughs> still smoke? Oh yeah. Oh, so does mine. Yeah. What are you gonna do? There's, you're, there's no way you're gonna stop her. She loves you to death. Yeah. You can't. You're like, hey, mom, you should, you should stop smoking. You try. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. So you know what my brother and I did? Put some cigarette loads in her. No, we figured. Well, mom, if you're not going to quit, <laughs> sm- if you're not going to quit smoking, mom, and there's nothing we can do, and we've tried everything, we've pleaded with you, but you're not going to quit. All right, let's get a life insurance policy on her. So we did. Wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. She had to sign off on it and everything. Huh? Yeah. Wow. She go take a physical or whatever. Well, how uh, long you got it for? Ah, uh, I don't even know. Don't let it lapse. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Well, I'm just saying, like, I think we made lemonade out of some lemons. There you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Not going to bring your mom back, though. <laughs> no, but, but still have what are we going to do? Money. Like, literally, you know, we tried hiding them. We tried soaking with water. We saw, you know, she she loves cheap smokes. Now you'll be able to go to the lion's den. you make your own lion's den. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can make this state this room bigger. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Berluti, this question is for you. It's from Brad Gebhardt. He says, which writer in your many decades of wrenching was the biggest track, sorry, biggest practice track hero? And then he says, it doesn't have to be your guy, but just in general. Practice track hero, in your time, who's the biggest? Well, a lot of them I didn't, you know, were from different states, so I don't know. You're talking about their local track or whatever? No. He's talking about um, a guy who went super fast during the week and then couldn't back it up on the weekend. You know what I mean? Like a practice track guy. Um, Right, gotcha. gotcha. Robbie Renard. Okay. That's That's his guy. Nice. Got to bring tears. No, I mean you. You answered. You answered that. But there's there's a lot of them that that struggle with that. You know, when come race time, it's 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 a tough one. I didn't work for him, but uh, Yogi would. Yogi's one year at Yamaha would maybe fall under that category. He was fast before the season during the week. Yeah. As fast as Chad. Yeah. On older works equipment, he had one year old stuff than what we had, and he was as fast as Chad going into Anaheim one, and even during the during the week. He's blowing away Villeman and Ferry. And yeah. then we'd go to the race. Oh, or, he or, yeah, or yeah, he just he wouldn't did. be able to pull it through. But, you yeah. know. All right. Next question for you, Steve. It's from Jesse, a.k.a. Average Superfan. Um, he wants to know if there's any updates on Cincerillo. Will he be racing this weekend? No. Uh-huh. I wouldn't look for him until after the break. So we got High Point after. Yeah, Creek? high point and then break. Then break. I yeah. would look for him at Bud's Creek coming up. He's going to need a, you know, a couple weeks to get up to, to... Is he at least getting better? Is he yeah, getting... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's All right. getting better. Next question for you, Berluti, from Jason Rambo. Um, How do you work an iPod? An, 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 an iBook? Uh, do MacBook, MacBook Pros have touchscreens? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad right now. Hey, all my stuff's touchscreen now. My iPad is. Uh, at least it. I can say iPad. You kept you were stumbling there, Steve. What were you trying to say? Ooh, touche. Touche, Anyway, with the question. All right. Um, all those he, people he in the does, chat room are 95% dildos. 
He does not specify, but he wants to know what to you, what is the biggest surprise this season? I'm assuming as far as results go. Choose your class, 250s or 450s. What's something that jumps out as you biggest surprise so far? Uh, kind of broad, but take your pick. If we're talking outdoors, I'd say Mookie's riding really well on, on that bike. You know? nobody, a- nobody asked me, but it would be RV's dominance. I, I didn't think he'd be this good. I, I remember- just didn't think he'd be this good. You said he'd be right really? there with Dungey. I don't. 1A I can't and 1B, believe. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, you no, see, the, you he's passed to... Ryan Dungey three out of four motos. You know, he's, uh, he's on it. I I didn't think he'd be this good. I did. Okay. All right. I had bets on. It. I made money. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, he did not direct it to you, but you would know if of anyone. Uh, Joel Parisi wants to know what is the deal with the Alessi's new technology. I don't know. I heard it was a throttle tube. I got no. an email that said it was a you know a centric throttle tube. They've had them out for quite a while. No, I know. You yeah. know where you can change yeah, yeah. the ratio of. I, I I don't know. I didn't ask Tony. I f- keep forgetting. Did you see that tank he had on his bike this week? No, I didn't notice. Terrible. What was it? Looked like a big old off-road Clark tank or, or IMS <laughs> yeah, tank. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the week before it looked like he had a carbon tank from somewhere, uh-huh. and then this week he had this. I need. I, I didn't look. Check it out. Did it have it's one of those hideous. fast fill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It almost looked like it. It had an area for that, but I don't know. It was. It was hideous. Oh, that's not the new technology. Uh, there might be something in that <laughs> tank. I don't know. Something in the tank. Uh, All right. Um. Sorry. Uh. Oh, optics. Is this? Is this? Uh, is ready for an optics read? <laughs> okay. Um. Last question. Jared Tabus. He says you should just give the Twitter names, not the people's names. Okay, just I, for future reference. Noted. Okay. All right. Um, if Adam Cincerello is a better rider than Webb, shouldn't he be going top three every weekend? Well, do, do you think that I mean, will happen? Didn't we, didn't we cover this? I don't know. At the beginning of the show, we talked. About I may it. or may not we have did. been listening. You were not probably listening. Okay, my apologies. I can't see him doing better than Webb, who just got third and you know got some fifth. I I mean he's I think he's right there with Webb, but better than Webb? No, I don't think so. I asked Webb to come on the show today. Never got a reply back. Hmm. Thanks, Cooper. Mini Coop. That's old news, right? Definitely, he was not saying this. Hey, buddy! He was not saying that to me. <laughs> um, Yes. Voicemails. 702-586-7857. You can call in any time. Surprisingly, there weren't that many. No, it's we very, off, very We were short off for a week, week yeah. and it was not that many. So let's just get to those real quick. It takes a second to load. Hey, Tits, or whoever it is that the, uh, the mic drops. I think you need one of Debbie saying it's getting raunchy. That is all. Yeah, we'll work on that. Hey, David Claybaugh. For the love of God, you've got to put an escalator on the south side of your track. <laughs> oh, carrying my kid on my shoulders all the way up that damn hill. That would kill somebody, man. Especially some of us stoners, man. We can't make it all the way up there. Thanks. <laughs> and that's it. That's the voicemails this week, two of them. I think I left. I think I, I screwed some stuff up. Clearly had, that guy's never been to Glen Helen. Right. We had more <laughs> questions. I don't know what I did with them, but we had more questions. I screwed up. But I don't think that's anybody's... Uh, Nobody's missing that. So, um, 
What's next? Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Banging by bars. The way. Don't forget. Don't forget. Um, I don't want to rush through this stuff. All right, I'm sorry. Don't forget to support the sponsors: BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Nfab Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, Eight Ten Solutions. You can get Rhino Global Products that Tits uses and endorses now. As well as uh, Brop Bars on there. W Wheels. Thanks, W, for coming on board. Black Ops Moto. Better starting, better throttle response. Uh, BlackOpsMoto.com. Check it out for your four-stroke. Um, all right. Hey, don't forget, uh, next week, we're having a show on Tuesday. We're not on next Monday. We're on Tuesday, next Monday. I am going to spend the day on Monday after Muddy Creek at the JGR shop. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Going back. Uh, going to hang out. I'm going to let you take some photos. I think so. I don't know. Why wouldn't they? Oh, I'm just. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you have to show me. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I fly back Tuesday morning, get in Tuesday at like noon, and then gonna have a show that night. So, tits, did I tell you that? Did you know that? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Brian, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. Hey guys, sorry, I didn't realize you're about to end the show so abruptly. I'll, I'll make it quick. No, we're not. We're not ending the show. Tits would like us to end the show, but we're just not oh, gonna okay. just trying to keep get, things on get track. Right to our next segment right away. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. Well, Steve, you had mentioned on your 250 list, and obviously I'm not going to convince you of, of this particular person, but what uh, do you think it's silly to think that uh, that Jeremy Martin could be one of the dudes to win? I realize he got swallowed up pretty bad last week for a whole shot, but I'm thinking, man, when that weather gets hot, he is pretty dang good, and obviously he's got a uh, he's got a pretty good advantage on July 27th. So right. it's kind of thinking maybe he might be a shot. He might have a better chance than Cooper, maybe, I was, I was thinking. What do you think, Berlute? It's a possibility. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, he's no, been he's... better than I thought, for sure. Um, he, he's solid. He did, some, yeah. he did something at Loretta's. I, I mean, because I go to Loretta's almost every year, and he is uh, a schoolboy in a B class, and there were 20 minutes in between. He won them both, and those classes are stacked. And I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. not exactly a captain in shape guy. But I'm not exactly, you know, 300 pounds or anything like that. But, dude, I was in shorts that day, and I was having trouble breathing. It was right. so hot out there. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, so you're saying the kid does his work. It gets hot. Oh, man, that was the most impressive thing I've ever known on a motor for amateur motocross, at least. And I realize it's amateurs. It's yeah, not yeah. pros. I got that. But, right. man, that kid really, really, really showed me something that day. And it was guys like Savachi and... Um, I can't remember who else was in the B class. I know Kyle Peters. I think Bogle was in there. I mean, there were some strong dudes. Hmm, interesting. Well, yeah, let's. Uh... It gets hot down at the Carmichael farm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah. I don't know. That's just okay. uh, you know just another thought. I was right. uh, just interested to see what you guys thought, whether it was silly or not. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Nope. Um, you know, I nope. only I had 15 seconds to answer, so I really had to make it quick. You know. Yeah you, yeah, you did, and you did well. All right, thanks, Brian. <laughs> Blessings, guys. All right, see you. Evan? Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Um, thanks for taking my call. Thank you for listening um, to the show. I really appreciate it. Um, we, hey. we need people like you calling in and listening. No problem, Steve. No worries. Um, I wanted to ask Berluti, well, you too, Steve, actually. Yeah. Back in, um, well, 97, Henry was riding the the kind of like the prototype four-stroke bike, right? You know, the, yeah, the works bike, yeah. They could kind of do whatever they wanted to it, right? But then the next year in 98 when they came out production bike and during the Nationals when he was still was still winning, where, Berluti, you were on Suzuki at the time, correct? Yes. Um, 
where the other guy, I mean, where the teams like Suzuki, Honda, and Co, where you're like, oh man, this four stroke thing isn't going away. You know, we gotta, we gotta, where the where the Japanese at back back there, were they getting right on building their own at that time, or were they kind of like waiting to see if it was gonna pan out? Maybe it was just Doug riding the thing. Um, you know. what do you, what do you remember, Blue? Well, Honda was the first to jump on it. Obviously, they came right two thousand two. Yeah. Suzuki had drugged their feet, and then Cowie kind of, I think, followed Suzuki. But, um, yeah, I remember, and uh, they were eating us up. I remember Pashan at Unadilla would, would chase Henry down and be all over him, and then they'd start to go up that uphill, and then Pashan had to work that whole next lap to try to catch him back. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember him complaining about riding behind him, too. <laughs> I remember uh, 99, uh, Henry was number one. He was only riding, like, on a farewell tour or whatever. Right, right. And I was working for Red Dog, and the the guy would come into the corner so slow, you know, the engine braking and everything, and you would see guys come right up on him and, you know, kind of follow him into the turn and had to slow down at Henry's corner entering speed, and then coming out, Henry would just yard him, you know. I knew as a mechanic, like, yeah, those – well, I remember thinking, like, I don't know if it's going to work in Supercross. You know, it's kind of sketchy. But outdoors, that's that you need to have one of those. You have to have one. I, Doug Henry would not have won that title had he not been on a four-stroke. I really believe that it was that big of an advantage. Starts. Oh, see you later. Like yeah, con- that, concrete starting that, that, pads too yeah, back you then. You didn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. You just no. Drop the hammer and go. I remember thinking, and then I remember too when I was I was at Yamaha. No way, I wasn't at Yamaha. Was I? When did Honda come up with their bike? I want to say two thousand two. I think the beginning 2002? of 02? Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. We. I was at Yamaha three, and then Honda had their bike, and you know every OEM in the R and D department has every bike. You know they buy it to test it and, and everything else, and and we they had the Honda, and we brought it into our shop and weighed it and looked at it, you know, and and all this looking at ways to improve our race bike, our YZ four fifty, and we were just like, oh, fuck. We're done. Like they the thing, the thing they was, definitely left ahead of, oh, left was, ahead of Yamaha at that time. Yeah, it was narrower, aluminum frame, uh, lighter, um, you know, just everything you want in a four-stroke. Carbureted better than ours. You know, Red Dog had rode JTs a bunch at his house and was like, oh, my, you know. Well, they're actually able to – didn't they come out with it like – would it be 01? Because didn't Rhino ride that thing? It was a prototype. That was a works bike, yeah. yeah so 02 would have been a production one. Yeah, the yeah. 02 was a production yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, it was – Good question, Evan. But I, I, yeah, it was. Um, you could see outdoors that it was the way to go. Yeah, yeah. I, well, it took until Ricky got on it in '04 for it to win outdoors again, right? Um, Four fifty, anyway. I think yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah, and and also too another another way to look at it. Kevin Windham's on a four stroke. Ricky's on a two stroke. Windham beats him. Uh, for no three six right? motos or whatever. Tim Ferry yeah, beats no three. Tim Ferry beats him. At Bud's Creek, who can forget that memorable day? Uh, <laughs> t- tuned by me. Uh, Ricky gets on a four-stroke in 04, and it's 24 now. Yeah, 24 now. And not even yeah, yeah. not even touched, not even challenged. Uh, nobody no. had nothing for him. And, you know, it wasn't like Ferry and Wyndham had gotten slow. They were that big of an advantage over two-strokes. Was it the year before, though, yeah. on the two-stroke when he went 24 now, too? Yeah, but I think more people were on two-strokes then, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 2002, yeah, yeah, yeah. he went 24 now. Yeah. Oh, so 03, he didn't. Right. Tim Ferry beat him. Oh, yep. three Wyndham beat him for an overall somewhere, okay, right? Yeah. Was he the first one? When? Washougal, maybe. Yeah, Washougal. Kevin had his number. 
Yeah, on an RM250, he had his number two. He beat him, yeah. Miyano Suzuki. Yeah. All, right. All right. Thanks, Evan. Um, the other thing, Steve, can I ask? Um, um, you know what? We really, said, we really appreciate you listening. We'll let you answer one more, ask one more question. Uh, all right. Well, you said the most shocking thing so far this season is is the speed of Villapoto coming out in these first four motos. Um, and earlier in the show, you guys talked how you kind of wrote off as too early to talk about him going twenty four and zero. But you got to admit that the possibility, uh, the percentage has got to be increased a little more from from last week. Well, I, I I did, but JT and Berluti told me I'm an idiot. Well, the more the but, more you go, of course you're you're increasing your odds for sure. But no, no, this... I mean, but by by looking at him now in the second round here, uh, totally backing up what he did last week. Um, the only thing we got to see him do is maybe come from like a tenth place start or so and well, I think win he, a moto. Yeah, I think he can. I think you can. I think. You oh, can I don't. Pass. I don't think yeah. there's any doubt that he can either. Yeah, I think he's gonna. Yeah, I. I'm more in the perfect season camp because I brought the question up than JT or Balut for sure. Side bet? No. Capture Hangtown, I was. Uh-huh. You give me odds and I'll side bet you. Why? <laughs> because I have. There's a great chance that something's going to go wrong. Well, I mean. exactly. Well, and that's that's the only reason I'm saying because okay. you know he's my guy. I mean, I said not my guy, but he's riding phenomenal. And like I told I you, I know earlier, everything. Oh, listen to you. Just saying, Balut. You should listen to me more often. <laughs> No, he's phenomenal. He's riding really well. Twenty four and zero. God, that's a tough one. I, 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 I know it's a tough one. Yeah, but um, I'm just saying, man. I mean, that would make for kind of a boring summer, honestly. In that oh class, yeah, but, it would. Oh, definitely. But I, when you and by the way, when Evan, you see the guy, it seems like he can wick it up like easily a half second to a full second a lap faster. Cruise and get by those guys, make passes no problem, then get out in front and kind of the. The only thing, Evan, have you seen Stewart? He's ripped. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big RV fan. I mean, but just the way he's riding is is just unbelievable. Stewart's ripped, though, Evan. Um, when I look back at perfect seasons, I, I don't know if the competition was this stiff that it is this year, but at the same time, oh yeah, I don't know yeah, if there's... I've ever seen anybody like RV right now. I mean, he is just. I mean, like you said, he wicks it up when he wants to. Tim Ferry. Yeah, and he looks like to do. Looks like looks like he's doing it pretty easily. Honestly. Tim Ferry beat RC um, twice in 01, by the way. Troy, Ohio, Unadilla. Yeah, just for for the record. <laughs> so. um, All right, guys. Okay, Evan. Thank you. Yep. Talk to you later. See you. Um, Tits wants to get out of here, but there's lots of questions, lots of phone calls here. Sorry, Tits. Uh, Eric, what's up, man? Eric. Thanks for listening, Eric. Appreciate it. Humble Steve. Brad, what's going on, man? Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, thanks for listening. Right on. Thank you. Um, got a couple of questions for Berluti, actually. Oh, yeah. Screw you. See you later. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, and how are those leaps doing? Anyway, um, Berluti. Um, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> riding out of the test track or practice track, wherever, just in and around Manitoba, I want to become a better uh, <laughs> test rider. I want to know what's going on with my bike. Um, what are a few of the different characteristics that riders look for um, when feeling out their suspension? Like a lot of times the the guys here talking about like what they like about a bike, but they don't really know, like, I don't really know what I'm feeling. So what are the, what are the couple of the different things that I like that I might be feeling, but I don't know that they're bad. What Brad, do you think I'm too rusty to answer this? (laughs) Oh, Hey, you can answer it too. You're just going to be wrong. That's all I can do to not hang up on you. Well, do you have a? <laughs> is there something that you think the bike's doing that you 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 need to work on? 
Uh, well, I, I, I basically have always kind of run stock settings. Like, uh, I've never really played around too much just because I don't want to mess things up too much. But, uh, I don't know. I've been running a 252 stroke, and uh, the back end feels a little bit harsh sometimes coming in through braking bumps. How much do you weigh? Uh, 212 pounds. I would probably start with spring rates. I'd probably get stiffer spring rates front and rear. 212. Okay. If he was 208. I don't know. Yeah. Do 12, I, though? I, I, I found with my even myself, you know, when when you go to the right spring rates, that makes a, all the difference in the world. Have you checked, mm-hmm. have you checked your sag? Uh, yeah, I set, I set the sag, but I haven't really – I've never really played with spring rates at all. Would uh, would race tech suspension be able to help me out with that way? Absolutely. Race tech would be able to help you with any suspension needs at all. Fair check, enough. Check, um, check sponsor Also, uh, if I was to buy a brand-new motocross bike, what's the first aftermarket piece that I'd put on it other than a black ops ignition coil? Uh, four-stroke? Uh, two-stroke or four-stroke. I, I, I think on a four-stroke, if you put an FMF muffler on, you're, you're, you're good right off the bat. Ditch a stock muffler, always. Yeah. They're, yeah. Pretty, they're pretty crappy. Spring rates, springs. You could use spring race oil tech height. Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Done. I'd be surprised. Um, how many people don't even check their sag? You know yeah, what I mean? Like sure. local dudes. Yeah, for sure. So, um, okay. And uh, um, final thing: pure bench racing for Steve. Um, Austin won sand track. Don Formo in his prime, like 1992-ish, uh, uh, versus for- Barry Karsten. Who wins? Go. Formo. Formo in 91. Uh-huh. That's Formo's prime. 91. No, ninety-one all the way. Yeah. yeah. Would you have had anything for him back then, or no? Oh no, Formo was Nothing. fast in the sand. I was never very, very fast. Yeah. No. <laughs> thanks, Brad. Right on. Well, I appreciate you guys taking Double my call. Ski. You guys have a great That's evening. Right. Hey, thanks. Thanks, thanks, Brad. Um, Jay. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, great. Jay. What's up, Jay? I just just want to call and say that I love the show. Uh, I think you guys are doing a great job. Um. As a fellow Mormon, Tits, you're doing awesome. I uh, love what you're doing. Um, you're welcome. I was going to ask gonna ask if you're going to have uh, Nick Way on the show again anytime soon. Uh, no, we need to have him on. He was great as a co-host one week. And uh, the problem with Nick is Nick, I've known him for a long time, um, Nick's whole life revolves around his race results. Like, right. like his entire well-being is around race results. And right now, he feels not very worthy of a man. So he, yeah. bar- he barely gave me an interview after Hangtown. I had to force him to do it. This week, I, he didn't score any points again. His comeback's not going well to start. Right. So I don't think Nick's coming on and being like happy, joyful Nick anytime soon. He's going <laughs> to end up being funeral Nick, which because uh, yeah. that's how he bases his results. So. Well, I thought I thought he was an awesome co-host. No, and he I was. loved what he when he kind of talked about his dad and his influence and stuff. Kind of got oh, personal yeah, yeah. on that, and I thought, no, he's he, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's one of the best guys, one of the best guys in the sport, and I really hope he starts getting it better. Uh, you know, he's been yeah. on for a long time, so it's going to take a while. But uh, yeah, and again, the class the class is sure. steep. So I'm sure you're not even listening. You're All just right, talking. Thanks. Okay. All right, <laughs> All right Jay. Thanks. Oh right, yeah, just keep talking. Um, <laughs> so Mormons do. Tits. Mormons don't listen. They just talk. Yeah, correct. Like you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Eric is there. Eric is here. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, man? 
Last call tonight, uh, by the way. Last call. Yeah, I just right want to talk more about the whole Cooper Webb Adam Cincerello thing. Yeah, go ahead. This is. A, um, I, I like how like uh, Blue. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's not possible for you to be a Webb and Adam fan. You have yeah, to yeah. be one or the other. It's like um, exactly. uh, I'm going to put it in words that you can you can relate to, um, Berlute. It's like a Veronica and Betty in the Archie comics. Gotcha. You can't have both. No. You have to be one Team Betty or Team Veronica. Oh, for sure. So you got to be Team Webb or Team Cincerello. These people, mm-hmm. they, they do not cross. No. I see that. Wygant gets angry emails from Webb people <laughs> when Cincerello is on the website. And then when Webb's on the website. Now, the Cincerello people know that, that Adam gets a lot of press, you know, regardless. But the Webb people, not happy. Probably not. They pull for their guy. They do. They do. So, anyways, he has more records. Yeah, his amateur records are, you know, number breaking pretty much. Even Loretta Lindsay's tied with Ricky Carmichael. Who? Adam? Yeah. Is he that high? Yeah, he's tied with Carmichael. Yeah, in all time wins of okay. Loretta Lindsay. All right. Okay, what's up, though? What's your question? Uh, nothing. I just think he would do better than Webb would in the Webb? Nationals if he ever actually raced. Well, Webb just got third. Yeah, and I think Adam's a lot better of a rider than he is. And a fifth week before, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, listen, I, I've we've had Adam on the show a ton. We're right. we're AC fans. Tits practically, you know, talks to him for an hour before he com- comes on the show each time. Yeah, so hype him up. We're fans, but I don't see him beating Tomac or Roxon. Yeah, but he'd, he'd be up there though. We'll find. We'll soon find out. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. wait. Yep, exactly. All right, Evan and, um, and Eric. One more thing. Who's the other co-host tonight? Tony Berluti. Tony Berluti and who and, else? And Jonathan Lee from HotLap.co. Yep, yep, I actually know him. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, I know you? Yeah, it's Eric Pearson. <laughs> How's it going, man? Good to see Good, you. man. Good. I was just fucking listening in because... Love the Facebook stuff, dude. Eric, you need to go and vote for hotlap.co. <laughs> I, I already have. <laughs> I'm a local here from, from Nevada, so. Okay. Good dude. Motor rider, artist. Nope. You should see some of the sketches he does. On oh, the yeah? Riders. Yeah, he's oh, good. Sweet. Good guy. Good yeah, to hear you calling call in, man. Say what's up, man. Supporting you and all that. Love this Thanks. guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, dude. Thanks, Eric. All right, guys. See you. Right. See you. Um, NFAB, banging bars segment. Let's, uh, let's do the NFAB, Jeep and Truck Products. They're the industry leader in making Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars available. NFAB committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs. N-Fab.com. Team Blos, Team Nicoletti, Team Patterson, Team Canari. Thomas at NFAB, great guys. You want a discount, email the show. We'll get you hooked up. Um, with NFAB, and uh, they are taking over. So um, just a reminder, and they do take over, Baluti. Yeah. You heard it here first. I heard it here. Yep. This Bang & Bar is brought to you by NFAB. Not a lot of battles to talk about, but uh, the battle that I had the most, um, the most fun watching and the most passionate one, as a matter of fact, I was um, texting during the battle was uh, Zach Osborne's battle with uh, Kenny Roxon in the second moto. I was um, t- 
texting Osborne while he was out there riding. Um, uh, I said, bro, air that quad out. You're a pussy. Then I said, I want to throw rocks at you right now. Then I said, are you going to get him? And then I said, you're making me fur- furious and happy at the same time. This was to Osborne. That's funny. That's why very, he was out very there. Very emotional. I was. I was yeah. up and down. Um, that did was he a, read it later? Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's he, funny. He, he wrote back and said he wasn't happy about me swearing, calling oh. him a pussy. Oh. But um, there's only one guy airing it out, and I'm yelling at him. But no, his battle was great. It was good to see um, his battle with Roxon, and he set him up perfectly on the inside line. He said he'd been watching that line, and Roxon had been going out, and he thought that that was his his uh, his place to pass and he came up short on that step up and i don't know if it was on purpose or not probably not came up short on that step up and he sort of slowed his momentum to bounce to the inside rut to get rocks like it was perfect hmm. rocks never really even saw it coming wow um and good for osborne to do that uh exiled to the shitty gps for years and uh you know whoever thought he could come back and be anything you know you, usually when you go to europe it's your last chance and you can't be anybody you're you're done in usa and that he guy was proved, riding really good. In yeah, Europe, though. yeah, he was. No, he yeah, was. I, but I, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped for him. Yeah. Uh, to come back and get a podium in the national, man, that's that's really something. And I, and I hope there's more. Uh, I, I yeah. think so. I mean, yeah. look at Filthy tonight about Muddy Creek. Yeah. I didn't realize Osborne was that yeah. good there. But oh, you know what I loved about that battle too was to watch how Osborne was riding because he's he's in a, he's got kind of an aggressive style yeah. on the bike, but at elevation. All those guys were riding those things like a, they were a super mini, you know. So you saw him just working to get that back tire onto the ground, and he was super aggressive. He does super some aggressive. neat stuff, like you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He moves. He uses a lot of his body, kind of similar to RV. They yeah, don't he, look the same. He but moves they... all over his bike, Zach does. He yeah. Really, like, he's short guy, and he gets over it. Um, and he kind of short shifts, too. He gets the most out of the bike, I you think. You think? Yeah. I huh. think so. Yeah. Yeah. I love that battle. Best battle of the night, and fab, and dash fab.com. It's his. So tired over there. He had the day off, and he's still really tired. Yeah, man. Why? Lounging is exhausting. Are you going to be better next Tuesday? Yeah. Was I bad tonight? <laughs> I thought he just you looked so tired. Well, I'm tired. <laughs> that that right. That's every week, though. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, hey, did you, speaking of passes, what about that when they slowed it on RV on the uh, – Yes. On the downside of that jump, that was, was awesome. Wheeling like this, like, oh, that was gnarly, huh? Sheesh. I mean, even if you're ripped, how are you going to beat that? <laughs> his body's like a second clutch. Yeah, like he uses his yeah. body to to adjust for traction front right. and back so well. That's I haven't only on landing and it just. Yeah. I watched it on the plane, so I didn't have the sound. So I got to watch it again. Um, 450 motos with sound, but Wygant said that Rhino was texting him during the moto. Trying to explain how RV's riding style is now the way to ride. Shocker, the guy that goes one one. You know what I mean? Like, did, did he unlock like, his hips? Yeah. And, the... and and Wygant said, if you listen to the show, Mathis, you can hear Emig's reading. You know, Rhino's text on the air to make himself sound super smart, but he screws it all up. Like he makes it <laughs> oh, worse. Really? Yeah. Wygant's like it makes Emig had it na- nailed and then tried to incorporate Rhino's text into it and screwed everything up. <laughs> Confused everybody. So I got to listen. Well, if anybody listens to the point, let me know if they if you hear him talking about RV's riding well, style. What he's doing now, it just blows my mind, but it's kind of dangerous how he just ricochets off of stuff. He's going so far yeah. in the corner, he ricochets. It's, and Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you notice that? It's and the it's old, just, uh, you know, ride with the rear wheel. Like, he just does it. Like, yeah. he's just, man, 
and, it, and it doesn't seem to bite him. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of the last time that I saw his back end go out and swap and fall. Like, front end wash out, but back end, yeah, it doesn't seem to happen to him, and no. he's steering with that thing. Mm-hmm. Like we – where did we talk about this? Oh, Emig talked about it, speaking of the devil, on the Fly Racing Show. You would never teach RV's riding style. Cool. You know what I mean? You would never be like, hey, this is what you want to do. Can you imagine? Just grab handfuls, like <laughs> go sideways, hook up, and pin it. You oh. know what I mean? Like, you'd never teach that. You'd want to go over the bars, over the top, with elbows up. You know what I mean? That whole kind of I, I stuff. I just don't want it to bite him. Right. It just looks sketch sometimes. Yeah. He's not smooth and efficient like Tim Ferry. No, <laughs> not at all. No. Who is? No, I don't Tim know. Smooth. I'm not I thought you said we're not taking more calls tonight. Yeah, whatever. Let's see who it is. Maybe it's Moser. Um, Hotlab.co, Jonathan. Yeah. We're almost wrapping this show up, but you're in. You're in studio. Tell us more about it. Wrap it up. Tell, tell people what they need to do. We, we got need, it. Yeah, we need your votes. Um, we're in a competition to win 100K. It's 100,000. Uh, and, yeah, we need your votes to win. To Will be... you give Tony Blutie some of the $100,000 if you win? <sighs> yeah. Why not? In a roundabout way. I mean, Balut's getting us the votes, right? Yeah. So I local, he's, he's, he's in the Reno area. Hey, yeah, he's absolutely. going to lose the, Northern the co-host vote. Are you got? Oh yeah. He's going to lose. So we need to like. I think stop. we yeah, need to I make need some money. Somewhere. I think we need to make this battle happen at Sandy Valley there with Hot Lap. That'd be good. Yeah. Be good. I like that, Steve. I think I have. I mean, is there any big jumps there anymore, or is everything's the same? Well, they got some pretty big jumps. I jumped everything always over there. So. But we need your votes. Oh, you're you're second. You pulled ahead of you pulled ahead of Vilman. Nice. Yeah, Look you're 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 eleven eleven percent back of Pingree. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Mason, Mad Dog. Oh, poor Mason. Falling behind. Oh, five percent. That blows my mind. Mason's a bad dude. He's and he's a good guy on the show. Yeah. Like yeah, he's funny. You know. Oh, he's a he's good co- Oh, Mad Dog. Yeah. All right. So, um, hotlap.co. Yeah. Go on there. Um, you can see the voting. Explains link. everything. It has you can the see has video. the video. Everything else, um, click on the link where it says go and vote, and then after that you'll be taken to a page. Just click on hotlap.co in that blue rectangle to the right. And uh, you can only vote once per device, so spread the word. Get all, all right. your friends to vote. Please do. And let's do this, and if we win, we're going to celebrate. We're going to have that huge giveaway with BVH and the bike and Sierra Cycle Smith and everything else. So, you, yeah. um, you bought me lunch one time. Yeah, I did. You're a good guy, therefore. Therefore, yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah. So support him. Uh, Twitter handle, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, um, for myself or for Hot Lap. Hot Lap yourself. Yeah. Whatever. Hot Lap spelt out. hotlap.co, So that's H O T L A P D O T C O. Just spelt out. hotlap.co. Oh, spell the dot. Yes, yeah, spell right. the dot. And then uh, they're on. I mean, we're on. We're on Pinterest. We're on Facebook. We're on anything you can think of. Okay. Um, we're always pushing out cool content. So check that out. And uh, yeah, get your votes. Share it. Let's win this thing so then we can uh, celebrate and get this thing into your hands. It'll be good. As I said, autism is sad. But what's good about autism? No, there's nothing good about autism. <laughs> autism is sad. It's still going to be sad even if that guy wins, even if that company wins. He really isn't solving He's that not problem, curing he? autism, unfortunately. It's really sad. But Hot Lap will cure your lap times. Indeed it will. Make you more competitive. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Give you those keys. Did I work that in good enough? It was good. It was good. Do I I need a shovel? might be a little controversial. (laughs) Do I need a shovel to get myself deeper in there? Um, Look, if he was going to cure autism, screw hotlap.com. I would vote for him. Right, right, right. Screw your your dumb uh, lap timer. But he's not going to cure it. Exactly. And your thing is bitching and cool. I watched the video. 
Um, I think it's pretty sweet. And then, of course, besides like doing all that and doing like comparing with your buddies and everything, you have the uh, ability to have those contests. I think, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. A company can come on board, and you can actually now you're competitive with other people. Never mind just your buddy or whatever. Yeah. Now you're gonna be competitive with everybody. And, and then uh, if you're not competitive, just it's a good way to be able to share it and attach your GoPro videos and overlay it and share with your friends yeah. and uh, keep track of the right. maintenance you need to perform on your equipment, all that. So yeah, I mean, I forgot about the maintenance part product. of it. Right. It's a big deal. That's it a big deal. Cool. I, I can't even – when I had you know four strokes and was trying to keep up with all that and the racing and everything else, I mean, changing oil every time I ride, changing mm-hmm. oil filter every other time, doing air filter, and like, you know, yeah. valves. It's just – it's a right. headache. Yeah. Why not forget about all that? You know? Or you just be like, tits, park your bike in the closet. Don't even know what exhaust you have on. FMF exhaust, right? No, Pro, Pro Circuit. Pro Circuit, yikes. Yeah. 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 JT's old bike. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I've Me- got Hanny's old bike, by the way. You do? I do. What? Which, which? YZ125. From Hunt Yamaha Troy? From way back in the day before that when he was an amateur. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's an 0, uh, 04. 04, wow. 03. I yeah, thought 04 he was on Yamaha Troy then. Then maybe, uh, then maybe it is a YOT bike. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think his just, rookie year was 02. Okay, yeah. So it's it's just stock. It was the bike that I guess was kept at uh, – because he's from Colorado or something. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. So, Donnie, yeah. Yeah, it's kept there at their place and hardly ever well, ridden. Maybe you can get him on the show for us. Like yeah, go, go, maybe. maybe that's your bond. That's right. Hanny, I got your old YZ135. <laughs> really appreciate it. You come on the Pulp and Back Show. Um, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Motor, all on board with us. Dave Osterman, Vince Freeze, Phil Nicoletti. You need to add them on the list. Optrix, thanks for coming on. Yeah, what? You keep you keep pointing. I, know, I, I don't know what I'm supposed I, to say. I know that's what's awesome. <laughs> okay. That's what's awesome. Uh, Optrix also on board with us. Uh, tits, thanks for getting that. That's awesome. You're welcome. Good job. I'm glad it. I'm glad it's my it, honor. I'm glad it made your day. Yep. Um, Tony Berluti, thank you. Uh, my pleasure. I hope you Steve. had fun. I'll, I'll sorry, have sorry about time. the mocking you for the. Screen. Nah, don't worry about it. I know you. We're pretty good buddies, but <laughs> right. now. Uh, looking forward to Muddy Creek this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been good. What's uh, the weather supposed to be like? Do you have any idea? Uh, you as a goggle guy, yeah, as a goggle guy, yeah, I do yeah. check that out. Um, uh, fine, eighty-three. Um, not humid. Yeah, it'll be humid. Yeah, yeah, I forget what it said. No, yeah. no rain in the forecast though. Good. But, good. but eighty-three will feel like probably one hundred eighty-three there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's a cool track. I'm looking forward to it. Jonathan Lee, you will be in which show? Uh, June tenth. June tenth. Everybody will be back in Two weeks. to to to. Um, Praise hotlap.co. Vote for um, go to hotlap.co and vote. We need it. It's a moto product. It's super bitching. Uh, we appreciate it. Tits, thank you for everything you do. You're welcome. So I don't know what it was, but thank you. Yep. Um, and thanks everybody for listening. And we will see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday is our next show. Thanks everybody. And uh, remember, spay and neuter your animals. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.